You are watching the Vodka Stream. Boop! What is happening, guys? Happy Friday! We're here. How's everybody doing? Boop! Let's put that up there, all right? Talk to me. Everything all good? Make sure everything's all... We're good. We're good. What's going on, guys? All right. Who's out there? Who's out there? Happy Friday, Snake. How you doing, buddy? We got Eric here, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's always that one person that always has to hit that like that like down, but it's okay. We got plenty more likes up. Make sure you smash that like the, the, likes, uh, the like button. So what's going on, guys? <clears throat> All right. Who we got here? Sorry, my chat's going crazy. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. And we got the other Jason, Mr. Fear Jason. Good to see you. Good to see you. Man, you know what? I mean, I was a little late just because I was watching this last inning of the Dodgers-Giants game. And, of course, the Giants, with bases loaded, could not get more than one run. I mean, at least they got a run. But still, man, jeez. <sighs> Working? Putting the kiddo to sleep. Good. Put the kiddo to sleep. Pour yourself a drink and uh, listen to the conversation. What's going on, Abel? How you doing? Yo, I know. I'm t man. I tell you what, bases loaded and they couldn't. They couldn't clear those bases. Came close. Came close. Crawford almost launched one into the warning track, but Bellinger had to catch it. Hi, mom. There's Mama Film Junkie, guys. It was uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you enjoyed first place for about a half a day, right? What's going on, Chuck? How you doing? Yeah, I know. I was. I can't watch the game because I have the MLB app, and since I live in Southern California, they all they all get blacked out. So I was listening to it on MLB instead. So, but still, you know, it's something, something. Man, damn Dodgers! I know. Imagine that. Hey, shut up. I know. Trust me. I was very, very frustrated about that. Very, very frustrated. But, you know, what can you do? So, I mean, the Giants have just been struggling. They've just been struggling. It's, uh, it's disappointing how uh, struggling they are, man. I tell you what. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, whatever. Uh, so, I'm going to do a little bourbon tonight, guys. Picked up uh, some Bishop Rye today. Never had it. So I'm going to see what this is all about. Straight out of Texas. Straight out of Texas. So hmm, we'll see what happens with this. So, Ah, oh, there it is. We've got Chainsaw Reacts in there, too. What's going on? Oh, I'm sure we'll be yeah, we'll be talking about a lot of uh, uh, Shang-Chi tonight. That's for sure. Um, I put Shang-Chi shots. I'm not exactly sure what kind of shot a Shang-Chi shot would be. Maybe we'll discuss that. We'll figure out what kind of shot would that exactly be. So... Not too sure, but I'm going with the bourbon tonight. I mean, I still got a little bit left over from the vodka that I had last week. Just a little bit, but uh, we'll see what's going on. So cheers, guys. Welcome to Friday. Thank God. I'll tell you what, this week has just been a struggle. Struggle. Yeah. So especially with like work and stuff like that. So cheers. Oh. Ah. Ooh, that's got some bite to it. Dry. It's a little dry, but... I dig it. I dig it. Ah, not too shabby. Not too shabby. So totally digging that right now. Totally did. Cheers. Yes. Cheers to everyone. 
Uh, it's the MCU night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the kid old giant. We all know. Yeah. Hey, as long as you saw Sean, you know, saw Sean too. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a rough week, but hey, it's over with. I got a three day weekend. That's what's good. Even though, even though uh, I have to get up early tomorrow, guys, because I have to help my uncle move. So, you know, I don't know if this stream's going to go into the wee hours of the night, into, uh, you know, five-hour territory might not because, like I said, I got to wake up a little bit early. So that's going to be a little bit rough, you know. Bad bad timing, of course, for Uncle to move, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully I, uh, hopefully I don't throw up on any of his furniture. That's what I'm really going for. So, you know, if I get a little lightheaded, I'm going to try not to throw up on his furniture when we're moving it. I'm sure we'll be okay. I'm sure we'll be okay. What's going on, Lakzu? How you doing? How you doing? All right. All right. Good to see you. But, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, you know, the conversation keeps on going, you know, as it does. It might just, uh, yeah, I might just, just be struggling tomorrow, that's for sure. Are you going to join tomorrow, Mom? I hope you do. You know, bring a coffee for me. I'm going to need it. I'm going to need a, I'm going to need like an iced coffee. So if you're coming, if you're, if you're going to join the party, Mom, <laughs> tomorrow, moving, uh, moving Uncle Larry then uh, I, I surely would appreciate it. Okay, you're going to join? Good. So if you're going to join a little later, I mean, I'll, I'll have my morning coffee, but, man, I'm going to probably need a, a, I'm gonna need a booster coffee. That's for sure. That's what's going to be happening. All right. Yeah. Yeah, just bring, yeah, something. Something that'd be nice. See? Yeah, that's what it's all about, the family. What's going on, Michael? How you doing? Good to see you. People filing in. People filing in. As we talk, let's see. All right. I think we're all good here. All right. I think it's about time to bring my guest in. Boop, boop, boop. All right. I'm go ahead and set the tweet up here. Has joined the stream. All right. Send it out. All right. All right, let me get everything set up here. All right, let's see. Make sure I got everything good here. Back just using StreamYard this time. I know last week I was using Streamlabs. Didn't quite go as well as I was uh, hoping it was going to go, so that's why I'm like, ah, eh, just get back to StreamYard for right now. Keep it, keep it simple because, you know, the Vodka Stream Lounge. Just laid back, relax. Let's just do it like that. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring my guest here. You've seen him on Collider. You've seen him on Screen Junkies. You've seen him on the Schmodown. You see him all over the place. And uh, let's have a good conversation with him. Welcome, Mr. Coy Jandro. What's up, sir? How's it going, man? Good. How you doing? Good. I'm, I, got, I got a cat. I got some whiskey. I got uh, chocolate milk, which is my favorite thing to drink whiskey this because I'm an absolute psychopath. What? Uh, except, dude, <laughs> everyone knocks it until they try it. And I have not had a single person... After trying it, think I was as crazy as before trying it. Okay, I'm intrigued. That is, I mean, look at that. Wow. Chocolate milk, ironically, in an Iron Man glass <laughs> to comment on the alcoholism. And then you get your uh, you get your cold brew, Jameson, Ooh, because I'm okay, okay. nothing that. if not caffeinated. And then, uh, and that's your Friday, man. I'm that's telling your Friday. you. There you everyone, go, chocolate milk. I go almond milk, too, for my skin. Uh, but it is it is a delightful journey, sir. Interesting. Well, cheers, man. Thank you for joining. Appreciate Happy it. Happy to be here. Mm -hmm. man, I feel like a Shang-Chi shot is whatever you make it. Like a Shang-Chi shot should be whatever your heart feels right about. You know, it's about it's about family and it's about yeah. going with your gut. 
I could totally see that because I was when I thought about it, I was like, what am I going to name the stream tonight? Well, it's got to be something Shang-Chi because it's out right now. Everybody's talking about it. And, you know, of course, we're going to be talking about it tonight. And then I thought, well, let me put shots. But I'm like, what would be a Shang-Chi shot? And I was just kind of thinking about it. I think you're right. I think whatever your heart feels, whatever, you know, you're just. And totally. also like your ancestors, right? Oh, like yeah. Shang-Chi is all about family. So as, yeah. as a proud Irishman, I feel like whiskey would be like what my lineage would bring to the Shang-Chi shot. So I think it would be a, a, a directive point. of the individual. That's a good point. I like that. I like that. And then chocolate milk though, man, I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to have to try that. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I won't knock it. it it's a little random. It's random, of course, but don't grow up. Man. It's a trap. <laughs> don't grow up. <laughs> Everyone assumes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm too old for this chocolate milk. Generator. No, no, no. Yeah. Reincorporate, put it in everything. <laughs> Also, any excuse to put a nice, like, stout in your cereal, change the game. Nice little, like, whiskey and Wheaties, some, like, Guinness and Cheerios. Who Get knows your fiber. Yeah. There you go. Every, Start off the morning day, right. It's a full day of cereal and beer, and you really got to experiment that day. No <laughs> one can judge you that day. That's very true. See, I didn't think about it like that. So, hmm, interesting. Yeah, you definitely, yeah, you're definitely letting out that Irish. That's for sure. I'm just, glad, I'm just like, first five minutes in the show, I want the people to know what we're dealing with. I want them to know <laughs> who I am. Yeah. And uh, well, you bring me on a booze-based show, I'm just going to be honest about it. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that, man. That's why I was one of the reasons. I was like, yeah, this guy's going to fit in pretty well on the vodka stream. He likes to, he likes to drink it up. So, And uh, you're in uh, L.A., right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in LA. Uh, actually, ironically, I've got a show called Comic Books and Craft Beer yeah. where we do exactly that, and uh, I, I really love that you do the same because there's a there's a real big Venn diagram between the comic book and drinker crowd that doesn't get addressed enough. So it, it, as soon as I saw the invite, I was like, this is where I belong. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm in LA. I'm in uh, the heart of Hollywood. I am one of the five people that love Hollywood, so I'm I'm in it, and <laughs> I love it out here. That's cool. No, like uh, what we were saying too is like I, there, I have actually an idea for a segment that I wanted to do. I wanted to do. I wanted to start making drinks based on like movies or whatever. You know, something like that. There was just like an idea I had. Um, like in, like you said, incorporating the nerdy stuff with this kind of world, you can easily do that. So that's like an idea that is kind of tinkering around in my head, and I think that'd be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll add it to the, to the vodka stream because why not? You know, everybody. Yeah. You know, come come in. Talk nerdy stuff, talk movies, and uh, have a drink. You got your first act is blank. That's one flavor. You got your second act, you got your villain. You can, like, you know, get a mixologist and incorporate all the flavors of the film into your... That's why the whiskey, man, I think I think it's also going to be a, a really cool interpretive thing, depending on your experience of the film. So, like, a lot of people love, like, for example, Armageddon, which yeah. I, I'm like, I literally know no one that hates Armageddon as much as I do. Um, and I love like anyone that knows me, I love everything. I, yeah. I don't talk about movies. I don't like, cause there's only so much time in your life. Not um, as fun. Yeah. It's not as fun, but like no. for me, the Armageddon would be a different beverage than say, you know, the average person and vice versa. Like I, I think Rango is better than most Pixar films. My Rango would probably Ooh, be a different wow. beverage than a lot of, yeah. So like, interesting. I think the beverages could also be some hot takes. Yeah, that's that's true. See, you see, you already took it to another level. See, there we go. We're already ideas are flowing. Evolving. I like that. <laughs> Evolving. That's what you do. That's what ideas do. But yeah, I've always had that. You know, I had this like idea of like incorporating that since you know, you know, it's Friday night. I like to drink it up. You know, why not make the? And that's what I'm trying to do too. Is trying to get something different. That's why I got this Bishop Rye over at Bevmo. It was like. I don't know, some exclusive thing that they had right there. And I thought, all right, I'll give it a shot. Not too bad. I like it. Not as is, good. What's the, what's the brand? Bishop? or is Bishop it, uh, Rye. That's huh. what it's called. Never yeah, heard of that Bishop, 
Yeah, I never heard of it either. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. It wasn't too expensive. So I thought, why not straight out of Texas? <sighs> but yeah, so it's not too bad. It's a little dry, a little dry, not as flat. I'm, I'm a bullet bourbon guy. I really like bullet. I like yeah. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, those ones right there. I mean, the, if I'm going to go for a good bourbon, I even have... Uh, when it comes to whiskey, uh, I fell in love with the Metallica whiskey. I don't know if you've had that. I've not actually. Oh, yeah. Apparently, I love, I love, I mean, I don't know if it actually does anything, but it's kind of cool. What they do is when they have the whiskey in the barrels and it's just sitting there, they blast a playlist of Metallica songs into it <laughs> as it's sitting there. And I'm like, and then it, and when you buy the bottle, it literally has the sound. It, you can see all the peaks and all the sound of like a certain segment of it. And they give you the playlist on the back of which songs that were uh, part of your bottle. And I was like, that's awesome. I love it. I need it. to I both acknowledge the genius of that marketing <laughs> and the fact that only Metallica could be that self serving. Right. Add, like, it's already a Metallica whiskey. Like, we've yeah. already accepted the fact that we're like, I'm already going to buy a fan. Yeah. yeah, like I'm a fan of blank. Let me, I, I love, uh, you know, Ryan's Aviation Gin is incredible, but it's also a good gin. But yeah. I would have bought it anyway to try. I just kept buying it because it was good. But like Metallica's already got their market. The fact that they're like, and by the way, we blast our music into it. It's just so like <laughs> Lars yelling at Napster oh, yeah. the beverage. Oh, we got, totally got to do this. It's just a blast of music. We just got to yeah. make sure it feels like us, man. Yes. And then we'll put the playlist in the back and then they'll listen to the music as they're drinking. Yeah. Because that's, that's what the I Kiss having their own <laughs> casket, the beverage. Like that is exactly... Yes. Like Pretty much what Gene it is. Simmons had his own casket line. I, I didn't was, know that either. <laughs> he, literally, you can buy, you can be, you can rest eternally in a kiss casket if you so chose. <laughs> Not I mean, kidding. They sell well. Oh my god! Of course, I remember I used to watch um, what was it, Family Jewels, that uh, the Gene Simmons show, like his reality show with his uh, with his family. I used to watch that. I mean, it was like a decade ago. But whenever he would go into his collectible warehouse it wasn't even a room it was a warehouse it was amazing how much things were on kiss like like they i mean their kiss was on whatever you know it was just amazing like no i mean no wonder he's a kajillionaire i mean they just took that brand and just put it over everything he also tries to trademark everything he, oh, yeah. he owns the trademark for one version of the dollar bill on a bag of money sign so like <laughs> conceptually if it's too close to his you owe him money for money and he also tried to trademark the devil horns by saying, like, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Like, the dude is on one. And I, yeah. I, I love that era of music, but it's definitely like, Oh, we're this age now. Okay, here we are. Reality, <laughs> subjective. Enough drugs. Yeah, you invented the dollar sign. Go nuts. That bro. is, I, told, I totally remember when he was trying to do that with the devil horns. And I was like, Really, dude? I mean, you have enough. <laughs> also, have like, enough. I've seen his devil horns. It's the I love you sign. This yeah, is he always, puts the, he always puts the thumb out, doesn't he? Yeah, this is like, this is I love you in sign language or Spider Man. It's yeah, not, exactly. Which one you want? Yeah, come on, guy. Oh man, you have Every enough Kiss money. Fan too. in the chat is like, I know, like, how dare you, sir? But I don't know. <laughs> I think we're I think we're in the clear. I think we're in the clear. But uh, so let me get your origin story, Koi. Um, where did all where did this adventure start to get to where? I mean, like I said, I was reading off. What you got, you know, you're part of Collider, Screen Junkies, uh, you got Nerdist, and then, of course, with Collider, you do that comic book shopping show, which I'm sure that's gotten a little rocky now, especially in the past 18 months. It's It's been on a nice hard pause, which is crushing my very soul. Yeah, uh, you, you seem know, to have a lot of fun doing those videos, for sure. Man, it's, it's the dream. The guests, I, the I, guests that you have. 
And a lot of those are by request of, of either the guest or their team, which is really nice. Like it's been a really, it's an honor to some of the people that are like, Hey, I like your show. I'd like to come on. Like, okay, please. Um, it's been, it's been a really cool journey of, of basically reading comics as a kid and then hiding it for years because it wasn't cool yet. And then, uh, I, I remember like putting my Spider-Man shirt under an Abercrombie shirt, trying to be cool. And, and just like feeling like that was my own version of Superman. Like right. up here, I was like, this is protecting me. Like just like weird five-year-old stuff. I think that was like more like 15. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, like, I was about to say five. No, you know, that those was five-year-old Abercrombie kids. <laughs> um, but, but from age two, there's, there's a picture of me on my second birthday with a Todd McFarlane comic behind me. Uh, and it was torment number two, which had come out in August of 1990 on September uh -huh. 88. So it literally, my, my parents got me like issues one and two and I jumped into comics. So oh, wow. uh, I learned to read through that run and I, I mispronounced the word ravaged for years because I never saw it and heard it. I just saw it in comics. I thought it was ravaged forever. Remember how every like action figure was battle ravaged? I yeah. literally said battle ravaged until like high school. <laughs> uh, anyway, so comic books were my, uh, my gateway into reading because they were just this beautiful like cacophonous um energetic way to get into a book so i've always yeah. loved books and learning but comic books just have so much energy and i'm an energetic fella so uh that was where i started and then i i got into acting uh i've been sag for a little over a decade um mm -hmm. and i was working on a lot of sets and loving it but hating the repetition like i'm not good at repeating myself i'm not good at um the the feeling of deja vu kind of freaks my brain out um, i get that I get so that. like acting is that so like basically i would fight for months to get a part and you know years to do with this thing you go you, your job as an actor is to get told no for a living you're basically right. like your job is to stand in a room and be exactly right and or get not rejected all. yeah yeah and like someone else loves that more than me being on set after fighting for it and being like i don't want to say this for the 80th time so i, I felt like i was uh i was not uh respecting it enough i was like i love this but someone else loves this more so I like all the things about hosting that acting brought, but it didn't have um, someone else's language. I love my words. I love yeah. my expression. So I've been on sets and I've been talking about comic books for years and I'd be, I'd be talking to actors that are like, hey, you should do that. Like, I'm now interested in this comic book because of you. Like, because of was, how you talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. way you're telling me about this is what I want someone to tell me. And I was like, wait, can I do that? And so I've kind of just made that uh, a job from the ether and fought my way into this uh, this corner. I, I wasn't like an OG YouTuber. I, I only recently started a YouTube page. Uh, yeah. I've got less than 10,000 subscribers. Follow me. I'm just starting. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I started the other yeah. way. I started in movies and then I did the studio work. And now I'm like, what's OBS? Like I have to know <laughs> yeah. lighting. And it's, it's a fascinating like 12 year old on YouTube teaching me how to YouTube. Oh yeah, um, but I yeah. love it, man. I love this. Yeah, world. I I just got into the whole big OBS thing. I mean, we're doing stream right now. It's simpler, you know. I try, you know, but I got into the stream labs thing, and I'm like, so happy Whoa. to see that link, dude. I'm sorry to be like, oh, I know this one. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to keep it simple when it comes to this. You know, when I do my regular show, I'm like, all right, I'll do all the bells and whistles and try to do all that. And you, and you can even see the people in the chat. They know I I still mess up. I mean, even though I'm like a couple of weeks into it, it's it's not easy. To learn there's a lot of things that go uh with that so yeah I'm, I'm i'm right with you when it comes to like obs i didn't even want to touch it for a while and now i'm like okay i'm gonna ease myself into it it looks better everything's sharper we'll see what happens covid's a real crash course on uh, what you don't know right no yeah. one's there to help you figure it out you want to stream learn everything
Oh yeah, learn it all. And like I said, I mean, I, I mean, I, and I've I've always told people in reality, like, well, even online, I'm like, you know what? I didn't, I don't, I don't go to school for all that. I went to the school of YouTube. Just look it up. There's a YouTube video for everything. I need a, you need to do something. Just type it in. You'll find, you'll find it. You'll find it. And that's all you need right there. Like you said, you know, some twelve year old's gonna tell you to do it. Some weird Ouroboros of like on YouTube to learn YouTube. You're like, wait, yeah. this feels so backwards. But here we are. Uh, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of manifested this, this into a job that isn't really, uh, that doesn't really exist quite yet. Like there's this wave of entertainment journalists, but I really want to bring comic books, like the tangible books to the forefront in a way that a lot of people aren't fighting for. And that's what comic book shopping is, is it's, yeah. uh, the actual source material that these people are, are sourcing it from. And, uh, my, my dear late friend, John Schnepp, uh, had that yeah, show yeah. that he ran, uh, one beautifully wonderful way that I didn't want to just copy. I didn't want to be the guy that just like stood there and tried to be John because there's no one physically, no. emotionally, spiritually as no. big as John. There's no one. So no. Uh, I kind of turned it into the show that I'd wanted to do since I started reading comics and that's what it became. And uh, hopefully when the world resumes, there's more options for that. Yeah. And then, you know, even with comic book shops, I mean, you know, the videos, that the, were, which which comic book shop do you usually go to? Or is it like various different ones? So Golden Apple on Melrose is yeah. where we film most of it and where I do a lot of my shopping. Yeah. I also shop at House of Secrets because they've got like an incredible back issue array and they're in Burbank thanks to a lot of the studios. So I, I'm in Burbank a lot more. Uh, so House of Secrets and Golden Apple are my go-to. And okay. then back east, uh, there's a shop called Larry's Comics that uh, I shopped at from six through about 26. I actually wow. used to get my comics shipped from him to here until I was like, I can't, I can't wait a week. Like yeah. I tried to be loyal. I'm such a loyal dude that I was like, I'm going to always shop there for the rest of my life. And then I would be like, okay, no matter where I am. Days, I don't know what's going on in comic books. Yeah. And you're like, you see people talking about it. You're like, I'm still waiting for it. It's I mean, literally my job. I'm like, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I get that. Uh, where I used to live, there was a small comic book shop that was right around the corner from my house. And it was great because once or twice a week, I would, well, especially on New Comic Book Day, I would go there and just talk to the owner for like two hours. I mean, it was mainly just like, you know, it was when the re it was when Rebirth, uh, DC Rebirth was like just starting out. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get really into those books, you know, start from the beginning. And I would go in there and just, you know, boop, boop, boop and get whatever. And he would make some, some suggestions and whatever. And then we just talk and bullshit for like two hours. I'm just sitting there leaned up against, you know, the display case while he's checking other people out. And we're we're, we're arguing about, you know. Well, whether Batman should have did this instead of that or something like that, you know, and that's what's so great about that, that, that camaraderie that you can have. Uh, like you said, you know, you had that specific comic book shop and you knew the people and you want to stay dedicated. And I tried, you know, but then I moved away. I moved like across and then all of a sudden, like, you know, his shop went down after like a yeah. couple of few months, which sucks. I was like, it broke my heart that that happened, but hopefully he can find like, yeah, he wants to still do that. It's still like his dream to find it. wasn't in the best location. That's the thing too. It wasn't in the best location, small, small town up like a big hill. And you know, it just was up in this like area and it just wasn't in the best location. And I was like, I tried. I, I mean, I was like, I'm going to be here. This is where I'm getting all my books. It's fine. Yeah. Worry, dude. And, but yeah, sadly, it just, yeah, as soon as I moved away, it was like, it was just too hard to get over there all the time, you know, so. Well, that's what I like, you're saying the conversation, like leaning up on a thing for two hours, you, you, yeah. there's nothing quite like the mythology of comics for the modern world, because yep. they're archetypes, like we're putting ourselves on these characters, oh, the yeah, writers are doing, you know, the, the heavy lifting, but we're also, you know, our experience of these characters is so important, and that's why 
you've got movements like the Snyder Cut. You've got movements like, you know, Restore the Airverse because we feel like we're parts of these characters because in a way we are. We've we've made them from 2D to 3D through us and then the movies are putting them in through actors' versions of them and all these things. We just feel so attached that there isn't really anything in our modern society quite like it. Maybe, like, video games is close, but video games is a lot more like, you know, 80 man hours versus a comic book that you can have a 20 minute journey through. So I I love that comic books have gotten mainstream enough that I don't feel like a crazy person pitching it to someone. They don't, they don't go like, Ugh, comics anymore. There's a, there's a certain approachability that was never there. And I think they're the best medium to get people into literature. I think they're the best people like the medium to get people into mythology in general. It's, it's so accessible and people are working their way towards seeing that. That's true. Uh, I, one of my uh, one of my uh, good buddies. He's a, like he's a big book reader, big book reader. You know, and I like reading books too. But I mean, I'll even be like, you know. And he was once like a big comic book guy. He one time I didn't even know this about. Him. All of a sudden, he just like brings out a box. It just has like just starts pulling out some Batman comics, you know, and even some like good ones. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't know. He, what what was this? He's like, yeah, at one point. I'm like, what happened? And he goes, I don't know. And just started reading regular books. I'm like, well, why don't you? Why don't you get back into it? I mean, some of this shit. You read some of these, you know, these graphic novels. I mean, the 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 art is something great to look at. There's just and the stories. I mean, they could be, you know, they could suck, but they could be really like fantastic, <laughs> and they could be, you know, really elaborate. And you know, like what, the 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 thing I'm really loving right now is the new Batman '89 that just was starting to get released. Yeah, just to, just to see the expansion of that world. Superman '78 solid too. I, I still haven't. I still haven't picked up my copy yet. I was going to do that yesterday, but I was like running late. To, I like that you almost said watch it because that's the feeling, yeah. man. Like I, I love that we're exactly. expanding a visual into a different format of visual. Yep, because yeah, that's exactly what it is. But yeah. So he was even saying like, yeah, maybe I'll give, I'm like, dude, I mean, let me know. I got a couple of books that you can, if you don't know what they are, that are really good. I'll lend them to you and uh, get back into it, man. Because yeah, you're right. I mean, and then the fact that a lot of the, these popular books are being turned into either animated movies or they're being referenced into the movies. That's always great to see. You know, you always want to see a little bit of that source material right there. And I also, I try to read a book or two a month. That's like, you know, a nonfiction, like a bookie book. Uh, But it it helps me to be able to take a break from that strenuous activity and dive into a comic, but still grow and evolve. And I feel like the morality of comic books, plus, you know, the, the language of them, your, your vernacular grows with these crazy, crazy worlds that they present you as maybe not as much as books, a, a, a certain literature snob might argue, but in a different way, your creativity and your childlike sense of wonder grows through these books that I think more people need. I think the world's very cynical and dark and shitty, and I think comics help me not be cynical, dark, and shitty. Yeah. yeah they Even do. Frank Miller comics are lighter than the fucking world right now. It seems like it is at times, right? There's some times where I'm looking at my timeline going, Gee, what the fuck? Where are we? I'm done with hashtags, man. I like, <laughs> I've committed to not clicking on a hashtag last week, and I am markedly happier. Because whether it's a good hashtag or a bad hashtag, as soon as you open yourself up to that oh. much of the public, nah. Nah, there's just too much out there. Yeah, sadly, when I get on Twitter, sometimes I have a knack for just going, why is that person trending or why is that trending and Dangerous. then i open it up yes and then i just go well that was dumb i shouldn't have done that it was 40 minutes of my life yeah i know this. i went down that rabbit hole i mean that whole crate challenge <laughs> there's that at one point i don't know if you heard about that oh i was so, there i was on yeah. tiktok i love tiktok by the way tiktok is yeah. my favorite new thing since i don't know pogs tiktok is awesome <laughs> oh, you just said pogs <laughs> <laughs> 
Holy shit. That was a deep new, which made me sick. Oh, nobody in the, uh, I think maybe some people might know, but man, you just did a, you, you did a deep hole <laughs> right there. Holy shit. You just, you just, you just made me flashback to be going to bust out your slammer on the school crouch, bus. You got your down. stack of pogs. You got your yes. metal slammers. You don't mess Good around Lord. on the school bus. Yeah. Just like, uh, man, when, uh, when I was in elementary school and those were the shit, Man, we used to play that, but we, you know, what's funny is like they they wouldn't let us play for keeps. But of course, we played for keeps. You know, when the the yard duties aren't around, we were just like, oh yeah, we're playing for keeps. Everybody had the long tubes full that of that knuckles. Pogs. The Achinda pog is mine. I beat yes. it with my slammer, <laughs> and I'm getting the Achinda. Oh man, damn, that was a deep hole. It was funny too because my uh, my nana actually worked at a place that made pogs and made slammers and stuff like that so i'd get free shit all the time it's great i'm all walking i'm all walking onto the freaking uh schoolyard just like with the, the, one of those long tubes like look at this guys it's right it's like having a sword it was like having but a think sword. about as an adult now the profit margin they were little Dude. pieces of cardboard with print on them pressed yep. it was the garbage of other books it was the most high profit low cost recycling we were literally playing with recycling we the playing of the pog is the same as jumping in a garbage bin and throwing <laughs> rocks at paper and like it was insane and i loved it and i wish it was back but oh, yeah. it's just like the profit of that is we need more things like that for recycling. If they made recycling as fun as pogs, world would be a little better. Yeah, because they were essentially milk caps. That's the whole selling point was like they were milk caps. But of course, you had like the fancier kind of pogs that had like, you know, a, a good like design on top. And then you had the ones that had like the little uh, that looked like milk caps because they had that little like uh, opening that had it that they stapled shut or something like yeah. that. It was like the paper, like the more paper type ones. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, even my mom's in the chat going, "Oh yeah, she." There was there was times where yeah, you go to like a toy store and they're like, "Can I get like two hundred pogs for ten bucks or something like that?" Not even that. It's probably five. Yeah, you could get those, man. Jeez. Dude, I'm saying we could make we can make the environment crisis a little less if we yes. brought back pogs. I'm just saying we we got we got to find Man. these '90s things because we're at the age where now our generations in in certain levels of control, and it's only going to get more our generation. We need to True. bring back certain elements to to make That's pogs again. <laughs> yeah, hashtag bring pogs back. Pogs are going to save the world. Let's do this, man. <laughs> Did not Who think knows? we were going to be talking about pogs tonight. I love it. <laughs> there's always there's one specific moment that I remember. It was hilarious. Uh, it was like uh, me and my best friend were playing, of course, and we're playing for keeps. And then the yard duty uh, lady just walks up slowly behind, just to like overlook. And I see her in my periphery. And then when he, you know, of course, slams it, and then both of them turn over, and he goes and he grabs them both. I'm like. Oh, no, no, no. You got to give me that. We're not playing for kids. <laughs> yes, we are. And I went, dude. <laughs> and then what happened? They confiscated our pogs for the remainder of the day. Because Do you remember the Game Boy crisis of Pokemon? Do you remember when like no. they take away the connecting court? So oh, that, yeah. Like, they'll be like, you can't fight your Pokemon at school because oh, that's like the, the tension it caused. Like that gang war mentality against your Charizard Blastoises of, of your that was the issue at my school. We're like, if there was, there was okay to Pokemon, but as soon as they fought, nah, because it caused fighting on the playground. And I just remember, like, you could have a Game Boy for your half an hour allotted time, like prison, but you couldn't have the fight cord because that would cause violence. The fight cord. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that too. Yeah, I never got into Pokemon though when uh when I was uh, younger and just never, it just never grabbed my attention for some reason. It was know. like approachable uh, comic books for me when everyone started collecting Pokemon. I was like, oh. 
this is what I do in secret with my comics. And you guys are doing it in public with your little cards. So I was immediately addicted because it was like the cool kids comic book. So I just doubled down, kept collecting comics, also collected Pokemon, which I'm glad I did. It was a really cool social event. Yeah. And it was, it was a really good way to like meet people, to trade. And then when Pokemon Go yeah, became that thing like five years ago, that was the only time I've seen Americans fit. Like everyone was walking, people were going outside, meet people, like people were enjoying sunsets. It was like that Europe. Was, that was a weird, that was a weird time because yeah, everybody, I mean, you could just be walking somewhere and you could see somebody like on their phone or whatever and just going like, and you just, I'm, I'm immediately, no, oh, yeah, he's looking for a Pokemon. <laughs> it's, that's and like, people were interacting with strangers, yes. people shared common interests, people were outside, people were exercising. It was the best thing to happen to society in a long time. And yeah, I, but I, it, you know, I totally agree with that. But then it's and then all of a sudden you started hearing about people walking off cliffs. You started hearing all this stuff. So then all of a sudden people started freaking out. It's like, well, I mean, don't freak out we because can't of that. have nice things. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, humans are are very, very dumb. People yeah. are Four. dumb. Persons are smart. So we yeah. need to, you know, we just need to hone in on the statistics of the stupidity if we're gonna control the Pokemon Go phenomenon. I, I like that men in black line, by the way. I, that was kind of like a men in black line, man. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, was a, it was a, it was a, something like that. He's all, he's all, yeah, he's all the person smart. People are dumb, panicky and whatever. I, I always love that line. It, uh, men in black. Same I'm time like, frame yeah. as Pogs. Men in yeah, black yeah, right. <laughs> it was right there, man. This episode brought to you by 1997. I know. <laughs> 1997. And, uh, yeah. Anybody has any, uh, old school Pogs or slammers? Well, you know, Bust them out. See what happens. <laughs> see, if your, see if your kids actually dig those. They probably won't. <laughs> They'll probably be like, what is this? What do I have to do? I don't Are you even... throwing circles at other circles? Yeah, like I don't get it. You have to just throw it down. I'm like, this is what we had. This is what we had back then. You don't, Do you have any kids, by the way? I don't. I, okay. uh, I just act like one. I, uh, okay. I, I, hey. I look forward to it because I feel like I'm going to be so invested in everything they love by default. But yeah. karmically, I'm terrified they'll hate comic books. I, yeah. I'm definitely aware of that. Uh, LA is a very expensive place, so I want to be uh, a couple tax brackets up so they're not growing up playing with my pogs. I want them to have things. Uh, <laughs> the, the goal is to have the comfort of affording them comic books, not be going like, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, so one yeah. day, just not yet. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I feel you. I mean, I, I'm on the same way, too. I'm like, if I ever have a kid, man, well, the kid's better, whatever. If it's boy or girl, whatever. They better love Batman because I already know like so many of my friends, family are like, yeah, you don't realize you're going to get Batman like everything for that kid. Right. I mean, I literally have one of my one of my friends, um, one of my old neighbors. She has like a box of stuff that she found just just baby stuff of Batman things. She goes, whenever you have a kid. I, 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 I find Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to, I'm going to secondhand it from 30 years ago. I'm ready. So it's the exact same. And I just hope, yeah. I hope it's received well. I hope this yeah. poor child accepts it. Yeah. I know. See, <laughs> yes, mom, I get it. Yeah. One of these days we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw that your mom was in there and I was like, oh, we're talking about kids, man. Are you sure oh, we're going to open up this can of worms? Oh, I know. Mom yeah. in the chat? It's whatever. It's okay. Whatever. I, they, I mean, I, they're waiting. The grandkid moment is real. Oh, it is. I mean, Once she has one at twenty-six. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, I know. Trust me. It's like I just saw family last weekend. You know, you always get those those questions. <laughs> those same questions when you see family. So, what's happening, girlfriend? What? You know, it's like, uh, also, my problem is I don't want just a kid. I want seven. I want to have three oh, and adopt shit. four. Because uh, I, I want to kind of do the Batman thing and have like okay. my own little like kind of wards. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, I also think it'd be really cool to have kids from completely different uh worlds you know kids from other nationalities that that, oh, like that way yeah oh yeah i would adopt four have three 
Okay. Um, but that way there's no awareness of how shitty the world can be if they've got like this version of their reality that they spend 12 hours a day in and then 12 hours in the outside world. I feel like it'll help balance the hate because if they're experiencing like what family's like and, and, and true companionship in a way that's, that's, you know, unique to that family unit, like, like, I don't like, like Brangelina did. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's a great way to, to combat the shit of the outside world. So I kind of want to have a big enough family unit that that can be strong enough to fight. Cause I, I just feel like it's only going to get worse. I feel like reality is only getting shittier. Yeah, it does feel like that. And I always catch myself thinking, I'm like, is it going to get any better? Jeez. But I really commend that. I always think, I always thought about that too. I'm like, you know, if it, I mean, I'm 37, you know, I'm getting up, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't feel it. I don't, think i look it at least don't say anything in the comments there <laughs> I, I see you jose don't even say anything um no but um you know and i always thought like well i mean if if there's just no there's nothing wrong with like adopting i mean that's always seems like a thing i mean like there's kids that need families and i yeah. always thought that's one that's one thing to do and then, like you said you brought up brad and angelina i mean I mean, I can even bring up Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's done the same thing too. I mean, he adopted kids as well. Yeah, and yeah. His wife for the best man. Like yeah. I, saw, I, I saw one of your interviews and it was great. Those guys are are fantastic humans. They used to come to my work all the time, and I'm Is such they? a fan of like the way they handle themselves and like the oh way they God. see the world. And uh, I just, I, I, them as individuals are so special. They're, they they really are. I mean, it, it, it's crazy, like how you know my whole adventure that got to this point. The fact that I'm like, I can actually just you know, chatter, chatted up with one of my favorite directors, you know, and he could just show up and then had his wife on too. And she was a sweetheart. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, those two, yeah, you just talk to them. I mean, they just, there's just such positive energy that just comes off of them, you know? And, and they can, love film. They oh, they love, love it so much. Like, some filmmakers you talk to, like they keep that love to themselves or they, or yeah. they hone it through their own film. These, these two are just like, you can tell they produce as well as create because their love for the, the medium itself. And it, it's really, I, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, no, that's good. And uh, yeah, I was going to actually bring up like, you know, what did you think about uh, the Snyder cut? I, I thought it went from a D minus to an A minus. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big old fan of seeing something go from like, Oh, nice. why am I here? To like, Oh, like, I get it, it. It truly was for me um you know the the big big concept of what i felt zach was trying to do from the jump was god's walking among us and the yeah. impact that would feel and and it is the cliche of like marvel is people trying to be god like you know the, the, that cross reference but it never felt like it was tangible enough to really have those archetypes and then the snyder cut came out and i was like oh he made a god's film with these characters I love and it didn't feel inauthentic to anyone. Now I don't think that it necessarily felt like the comic books, but I'm glad of that because if yeah. something is just an adaptation that is meant to be adjusted, a translation is where you get iffy. Like the Hellboy David Harbor uh, film is, is problematically a translation. It didn't get to be its own thing. It didn't adapt. So what I like is when you grab something like Civil War and you modify it for the medium. And I do feel like what Zach did was he modified the concepts of gods of walking amongst us through the lens of comic books into his medium of filmmaking and gave me a four hour experience. That's like nothing else. So I, I'm a fan. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with you with that. I mean, I've, you know, we've talked about it many times on this stream and whatever. I mean, like, yeah to do a straight up adaptation. And I, you know, you brought up a good point with that David Harbor Hellboy because it seemed like, yeah, they were trying to do like, they were trying to adapt, like every, like just bring it onto the screen. And it just, something got lost. And I'm sure there was some studio fuckery that happened. There was, it felt like there was something that they, that could have been, I, I thought like the last, 
what the, the last scene in the movie was the best part of the movie. I was like, this whole part right here where they just show up and start firing off and it's all cool and shit. I'm like, why wasn't the whole movie like that? I'm like, that's what, what disappointed me about that because I thought David Harbour was... Oh, ah, he, he's so invested. And that yeah. was the hard part for me was how much I could tell he loved the character. Yeah. And they just, they, they didn't adapt it to the world. They didn't make no. it a film. They made it a comic book with moving pictures. Like it, it wasn't... It almost worked, but it, it, it was so close that it really hurt that it didn't. Like, it was such a, oh, no, this isn't working for two hours. Uh, and, and like, the dude was so invested. I had him on my show. Um, oh, yeah. We had a, we had a full 20-minute conversation about the wardrobe and what different parts of the jacket were impacted by which event from the comics that he went through the muscle memory of learning, of adapting, of what this rip meant and all these uh, things. He was so invested and also one of the funniest in the in the darkest, driest way. Like David Harbour is so so delightful. He seems like um, that. He's also he's, a very large human being. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He's oh, yeah, he's a so big when, dude. When someone's coming at you with like dry sardonic wit and they're like a foot taller than you, you're like, yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. Um, but uh, like an absolute <laughs> angel of a human. But it was interesting how invested he was in Hellboy. And then I saw the film two weeks later and I was like, Oh, I'd love to see the movie that David Harbour was making, like here. Yeah. And we were this close to a really revelatory thing that didn't play land. God, I still remember when that first image of him showed up and everybody was like over the moon. Yeah. Was like, Look at that. That works. Everybody was like, yeah, I mean. Because how know, do you replace Ron Perlman? You yeah, know, exactly. And then they tried and then it like almost, but. Uh, and then, you know, and, and it was funny too, because, you know, a lot of people were screaming for that third Hellboy with Ron Perlman. You know, everybody was like, come on, come on. We know, get Del Toro, let's do this. And I think even mm -hmm. Ron Perlman wanted to come back, of course, he's he's expressed that he did. And, but then of course they went this different direction. So I think a lot of people were kind of hesitant, but when they saw that first image of Harbor fully done up, yeah. everybody kind of went like, okay, I think I could get around I mean, this. And yeah. it was so practical. They made like such beautiful yes. practical work in that film. And it's one of those examples of, of why you need someone like a Peter Safran or a Kevin Feige, why you need someone that is in charge of the medium they know so well to kind of steer the ship into that world. The reason the MCU works so well is they're not trying to be uh, direct page for page comic books because that yeah. doesn't work. And the reason I think the the latest array of what DC's doing works so well is they're not trying to be either Marvel or a direct delineation from the comic books. They've made this insane textured world. I love Birds of Prey. I love Shazam. I love the Snyder Cut. Like I love the things they're doing that are big and bold instead of trying to to, to horse blinders themselves mm -hmm. into one path. So I, I think we're, we're only getting into a more glorious age. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, it just seems like when it comes to DC films, like who is kind of steering this thing? I mean, everybody wants to like, hey, Jim Lee, what are you doing, man? Can you just like, you know, and I think he's trying to do it as best as he can, but it's, you know, he's still Jim Lee. He's not trying to lead like big time, like the charge. But I think when it came to him trying to go like, hey, let's get into this multiverse thing and let's start, let's start getting that in motion. That's going to be the next thing. And I, cause I, I'm, I, I, I think it was him that pr pretty much got that idea with crisis on infinite earths and bringing Ezra in showing up with Grant. And I was like, and I guess that's where it all kind of started with this whole like multiverse thing when it came to DC and, um, and hopefully, you know, where things are going. I mean, I'm super excited for the Batman, obviously. Oh, and good God. I haven't been as excited for a movie. Okay. So the last time, <laughs> the last time I think I was as excited for a movie, it went horribly. But uh, the which second, one? Which movie? Which movie? So which movie? the most excited I think I've ever been from first movie to sequel, and I feel like we've had, uh, you know, the end of our Batman. So this isn't a sequel by any means, but it's like the next installment, for lack of a better term. Uh -huh. um, 
was between the Matrix and the Matrix Two. Uh, like the Matrix. You didn't like movie, Reloaded, huh? I mean, it certainly exists. Uh, <laughs> so, like, the thing with the Matrix is the 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 first Matrix was one of the most mind blowing experiences oh, yeah. of my life. It's like, one it of my changed favorite movies. me on yeah. a genetic level. Like, nothing feels like the Matrix the first time you see it. Yep. Um. So the second one, I couldn't have been more excited about. For yeah. me, Batman is one of the most cinematic characters of all time. Matt Reeves is one of the best directors working. I think Pattinson is one of the most slept-on actors of all time. Colin Farrell is, I think, the best character actor in a sure. handsome man's body since Brad Pitt. And I think that all of the different ingredients, and then you give me Zoe, oh my God, I couldn't have a bigger crush on you, Kravitz, right. as Catwoman. And then mm. you give me a David Fincher trailer. Mm. I can't even quantify my hype. So I, I, I think the next most excited time was between Iron Man and Avengers because they uh, announced Alfred. about a year after Iron Man their intentions of release date. They, they obviously had the Avengers initiative at the end of the, the first film, yeah. but like, I don't think we really knew how soon it was to like, oh, nine. So as soon as like there was a kind of a date, I was like, oh, don't you don't you mess with me as a comic fan. And then that, of course, landed all my expectations. And I realized what the world could become and the world was different ever since. So I've got these I've got this really negative and this real positive. So the Batman, I'm really hoping is another Avengers, not another Matrix Reloaded, because uh -huh. Matrix 4 this year might change the whole thing, because I think that's going to be a prequel sequel reboot and rewrite all three of them. I think they're going to play with different chronologies and kind of fix two and three problems. So yeah. I might be the happiest. Whoop, we just lost him. Uh-oh. He got so excited that he got that that he just something turned off. Hopefully we'll get him back here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> something went boop. Hopefully uh power didn't get lost over at his place. But man, he was like on a good one. Talk because I wanted to like uh there he is. <laughs> uh causes problems. The the, the, the matrix, matrix happened, what happened specifically. I, my yeah. phone just went to my home screen. I was talking about <laughs> the Matrix one through four, and then Dude, I saw myself. As you were talking about the Matrix, <laughs> there's a glitch. Perhaps there is no spoon. There was a glitch in the Matrix, guys. That's what happened. <laughs> oh man, no. The live um, chat's like, okay, I'm gonna breathe a second. This guy was getting real hypey. Everyone's blood pressure went up as like soon, three as points. soon as like you went boop. I was like, oh, he was on such a good one. I was like, damn it. Oh man, that was good. No. but um, yeah, when it comes to the Matrix four, yeah, I'm I am so intrigued by that, and I'm so fucking disappointed that we didn't get that trailer that show that was showed at CinemaCon. i want did you you, you weren't did you go there i you know did? a little bit about it yeah um, because i uh not not much by any means but yeah uh, i know I a little had, bit i too. had the aya abdul mateen on my show as well that's right um, yeah and, yeah and, and we obviously he couldn't say much at all but the little bit i gleaned only yeah. excited me more um so like i could not be more like i think i tweeted the other day uh the batman the Matrix 4 are my two most anticipated movies for the rest of time next to Top Gun. So, like, <laughs> yeah, literally, Semicon was Top Gun, Matrix, and the Batman. I was like, I was four hours away. I know. I, I thought the gone. same thing. I was like, I was like, why am I not there? It's Vegas. I'm like, I could just drive there in, like, less than four hours. You know? It's like, why am I not there? Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, when it, when it, well, when it comes to the Matrix, I mean, when it comes to Yaya, it was like, everybody was kind of questioning, like, who is he going to be? And, I mean, like, I think we kind of get maybe he's Morpheus. I mean, I assume. That yeah, well, well, from my, the description of the trailer I read, it and my one, two, three concept that I've been playing with, my head cannon, it yeah. makes him very much that archetype. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they do some like you know weird. Um, you, you remember remember how they had because unfortunately we lost the actress. Uh, we we had the 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 one actress pass away, and then they they you know recast her in two and three. Um, 
she played the the one who made the oh, yeah yeah the uh the uh, oracle the oracle there too yeah. was, i couldn't think of the o word i was like the the oracle <laughs> i think we might have something of that but like i think lawrence fishburne is also involved so i think there might be some flavor with that kind of concept um but obviously yes. it's too soon to tell without footage but i cannot wait for footage See, I know, and the stuff I've been hearing about, I'm like, is it like going to be kind of like a meta thing? Is there going to be like another world and a simulation on top of a simulation? Is there going to be like, you know, hearing things where it's like, well, maybe it's like it takes place in like the reality world and there was a Matrix movie and it's going to be like last action hero-y, but more of like, I don't know. There's so many things that I've heard that could be a, like a, a thing and I'm just kind of like, I just, I, I just want it, and we're supposed to get it at the end of the year. I'm just wondering if that's going to be the case. When really? the first it's, Matrix came out, social yeah. media was not what it is. Nope. And the internet was not what it is. Nope. I would say this will be a reflection on creation through that lens. Hmm. Inch. Okay. Okay. I see. I like. I think I see where you're going with that. So my my theory involves those concepts on a broad scale. I I would say anyone that wants to to go into what I would do with Matrix Four again, I know nothing. Uh, I I'd listen to uh, Childish Gambino's because of the internet and and some of the broad archetypes in that is how I would interpret the Matrix Four into today's society. That is interesting. I think I, I like I like that. I like that. I like that a lot because yeah, I'm remembering when I remember the first time I saw I, I saw the trailer. It was a TV spot during the Super Bowl in 1999, I believe it was, and I was just watching it at home. And there, all of a sudden, I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I see Keanu Reeves dodging bullets, and I'm going. My mind couldn't even process <laughs> what the fuck was going they invented on. Invented so much technology. They oh really my god! And then, I, and then I, when I when I saw the movie, I actually saw it. I went with my a friend of mine to Laughlin with his family, and then the, like the last showing of uh, I don't know on, on whatever the hell we went and watched the Matrix. The whole pe everybody, his whole family left. They didn't understand the movie. I'm sitting there going, "This is." This is amazing. Even my buddy was like looking at his watch, like Jesus, what the? I'm like, you're not enjoying this. And then all of a sudden, when it got to that final act, he was like, holy shit! I'm like, yeah, that's what it was building up on. Fuck! Don't you watch it's movies? Just, it's such an intellectual ride yeah. that I would argue the the concepts it posits are even more exciting than the action, which is impressive because the action. But if you're not in a space of of I don't know, drugs. Like if you're not in the space of like opening your yeah. mind, there is no version of the first two acts that's going to entertain you. That isn't like 20 minutes of excitement, 40 minutes of thinking like there's, it's just, it's such a specifically toned and paced film mm -hmm. that I think you really got to be open to certain concepts. And I, I would argue, so I'm a little younger than you. Uh, I was 11 when it came out. I'm, I'm an yeah. 88 kid. Um, yeah. But when that came out, I think that actually steered me on my path towards very open-minded concepts of what That's reality good. is and like certain yeah. walkabout experiences. Uh, I think the matrix really guided my adulthood. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's still talked about to this day. Everybody always talks about like simulations in the matrix and all that stuff. I mean, it really I've never just seen a black cat and not been like, Duh, deja vu what's going on <laughs> is there a glitch happening is that okay? No, but I mean, okay. So now going to the sequels, you can at least admit that the fighting was a little bit better. Oh, there is merit in the sequels. Yeah, Unfortunately, okay. it wasn't genre redefining. And my <laughs> expectations were so high they couldn't be met. And that's what I'm speaking to with the Batman. My okay. only concern is between Matrix 1 and 2, I was like, okay, I want the second one to change my life 
bigger. Like I, I, I went in like I was 11 when the first yeah. one came out. So I was 14 for the second one or whatever. There's no way I could live up to that. My yeah. concern is the Batman. I'm like, yo, no one's Batman. Ben Affleck is Batman. We got Keaton Flashpoint with Affleck in blah. And like, I, you give me a David Fincher trailer on top of all the Batman I've already got. I expect, I, I literally expect the feeling of when the perfect song comes on shuffle simultaneously with getting in a hot tub at the exact right temperature <laughs> while you're experiencing your favorite meal and you're oh my Lord. the comfort of love at once the movie if it's not that i'm disappointed oh man that uh you hear that matt reeves if you're out there Jesus no pressure Christ. bro i just got a little excited <laughs> man that is quite like you took like four different things and i was like trying to imagine i'm like yeah as you're sliding in and as your balls are hitting the water you're like ooh, ooh, and, and you're with someone you actually love so you feel comfortable yes. While yeah. you're hearing that thing that causes the like the, the dopamine to make the hair in your hands stand up, <laughs> while you're eating a meal that feels like it was created for you that brings you all the memories of childhood, the movie. Oh my lord. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, Pattinson. I got hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, that first trailer really was like <laughs> it oh, was I mean, close. Yes. It was close. That first, I mean, and then we're gonna get that second trailer in uh October. That's what's gonna be interesting to see that response to that trailer because the first one, the first response was just Everybody just like, I mean, we all just kind of went, holy shit. I mean, it was like Matt Reeves went, oh, you want dark? <laughs> Hold my fucking beer. I got this. And then, I mean, I, I remember just going down that rabbit hole of trailer reactions just to see everybody's reaction to when he beats the shit out of that one dude. Everybody just, oh, my God. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And that so, was I don't so know. long ago now. So I'm really excited to re-experience it because the movie would have came out ago. by now. Yeah, so you I mean, had the film, the whole thing, and the fact that they've screened like a three-hour cut. Yeah, um, I know, right? Like, how insane is it that we live in a reality? There is some multiverse. There is some branch reality where we where we don't have COVID. Yeah, where we've already seen the Batman. All these movies that have been delayed. We already seen Top Gun. Like you said, you and Maverick. I are talking about Batman Two right now. Exactly. We're like, dude, reality. We're like, yo, yeah. how great was Top Gun Two? But what about Batman Two? Seriously, like, what are they gonna bring in, Mad Hatter? What's going on? Yeah, how insane be... was it that Spoon Boy came back to Matrix Four and he was the one this time? And it yeah. was all about our expectations of our reality not meeting expectations <laughs> because we expected certain things, like being hugged like a loved one when watching the Batman. <laughs> there is no spoon. I wonder if that kid's coming back. He's he. I bet you he something. There's gonna be some kind of reference to that damn. Spin. I feel like there's gonna be, there's so many niche weird things that we've held on to as a society as a pop culture, and yeah. I think Spoon Boy is definitely one of the highlights. Like I, yeah. I feel like uh, I, I if there's no band named Spoon Boy in the potentials, we've all failed as a society. Like that's the yeah. best band name ever. That would be pretty cool. Spoon, Spoon Boy in the potentials. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I like it, but I I I wonder uh, that that the kid who was that actor what is. What is he doing now? Is he still acting? Is that it? Is the people call him Spoon Boy? I mean, I, 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 just... I thought about that with Jesse from Fast and the Furious the other day, and I uh -huh. thought, oh, it. yeah, I didn't, I didn't say it, I didn't type it, I thought it. And then the way the algorithm works on YouTube, because it reads minds, uh, it literally a video popped up where they reunited Jesse with the Jetta, yeah, and it was, it was Jesse reuniting with the car from the first Fast and the Furious film. What? I said nothing, and okay, the video, that's like, Oh no, I'm I'm more terrified all the time. I don't think that the vaccine gave us implants. They were already there. Uh, but like I, I am well aware that I I must have micro ticks towards my algorithms that cause that stuff. But the video like made me well up because I was just thinking about it going like, what the hell that guy's doing? Yeah, what what's that he doing, doing right now? 
There yeah, it was, he it is. Incredible. It was incredible. You, you realize, you realize I'm going to, yeah, when I look at my, my, my home oh, YouTube over, page. Man. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden there's going to be, oh, we're Spoon Boy now. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Look what's going on here. I don't even understand this. What is we're happening? We're on YouTube right now. Like, like, yes. 12 year old telling us how to work it. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, man. So then uh, moving over to uh, what just came out last night Shang Chi. Yeah. How fucking fantastic was that? That was just refreshing, I thought. I mean, I I saw I, it at the. Premiere. I will admit, I was not a fan of Black Widow. I was not oh, a fan. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear why. I think it's just because it felt out of place. I mean, I, I'm not saying it was all bad. I'm not saying it was all bad, but there was just things. I mean, I like the fact that when we have the, you know, her sister was it Yelena. Yeah. I like. I, okay, I'm. I totally loved her character. I, I'm. I'm a big fan of Florence. Pew 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 pew. I always got to do it like that. Her last name. Um. But uh, I, I like the fact that they're going to continue with her. I'm like, cool. But I just felt like, I don't know. Like it just it just felt very out of place. And it just kind of felt just too run by the numbers a little bit. And I wanted more of an origin story for Natasha. And I wanted it to, you know, when it, when it was when it was teased in Age of Ultron, I was like, I want more of that. And they kind of went, okay, we have some of that, but we're going to go this direction. I don't know. To me, it was just like, man, it, I, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it that much. So, but it's not all bad, but yeah. No, I hear you. I, I had a really, I, I had the opposite experience. Uh, yeah. And that's the beauty of these films. Um, yeah. It was everything I wanted Captain Marvel to be. Um, oh, okay. So you weren't a fan of Captain Marvel? I had a real hard time with Captain Marvel. Okay, good. I, we, we agree with that. Then. <laughs> so basically with Captain Marvel, I was like, so you keep showing me what I'm supposed to feel instead of giving me a movie that's making me feel. That's and I did experience feelings in Black Widow without being like, feel this. So <laughs> I, I also think it was a very similar message of empowerment and owning your own history and being strong for you and that. all the things I wanted the character like. In the comic books, Captain Marvel is all those things to me and resonates. In reality, Brie Larson embodies those things to me and resonates. So I was like, ooh, this movie. And then when the movie wasn't, I was like, what happened? Whereas yeah. Black Widow, I was like, I've wanted this for 12, nah, 10 years since, since Iron Man 2. And I was really worried that I wouldn't get that with Natasha. And then when I did, I think since my expectations were high and they were met, it actually made things better because I was like, yo, this movie better be awesome because I care about her so much. And then mm. it met them and I was like, oh, I think I'm experiencing more because of it. So I had almost the exact inverse where I was like so invested. And then it was like, oh, this is what I wanted. And it felt like uh, Winter Soldier action, which is my favorite Marvel film. It gave me yeah, that no. brutal, like uh, it gave yeah. me that espionage feel. Oh no, I got that. I got that. I, I thought I thought the fighting was good and that stuff was okay. But I just I don't know for some reason I just was, I don't. I think maybe it's just because it was supposed to be right after Civil War and then we're like we're already moved past like you know the the blip or whatever that the snap or whatever. So I think it was just. I think it was just mainly that that it just felt so out of place to me. I don't she know. She broke her own face. I know that was that was intense. <laughs> that was. I was like, but then at the same time I'm going. All right. So when I watch Infinity War now. Now I'm like, does she, does she, can she smell? I'm like, does she break? Does she Oh, still? you can fix that nerve. It, it okay. You can just put, put it right. <laughs> also, maybe not. There is no yeah. plot line in that movie. That's true. In which she has, there's no like, do you smell those cookies? No, no, it doesn't come up. <laughs> it's, it's very, very possible. She never smelled again. <laughs> That's very true. But uh, when it came to Shang-Chi, man, I, I mean, oh, dude, man, I mean, seeing the clips and the trailers, I went, okay, I think this is going to be something pretty unique to the MCU. And I'm like, this is, yeah. I mean, I'm digging the shows. Uh, totally loving what if right now. I mean, what if is like, uh, what they're doing with that. It just seems like every episode gets darker and I'm like, yes, please. And I'm loving how that's going to probably, you know, 
you know, especially the last episode with Doctor Strange, I think that's gonna, you know, correlate to inform uh, some stuff coming. Yeah, up I think in there's December. gonna be some things that are gonna be shown in, you know, multiverse of madness for sure, which I'm glad for. But anyways, when it comes to Shang-Chi, I was like, all right, just give me some, give me that, give me that action, give me that good fight choreography. Don't don't let it be all shaky cam. Don't let it be this, don't let it be that, but don't let it be like a generic film. And it wasn't, in my opinion. I was like, I thought the story was great when it came to the family aspect. I thought there was a lot of heart to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll have like the gripes, like, okay, yeah, Aquafina. At first, I was like, ah, does she really need to be there? But then I was like, I got used to it. And I'm like, okay. And then she had her moment. We won't talk about any spoilers because it's still fresh, guys. But um, it came out over today. We should not I know. do those. Exactly. Um, but so then I was like, but then I walked away just going, yeah, that, that totally just scratched the itch that I wanted because that fight, the fight choreography was what did it a lot with me. I was like very impressed by, I mean, it's like a dance. It really yeah, was. Like it's, and the long takes where they, yes. didn't if they let us breathe. Uh, in the and Bill Pope, the cinematographer of the matrix uh, was <laughs> that's all comforting back to it. Yes. Um, but what I really enjoyed was the, the cinematographer's use of the Z axis the way he used the depth of field to make us feel like it was pulling us through the frame. Cause yep. one of the things I love when I'm reading a comic book that I'm really invested in is it feels like in between the panels, I'm the characters in between yep. the panels, I'm experiencing those things. And the way he shot the film, it felt like I was being pulled into the frame, into the screen that I was part of the experience through the fights and the fights had story and the story had fights. Like, Every time there was a dialogue scene, it was a tete-a-tete. -tete. Every time there was a fight scene, it was evolving the story. And there was not a, a wasted moment. The, 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 the world it built, without spoilers, is franchise-worthy. They can make two oh, yeah. Shang-Chi's. Like, this should be its own thing, and they could do other things. Uh, I loved it. It actually made my top 10 MCU films. And I include oh, yeah. the shows. Um, so I put all 28 in one bracket. Uh, so it, it's my number 10. Number 10. Yeah, no, I... I, I, I... Probably, I don't know where I'd rank it right now because when I did my review, I was even thinking, I was like, I was comparing it to other origins. And I'm like, I mean, phase one origins, of course, are like the top tier, obviously. And I'm like, ah, maybe it even, I don't know if it beats like, I mean, obviously, Iron Man, Captain America, you know, those ones are going to be beat Cap for me. Did it? Ooh, it, beat, it beat First Avenger and Thor one. For, I, I would think, say I would say Thor. Yeah, it probably would. And then I was trying to think of all the other. I'm like, of course it beats Ant Man. <laughs> Even though I like Ant Man. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, I'm sorry, Paul. I mean, I, I I still dig the first Ant Man. Second one not so much. But um, you know, but then I was like trying to look, and then I thought Black Panther, and I was like, oh man, that I I think it, it because Black Panther is like final. I mean, that final act, that final act scene. I mean, we all talk about that CGI that got a little wonky in that part. That was a little interesting. So, and this the final act in this, Jesus Christ! I mean, it, it gets, goes. I dude, also love that it wasn't in the trailers a lot. Like, I dude, we didn't have too much exposure to the third act of this film. No, not at all, not at all. And my theater lit up, dude. Certain we were. Moments, it's in the trailer. The 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 how do I say this? The scene in the moving the, the bus scene. The bus scene's in a trailer. Oh yeah. Uh the soon as the bus scene happened early in the film, my entire theater was like a party. And it didn't let up until that third act. Like the, we were like got exhausted by the time the third act we were like, we've been cheering for an hour and a half. <laughs> and now this, because like none of us knew that was coming. And then it was just like more, it was incredible. Oh, I know. I mean, it definitely did a good job. The pacing was really great because you don't feel that runtime at all. Because, like you said, oh. it, it like that the first action scene um, where you get that yeah that bus scene is that's Ooh. fucking holy shit. I mean, some of the stuff that they do in there, and like I said, I mean, uh, uh, man, there's just 
yeah, I know, without even like spoiling too much. And then all of a sudden, like you get into the story and you get some of the backstory, especially with, you know, the villain and you get like the backstory of, you know, father and mother and you get that whole thing. I mean, there was just something very just oh, so beautiful. And I love that the Marvels worked on their villains here invested. In them. Oh, like, yeah. We really care about why he's villainous. He's not. Yeah. He's just it's not a throwaway perspective. Yeah. yeah. It's not a villain that's just there to be like, ha ha ha. And it's like you actually understand you get, oh, this is why he wants to get to this point. And then you get why, oh, I need to stop you. You get, you know, you see the two different perspectives, but you understand both of them. They do a good job of establishing that in the story. And then the fact that it's father and son, that just adds another layer to it. And I'm like, and how much of a goddamn movie star is Simu, man? Like dude, that dude is charm and carnage. That, that's what I that's what I said. I'm like, uh, in my review, I went, Can we get more movies with this guy? Not not just, I mean, yeah, sequels, but sure, I want to see. Also. I want to see other movies as well. I mean, this guy can fucking move. I mean, this guy, man, I mean, when I was watching him, I'm just sitting there just going like, man, just reminding me of like just back in the 90s. I mean, I was a big Jackie Chan fan. Still am. And just watching those movies and just the way you felt like after seeing those fight scenes and seeing yeah. um, just movies where they use the environment, you know, and there's that scene where they're going down the building with all the scaffolding and shit. Like, oh, I mean, that's the, the axis I'm talking about. That was dude. so visceral and affecting. Dude, I mean, I know like some of it, you know, there's green screen and CGI, but it was so, there was some shot, like again, shots that didn't cut away where I'm going, holy fuck, thank you for not cutting away. Don't, don't have it where it's just like, you know, a bunch of shaky cam and this, that, and this. And it was just smooth. And it was, yeah, some of the stuff I'm going, how the fuck did they do that? I uh, I got to hang out with uh, Simo at Comic-Con two years ago. When yeah, they announced I saw him. your picture. Um, yeah, we, we got to talk for a bit and. It was fascinating because it hadn't like it hadn't happened yet where the dude could still walk on the street, where the dude could be at a party and have a moment to himself. And it was just really interesting to see the guy was charming. He was so, so sure. kind. He was so interesting. But I was like, yo, this is the last time you're going to be able to come to Comic-Con. Like, this Very is the last time. Being... Yeah. And he was just hanging out at a party. And I was like, I'm talking to Shang-Chi and I feel that like I felt it. Where I was like, yo, this guy's gonna be everything. And then the movie came out and I was like, and that man will never have a relaxed meal again. No, nope, like it it's, it's so fascinating. And he's he's a very he's a very impossibly kind guy. And it was it was really interesting like talking it. about his love of the comic and his love of like the culture. Um, yeah, big, big fan of the dude. I was really glad it translated on screen. Cause you meet somebody and you're like, oh, this guy's awesome. You never know if it's gonna work on a 40-foot screen, and it did, man. Totally did. I mean, you know, and, that, and that's what I was even expressing in my review too. I'm like, yeah, you know, if you if you want to go see it on the biggest screen possible, please do because it's and loud. Like, the soundtrack's bitching. Soundtrack's great, and yeah, I mean, it was just it was just refreshing. It was just you know, and I'm digging. Like I said, I was I'm digging the shows and stuff like that. But like I said, just coming off of Black Widow, I was like, mm, didn't exactly scratch that itch, but this definitely did, and just. You know, and uh, I, you know, I can't wait to see more the way that they, you know, with the mid credit scene and the post credit scene. I went, okay, cool. Let's see yeah. where that goes. I mean, obviously, you know, we all we know that those are going to be there and they're going to set up the next thing. But I thought, you know, what how they did it with the certain characters that they did and what you know that it had to do with something in the movie. I went, okay, okay. I you have my curiosity. You know, sometimes 
sometimes I always fear when it comes to a Marvel movie where it's like, all right, they're too busy trying to think of like the next movie, like what's mm -hmm. gonna happen next. So this it felt like its own thing, and yeah. it gave me the tease. Yes, exactly. So, but sometimes I could suffer. You know, that it, it it can make the movie suffer. Where it's like, oh, they're constantly just uh, it's gonna be the next thing that we're, we're this is like a filler episode. The Iron Man Two problem. Pretty much that. Yeah, I would. I, I almost would say that it was even with Ant Man Two. I don't know why. I just did not really dig ant-man too wasn't my i don't know i don't know i mean I, I liked certain parts of it i mean of course i love paul rudd and uh uh what's her name that plays what the wasp i can't remember her name right now oh uh, Lily. yeah there you go you know love them but i don't know it just seemed like it seemed like that was just totally setting up three and endgame it just seemed sure. like that was putting the piece there for endgame specifically because obviously we know you know what happens in Endgame, but yeah, so that's why I don't, I don't think I just like really dug it too much. But when it comes to Shang Chi, I tell you what, I was like, damn, thank so you, impressed. yeah, very impressed by it, the, the choreography and everything like that, man. But um, uh, Spider Man. So, what are your thoughts? Like, trailer came out. I'm surprised the trailer didn't play in front of Shang Chi that I saw. I saw the oh, Eternals trailer. Yeah, did not play. I just oh. realized that I'm like they had the Eternals. But no Spider-Man. That is interesting. It could be a Sony licensing issue. Could, uh, could, could be, be that. the next Sony film. Yeah. Um, also, it could be, my concern is they're going to be pushing it. So it might be they're like trying not to hammer in that release date. Um, but uh, the trailer itself, like that movie's got a lot to do. Uh, that movie's going to be a lot of things. And then Doctor Strange 2 is going to be a lot of things. I'm I'm only worried because historically Spider-Man 3s don't go well when they try to be a lot of things. <laughs> wow. um, yeah. As is tradition. Uh, but I do trust in the brain trust behind this a lot more than I trusted in the, the Avi Arad brain trust of the Sam Raimi era. So yeah. I definitely like, I, I blindly go, you have my, uh, hope without like cynical judgment. Like I'm in, but I'm very aware that, you know, Spider-Man is not going to be the friendly neighborhood guy until four or later. What I hope happens is no way home as he gets stranded in another universe without the Avengers. And I get a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I hope it ends with Spider-Man removed from the MCU, to be honest. I think I think a lot of people, yeah, they just want, I mean, we had, obviously we got the introduction of Civil War. And then it was like, it was always like Tony Stark was there. Tony Stark was there with Homecoming. And it was cool. Like, I, I didn't I didn't mind that, you know, when it came to Homecoming. I, I liked Homecoming better than Far From Home. Um, and then when it came Far From Home, obviously this was after Tony died. And it was like, okay, cool. But then it's just, I don't know. I mean, I, I dug the um, the Mysterio scenes, like, at the end. Oh, yeah. Got, oh, that's some of the best Spidey fucking stuff right there. I was like, wow. I was impressed by some of the like the visuals when it came to that first, like, 40 minutes over. Rough for me, that's for sure. But then, um, uh, where was I going with that? But, yeah. But then when we get to, oh, yeah, when we got to the mid credit scene of Far From Home, that's when I went, okay. This is where I want it to go right here. You're bringing back, you know, J. Jonah Jameson and you're bringing back, you know, J.K. Simmons. I'm fucking down for that. And it just seemed like, okay, big city. We got, you know, Spider-Man. Give me New York. Yes. And he's fucking web slinging through like the big city. Yeah, with MJ. Yeah, with MJ. And then all of a sudden it's like, like J. Jonah Jameson just reveals it on a big screen of who Spider-Man is. And I'm going... All right, I'm I'm on board already. I'm on board already. But then all of a sudden we're like getting all these rumors, like, oh, there's gonna be, you know, Spideyverse, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, 
okay, now it's just getting insane. I think Jonah, since we don't know when Loki happens in context, actually is our first multiversal character. I think, I think there's got to be something with that, that right? Earlier. Yeah, I think Far From Home started the multiverse before anything. Uh, I think the end of Far From Home is the multiverse already imploding on itself. Really? And then, and then we have, of course... I mean, we have Into the Spideyverse, which was phenomenal. I mean, that was like kind of like the, I would almost say like that was like the almost a little bit of the start of this whole thing where it's like, you had Sony going, okay, we're going to do an animated Into the Spideyverse. And now, you know, look at what we can actually do with this. And I think I always said this where I was going, okay, you got done with the Infinity War saga. Thanos defeated all this stuff. So now what do you do? And obviously multiverse was the way to go. And it's like, well, lean into your fucking Spider-Man. I mean, that's your, that's your golden, you know, goose right there. I mean, it's just so tricky because it's not, it's not either of their golden gooses. Exactly. That's it's half thing. of two golden. Gooses. It's so fucking weird how it's like, you literally have two different studios kind of just going, well, no, we're going to do it like this. Now we're going to do it like this. Well, we got characters over here. Well, we got, you know, it's just funny how like that's still, very much a thing so and i think they've done better than any other studios would have this is an unprecedented handshake deal but it is definitely you know a thing that's going to cause strife in the stories yeah it's going to be interesting to see what my phone just gave me a battery warning so i'm going to plug it in but means i'm going to take these off so i'll be right back i want to make sure i don't lose you go for it i'm going to go ahead and bring in some people for the panel yeah all right we got scat we got steven we got john what is up guys hey 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 hey. what's going on gentlemen how you doing Dave, you literally sent the link literally as I was pulling into my garage for my church barbecue. Good job. I know, so, man. Ugh. I saw the yeah. You sent me the I'm picture impeccable. of your. Send me the picture of all that meat. Oh man, I smell. I smell like Boston butts right now. That's all, I'm getting, <laughs> that's all I got to say. So many ways. John, no, you should see the picture on my Twitter feed if you want to know exactly how the, the what way this is going because you put I your meat on Twitter. <laughs> Just saying, you're, you're there. I see you. You're on my timeline now. Just, just, just saying. But yeah, I just spent a he five hour, himself. Yeah, well, I just spent a five-hour shift at my church doing barbecue. So you know, it's, I smell like barbecue. What can I say? That, oh, that's a good smell, man. That's, that's good a smell. very good smell. I'm not mad at that at all. Actually. I wish I could I'm smell jealous. you right now. That sounded weird. That sounded weird, though. It that's it did. It did. Yeah. I, I'm not taking it back either. Nope. I do wish I can smell you, and it's not, and it's gonna be weird. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's not gonna be weird. I love. Look at the pillows that Koi has. <laughs> I saw the huge jacket pillow, and I, pillows. I love them. Look at that. Oh my god! Look at that. That's awesome. Oh, that's hot. That's awesome. Yeah, you know what's funny is like Stephen, you sent me images like like that at some comic shop you were at that had like Dave Grohl and some people like dress like that. Yeah, I literally just sent a picture. Yeah, I, uh, I refuse to have nothing. Uh, I like yeah. everything to be art, even my pillows. So they got to gotta go all the way. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. That's but good. Cool. Nice to officially meet you, brother. How are you? Doing good, man. God, Excited uh, to this all like lined up, worked out. The end of the day means my phone's always dying because I don't think ahead. But otherwise, <laughs> very well. No, you're good. You're good. Now is a perfect time to bring everybody in. Everybody was like backstage as we were, you know, uh, to doing our Spider-Man chat right there and just kind of going off on that. So, but welcome, gentlemen. Someone Thanks. mentioned Boston in the chat. Is there a fellow Bostonian in here? No, it was. Go ahead, Scott. Um, no, it's his eye. We're about. Yeah. Well, I live in New York, but I'm born and raised in Boston. Uh, I was born in Brockton. No way! I'm a local kid. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Okay. I always gotta. I gotta make sure to know where the 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 T line ends. Yes, of course, fellow Bostonian. 
No, but it got brought up because uh, 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 Scott just came back from a barbecue, and you were they were barbecuing what? Boston butts. There it was. Boston <laughs> butts, kid. <laughs> what um, are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. <laughs> I bust out the accent, you know. I like well, it. Right. Yeah, but yeah, it's so he, appropriate. Apparently, he spelled he smells like Boston butts right now. So I do. I mean, After five I, hours I, at the I, grill at my church. Yes, very <laughs> not much a bad so. smell. No, nah. not at all. Not at all. So, so I have to ask, who has seen Shang Chi around here tomorrow? Okay, you're seeing uh, it tomorrow, Scott. You haven't seen it, right now. But Stephen, you just came back from it. Yeah, I literally okay. just walked back from the theater. I know. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> so, let me get your thoughts. I mean, we, we're not talking spoilers. We're not going to go that yes. route. But we were having the discussion. So, what did you think, Stephen? It was good. Um, uh -oh. I think it might might have hurt having all the hype that I saw beforehand. Like I think mm. I think it's probably especially when it comes to like origin movies, it's kind mm -hmm. of the best or like the purest that we've gotten since phase one, I feel like. Um but yeah. it's still like the movie was best when it forgot that it was supposed to be an action comedy. Um and there were a lot of those moments, which is usually not as common in like the Marvel movies. Um, where like every five minutes I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, they got to do that. Um, and this one, like, I'd go for like long stretches where it was like, oh, this is awesome. And then, and then they'd interrupt it and be like, by the way, this is an action comedy. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I guess you let me enjoy that for a while, which is like, you know. And there was some set pieces on it that like the concept, like you guys were talking about the window fight. That yeah, was amazing. Um, Jesus, I felt like, and then I felt like everything. I loved everything up to like the beginning of the third act. And then the third act, I was just telling someone, it reminded me of like if the final boss in a Mortal Kombat game was like you had to do a race or something. It was just like totally different. Like all of the stuff that the first two acts were like, oh, this is this really cool hand-to-hand -hand combat. And the third act is like, oh, no, we're yeah. not going to pay off any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a pretty it gets pretty, uh, pretty intense, but I, yeah. I, don't know, I thought it was pretty strong. I was like, it led up to that. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and, and, and I, I'm, I'm leading with like a lot of my criticisms. I mean, I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but it was just those things where I'm like, if like there's a real there's a much better version of that movie that's like not a comic book movie um and there were and there were just a couple times where they, this brought it down and it's not bringing it down to like a place where i didn't enjoy it it's just like in my head it's like oh man imagine if they just like went all the way and like committed to it as that genre instead of um maintaining the like action comedy bits and, and yeah aquafina is great but just her character doesn't belong in the version of the movie that i want not that i disliked her the way that they used her i don't know if that makes sense not no we get it we get it yeah, yeah no I, I mean i was even expressing too like like oh, aquafina was like yeah she's there for that but it, after a bit i was like oh am i gonna get annoyed with her but luckily i didn't and then of course you know she has her moments and yeah. whatever the hell so well like i was it trying worked. to count on my hands too like how many i think this probably might have more like individual action set pieces in it than most other marvel movies if not all of them yeah um because Normally it's like it's like one per act or whatever is normally how they do that. But in this, um, it was even hard to follow like where where, where each act break was because it wasn't a clean like. like yeah. Like I was just saying how it, the Marvel formula kind of bothers me a little bit. That's one of the areas where they broke it up where it was like, oh cool, this is not like following the paint by number that you know some of the other ones fall into when they're on that lower end of the of the ranking. Yeah, you're right. I'm trying to think that too. Like where does it kind of break? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, but I I, I thought the pacing was. Very well yeah. done. I was well, like, you and know. the way they brought in the larger Marvel universe stuff was really cool, and how it didn't 
hijack the like the shang chi story that's what we were talking about too is like some of these movies suffer from like oh we've got to go to the next one this is like yeah. go to the next it, one it this one like simultaneously a... the most connected yeah in some ways without making it like driving the plot in yeah. any it was way. like the a comic they... book yeah exactly yeah. where they like bring in the, like, <laughs> the way they, they had wong and you know i guess he's in the trailers right so yeah yeah so it's so not like a you bring in stuff like that <laughs> um and there's a couple different situations like that where it just feels very connected but there's yeah, but there's no at no moment is it like oh wait I thought this was like supposed to be an origin story for him not a Iron Man story or whatever you're gonna, you know whatever you run into with the other ones. True that. So, Scott, are you planning on seeing it or are you kind of just no? Uh, you're gonna wait. I, I'm. I'll, I'll wait. You know, uh, no? interesting to your conversation because you know how I've kind of you know I, I've expressed my opinions about where I am with the MCU right now. But the because really the next one that's going to pull me in is No Way Home just because Spider Man like like <laughs> yeah Sp- Spidey bam, Sp- bam. yeah Spidey Spidey brings me in like I, yeah. I I I thought no I wasn't going to and then I saw the No Way Home trailer and I just went damn it you got me okay I'm in <laughs> I'll, I'm I'll go watch it okay yeah. but but that also means that you know I skip Black Widow I skip over Shang Chi I skip over Eternals. I'll hit Spider-Man and I'll, and I'll, and I'll be there for that one. And, you know, I've got Disney plus. So when they eventually roll around onto the service, then I'll like, okay, then I'll check them out. Like I'll, I'll check them out there, but I'm not going to go to the theater for it. Yeah. This Black Widow disrespect has to stop. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, well, you know, Quinn and I was just talking about like, he enjoyed it a lot, but then, but then, you know, we, we share the same, you know, about Captain Marvel, but you know, that's fine. It's yeah, good. That's, yeah, that's hot doo doo. But, but. <laughs> I think we all kind of collectively went, yeah, you kind of dropped the ball when it came to. And I also like the movie needed, that movie was too important to not work. Yeah. Um, in, in so many a ways. Long shot. It, I, I just felt like you can introduce the most powerful character and introduce the first somehow 12 years in first female character in a way that feels so disjointed. It just, it was not only the movie that needed the most, but it also was the first time that I felt like Marvel had lost their, uh, their, their, their joy de vivre. Like the, the lust for life didn't feel like it was in the film. So it was a combination of a lot of things. And then on top of that, it was like, it felt um, cheap. Like it felt, uh, it felt uh, dull. Like the stats and everything felt like I could push them over, and and yeah. that yeah. wasn't the movie to do that with. So it, it just it felt like it hurt me personally, and so yeah. I've I revisited it and it went up a little bit. It used to be my lowest one, but I personally think that made me enjoy Black Widow more because it gave me like, oh, they did the things that I needed them to do, and now I can, if I have a daughter, go. This is the movie to start with. Like I have right. that for me. And she might grow up to be an assassin. I might be a horrible father, but at least I've got the movie. Just don't trank her in the neck and put her in a crate somewhere. <laughs> I mean, there's different kinds of parenting. That's true. Very, yeah. very true. And I think that helps maybe because the failure of, I want to say. It made a billion dollars. But, right. I was like, I don't know. Failure is harsh, but and, and critically. And I literally, like, I posted my ranking on Instagram. One of the first comments I got was like, how is blah, blah, blah that low? Which is inevitable. But there are people that love it. I just like watch different movies than them. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's appropriate. So that means that Black Widow still was the first, you know, female superhero of the MCU to properly get it right, <laughs> and it's it should have been that. It and I agree. I agree somewhat for what you know, Dave. You said earlier how it's kind of like the placement of it. Like I yeah. really wish they brought it out in the proper time that it 
would because you definitely do feel that when you watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I wish this was in you know the context of everything. Yeah, because the whole time you're going later. like, we already know you die. <laughs> it's like we know. I, I wasn't thinking I, we know, yeah. that, but I, that didn't impact me. It's just like, damn, I wish I would have saw this in proper context because yeah. to me, the movie was. I, I loved Black Widow. Um, I'm, I'm a fan. It's my number twelve or thirteen. It's pretty up there. Yeah, it's pretty high, and I agree tremendously what you said in terms of action, like Captain oh, yeah, like, Winter Soldier wise. The action was so just gritty and sexy. It was amazing. I was like, yes, more of this, please. And it was it was just a film. I just had a great time with that. And I also really like I'm a sucker for adoption stories. Like I'm a sucker for I like right. that's the reason Shazam is my number one uh DC film is because I really oh yeah, absolutely comfortably. Um okay. I really think there's something about like family that, that resonates with me in the superhero concept is what superheroes the most superhero stories about acceptance. Like at the end of the day, whether it's accepting a hero, accepting yourself, accepting society, like acceptance is such a thing. And I do feel like family is about acceptance and adopted families are as important, if not more important than blood families. Oh, you must love the Fast and Furious franchise. I was about to say Fast and Furious. It's it's MCU, Fast and Furious, Lethal Weapon, then like a 10 feet and then the Godfather. Coy, I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you. I knew I liked you for some reason. Fast yeah, like, oh there you go, Fast does loops around most franchises, going Absolutely. 120, uh, a quarter mile at a time. But yeah. like, I, I'm I'm big on family, so for me, the Black Widow stuff that felt really authentic, that felt yeah. genuine. I really bought the Rachel Weisz, David Harbor, Yelena, Natasha yeah. dynamic yeah. in all of its highs and lows. So I, yeah. I dug it. That table scene was great, dude. It's a family drama with like Winter Soldier action. Like I, I right. other than some moments where I felt like they had to shortchange things. Because of the rating, or because of the um, what it inevitably built to. Otherwise, like it was a top tier for me. Were you hurt by Taskmaster? I expected. So the problem with Taskmaster is it's not. A, it's a cinematic villain on paper, but not a cinematic villain in the MCU. So yeah, you can make the Taskmaster work in a film, but as the MCU is now, we don't have mutants. We don't have characters that have that level of ability without some sort of bandwidth. Right. Like there's there's no Deus Ex Machina character except Captain Marvel that has uh, those kind of powers that would work as an introduction that wouldn't be the lead of the film. So yeah. you can't go like, okay, there's a villain that's been hanging out, not doing much until this point that can replicate all these other powers. Because then you've right. got Morph from X-Men the Animated Series. That's why you kill Morph. So what you do is you uh, make Morph part of a family element and you make it a, I don't, I, I can, can I spoil Black Widow? It's been three months. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're, fine. you're fine. Path, yeah. Well, I have You make it a Bond. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Scott but, has to see it. No, I, I, I saw your hands go up. I didn't ruin anything. I, just, I thank you for throwing the hands up. You make it a, you make it work with the, the Bond villainy where it's like, wahaha, and it works. So like, okay. Yeah. And now Corey, of course, the whole time I'm going, Morph, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was 10. I was 10 when Night of the Sentinels part one and part two aired. I'm just like, you're going, because I, because I, because, you know, I get, I get uh, banned in the animated series in September. And I think it was what, October when X-Men came on. And I'm just like. My Good life was set. Dude, that was my jam. Batman and X-Men all day in the 90s, man. Spider-Man oh, 2 yeah. in 93. But like those, oh, those yeah. that I still oh, yeah. think if the Batman with Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson is as good as the animated series, oh, the man. best timeline for fiction. 
Oh yeah, That's Scott and I, Scott and I do a weekly show where we break down every episode week by week. You know. Oh we yeah, just... and tomorrow is Beware oh. the Gray Ghost. Oh, yes. we're at the Beware the Gray Ghost episode. I just got goosebumps when he said that, man. I, yeah, it's like one of the top tier fucking episodes of Batman the Animated Series, and yeah, it's one of those where you're just like, I can't wait to talk about this. It's so good. But yeah, we just yeah we were like what seventeen episodes in, eighteen episodes in. Yeah, I mean it was just it was one of those things where it was like. You know, HBO Max had all the animated series on there, and I was just had it on just in the background as I'd be working on stuff. And I went, you know what? It'd be great. Oh, look at that. It'd be great to just break down these episodes. I kind of was inspired by Steven and his BBS by the minute. I was like, I want to do something like that. You know, you know, I'm plugging you, Steven. Everybody take a drink. Um, yeah, that, that's usually the running. Um, you know, anytime we plug our we, anytime we plug our work, we always take a drink. So I'm light on the plug. I respect. I know. Yeah. 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 Oh, cheers. Because I've I haven't been in here for a week, so no one's plugging anything. <laughs> exactly. It's been a bit. Ooh, but uh, what you drinking? Sorry. Yeah. No. He's, uh, I got Jameson cold brew, my favorite liquid on the planet. And chocolate milk. He's Ooh. drinking chocolate milk too. That's chocolate milk. Yes. Yo, chocolate milk and whiskey is the secret of longevity. <laughs> <laughs> Look at All that. The chocolate milk to my skin stays what? vibrant and this so I stay awake. Every shot of this is half a shot of espresso, so I do like four shots, two espressos plus some booze plus some chocolate milk. I That's the that. madness. That. That's Where the method between the speedster. Scott Scott gets it. It. <laughs> Basically, you guys you guys have all seen Tom Hanks big, right? Yeah. Of course. Yes. This is that in a cup. <laughs> there it is. That I'm is just hilarious. living that life. You're just living that life. Um, no, no. Okay, but, for, Dave, for, this for, is the, uh, the record, this is, is the infamous bottle, by the way. This is the bottle that you That's got so drunk on, right? Oh, yeah. This is the bottle I got so drunk on. Okay, so just a little backstory on that bottle. So when after Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, and we had a big, huge panel on the vodka stream talking about it. Scott, how much did you drink of that bottle? <laughs> that much. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you can go back to that episode, man. That was all for that. Was... The panel that was all on the stream. We yeah, all... yeah, it was. Yeah, wow. Oh, it got I... it got. We all got a mo- we got emotional. We on... we... Amanda was on my. Stream. We had to mute ourselves. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys were having you guys were having a ball like in your stuff. Yeah, there was probably about what eight of us, maybe. I think it was a yes. full panel. And yeah, we had Liz Wonder. We had Mario. Mario was there, and yeah. But man, it just it got to the point where we were just like, holy shit. You got emotional like just about the movie or like well, it's just the fact that it was like we were actually I was I promised hugs to every (laughs) I was promising hugs to everyone. (laughs) I disappear at some point during the stream simply because I had to go change a baby's diaper and I was so drunk I passed out on the floor on my way back down and just never came back. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was it was a it was a great episode. That was one for the books right there. I mean, I think we, we were all just having, having a great time yeah. because you know, it was after the Snyder Cut came out. We're all, you know, we've all been talking about it for fucking three and a half years. And you know, it's just like we all had seen it, we we're all talking about it, and it was just one of those things, and yeah, it, it, Scott disappeared. Never, <laughs> never came, came back. back. Never came say, back. The, even the even Dave's mom says it was a fun stream. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Kudos to the Snyder Cut. That was because I, I said it last year. I don't really have emotions like that. I have no soul. So I've got to watch things. I don't feel things. There's only I can name how many movies I've probably cried for. 
But Snyder Cut definitely got me a little emo. So it felt good to feel that again <laughs> in a movie. So I was like, wow. The, the flash scene got me at the end. I was like, oh, wow, this is really God. fucking epic. Like, you want to know how... Emo. You want to know how yeah. much of an impact that made that dude's ice skating or rollerblading or oh, whatever yeah. went around today and everybody is like adding the, the flash soundtrack to it. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that, that there's like a, a I, I don't even I want to know what the fuck is happening in that video. You got a dude with like a mullet and shorts and whatever, just fucking hauling oh, ass. Yeah. yeah, on some rollerblades, yeah. and there's like the police behind him, but yeah. I saw so many people, and I even was like, all right, make your own future. <laughs> I was like, I'll add to the joke. Yes, of course. But I'm like, I want to know the context of that. What is happening in that video? Does anybody know? Hey, I have a question. I like not knowing. I think, yeah. I think we're all better. Because it's, it's like whatever history or mystery or future we write is so great. Yes, the well, fanfic is the best part. It's right. going yeah. to be better than whatever the truth is, unless yep. unless it's not. And because sometimes it's not, and I need because like sometimes you read about the true story and you're like, what? <laughs> and I need to find out what that is. Did you guys watch Atlanta? No, I haven't. No, heard. sadly. Atlanta is one of the one of the best shows in the history of television, for my money. Uh, there's an episode called Florida Man where one of the characters thinks that Florida Man is an individual, <laughs> so it's the adventures of Florida Man through this narrative of this very dark comedy. So Atlanta is like a slice of life comedy, but through a very, very uh, almost David Lynchian world, but through the guise of hip hop, and it's in Atlanta's very important television. But I love the concept that Florida Man is an individual, <laughs> and I think of it all That's the time. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I said, yeah, I'm still, I still need to get into that show. I, I keep hearing good things about it. I mean, obviously Donald, um, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, well, it's the last yeah. season. So it yeah, is. Dude, a, yeah. the time. See, yeah. see, I'm like, I'm like one of those where I always like try to wait till like the end. And then I'm like, all right, then I binge, then I binge. But then I always procrastinate because I have a procrastinating problem. I always keep saying, I'm no, like, oh, really Dave. Yeah, no, I know. Really? Oh, I know. I know. I know you guys know this about me. Yeah, I know. I keep on going, I'm going to watch game of Thrones. One of these days. I will. I'm like that with breaking Atlanta's bad. Way better. Oh, John. Oh man. Get on breaking bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm Get like that with breaking bad. That. Yeah. Oh, oh Scott just flat out. Fuck you. <laughs> so Coy just said he's like, nope, nope, Atlanta. I want you Atlanta. I've, I've heard good things, and yeah. I love that, so I have to check it. And I, I lived in. I, dude, I think Childish Gambino is <laughs> our generation's Mozart. Man, there's nobody like that dude. Is a genius on so many levels that we can't comprehend. We're gonna historians will look back at the art that man made. I, I, I maintain he's our, he's our guys, our Beethoven. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, like, look what look what that song did to like the cultural zeitgeist. Look what every other album's done. Look what he's yeah. done for acting, writing, producing, stand up. Like the dude, and the fact that he like he shot the video shirtless in jeans and just dancing around. I'm like, right, what the and with like a full like. I mean, he he has that look of like you haven't. When was the last time you done anything with that beard? Or your hair. Well, and he's like, it's not the point. It's fifty-seven different historical yeah. references through dance, and yeah. like it's this beautiful narrative while also being the story of the song, but the it song is, is so archetypal like comic books. You can really interpret right. it through your own experience, which is yeah. genius. The dance itself is a whole metaphor. And that's why it's so front and, front and center and just going. It's like, Hey, you're focusing on like, I'm doing all my dance, but all this you're ignoring in the background. And that's like the whole <laughs> point. Now of picture it. Yeah. that for 30 minutes a week. And that's Atlanta. <laughs> oh, okay. 
See, he just sold. He just sold it right there. He just sold the it. Right it's, a, it's a circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Careful. You can't say that anymore. Can't you can't do the voice anymore? Or you're gonna get canceled. Anyways, um. So, but yeah. So back to like the whole Spider-Man thing. I mean, I think we were like we were gonna touch base. We didn't really touch bases too much last week. I think right. uh, John. We kind of talked about it a little bit but when it came to the panel we didn't really talk too much about that trailer and uh now that we have everybody here you know steven here too like what were you guys thoughts were you underwhelmed did it scratch the net you know steven you go first i want to know what you have to say about it first um man you, you keep on putting me in the so i know i'm I, sorry I, I don't know <laughs> I, I i i liked um I liked Far From uh, or uh, Homecoming and and No Way Home well enough. It kind of, I think you just slot my thoughts on from earlier about kind of complaints that I have into those two, where it's like they do some cool things, but also it kind of felt like less than maybe what it was supposed to be or could have been. Um, with that trailer, it was um, like it was interesting, but it felt very much kind of like it's it's like well here's. Here's the multiverse and here's Doc Ock. So you're gonna buy your ticket now, and it's like that's enough. <laughs> like that is enough, and I kind of hate that. But it's, it feels like who was it? Someone put on Twitter. They were like, the, um, they said something like Sam Raimi would never reveal Doc Ock like this against like a gray smoke background, and that's kind of how I felt about it. like it just wasn't. It wasn't any like. It felt like they were selling it on the the premise and. And maybe that's because they're holding stuff back. I don't know. I mean, they did, there's a ton of stuff in Shang-Chi that wasn't in the, uh, um, in the trailers. In the trailers yeah. that was, and so, you know, so that's a possibility. But, like, I don't know. It it, it feels like it just knows that I'm going to go see it because of the uh, because of the, the Raimi Spider-Man stuff, which is true. But I, I wish they would do more. <laughs> I definitely think, I mean, one was a teaser, which is, like, that true. was probably the most revealing teaser I've ever seen. Like, that I know. Like, that was a three-minute teaser. And one of the longest. Yeah. yeah, like that wasn't a teaser. I'm like, how long is a teaser supposed to be? Yeah. Well, and they so, did a lot like, of plot explanation. They did the, like the what the normal in the trailer you normally get like the voiceover explaining the plot, which is like they kind of had a bit of that in this. But yeah, that's, that's a good point. Is it was for us? So to like for concept, me, I do that. think they misled intentionally. Like the 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 Peter line is definitely Toby. Uh, not definitely, presumably Toby. Oh, uh, Toby I do bad. think there are shots that were. CGI clouded and and gonna be reshaped. I hope anyway. One of the things that made yeah. Shang Chi so special is how much they didn't show. I don't want No Way Home to be Age of Ultron. Like, don't have me fill in the gaps oh between my. the trailers. So, I I would have preferred they released no trailer at all. I would have loved to have this come out December seventeenth, having seen zero frames. Because think about it, this is the first movie of this scale where the marketing is us assholes. Like, it's literally every single person on YouTube going like, I read this page that either is real or someone wrote in their basement. Like, it's yeah. just as authentic. So, like, that's the beauty of, of the current wave of hype is they didn't need a trailer at all. So, if I had my way, they released nothing else. And I'm sorry to everyone that hates me on your channel now. No, no, but, no. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, I, I think I... they did it right. I think I, I kind of wonder is like is that ever going to be the case where somebody actually goes you know what fuck them we're not going to release a trailer let's see let's just see what happens like uh, I I don't think that I, if anyone the, could do it it's Marvel 
Yeah. Like, is there ever going to be a moment? Never let them at the same time. Like, yeah. Like that's. Is there ever going to be a moment for any movie that has any like, if it has financing that's tied to a studio, they're never going to win the fight to do no no trailers. But like, you'll totally get like someone self finance something to like you know like JJ Abrams. I'm sure would love to do that if. Oh yeah. To. To be like, oh, here's the new Cloverfield movie. No, tra- no trailers or anything. Well, I mean, he almost did it. He he showed when when that first Cloverfield came out. He had yeah. no title and no explanation. Nobody had any fucking idea what that movie. I remember seeing that. Me and so my friend, we should, we, yeah, it was in front of Transformers, the first one. I remember just like when that trailer showed up and you saw the fucking uh, sexual liberty head go down the street and everybody, oh my god, oh my god, and it just ended and it showed a date. And then everybody in the theater went, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like everybody was looking going, what was that? And then I remember I got so fascinated. I, you know, this was back in what, 2008 or seven or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, it was, it was, was, yeah, it was right about like dark night. Era yeah. Time. yeah. So I was on the internet going, what the fuck? And I was finding all these like, you know, these was, like, the birth of like viral marketing too. Cause yeah. like, dark night yeah. was one of those. Everyone was like, that too, oh. like the Joker was sending letters to people and it would be like, yeah. yep. this spot out for stuff. And you also had the Bless whole, you, I man. believe in Harvey Dent, you know, yep. like yeah. Yeah. political. God, I still remember, I still yeah. remember that first, you know, when, when, cause like the teaser for the dark night was just like, it was basically just showing the symbol. Right. And just kind yeah, of with all the, vo- the, all the voice sh- clip. All the voice. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end we heard Heath Ledger's laugh. And then, and then everybody went, okay. We're good, and that yeah. was enough. That was yeah. enough. enough. But they also released that 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 makeup of him, just like it was like very dull, like the color yeah. grading was very, and it was just him, just like Metal looking show. like this. And you saw that, and everybody went, "Oh shit!" So you match that with the laugh that you heard on that little teaser, and everybody was like, "All right, I'm I'm all set for this." Fuck yeah! They didn't need anything else for that. But it, you know, I, I just kind of wonder: is ever gonna- Spider Man? Yeah, have, I know. The, have the poster be Tom Holland as Spider-Man standing in the center, the middle of uh, uh, Times Square, looking up at the poster uh, at the thing. Give me no villain images. Give me nothing but the J. Jonah Jameson thing we are in the trailer. Like bet- between the five of us and the entire internet, <laughs> I've heard that that they didn't. There were certain powers that be that didn't want to release a trailer at all, and I wish they won because it would have oh, been. Wow. But so, okay. okay, can I can I play devil's advocate then? Please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I did not like Far From Home. Like it, I, it, I it, yeah, it burned I about me. How my... That hurts a little bit. Well, it, it can. <laughs> I didn't like the first want, forty John. minutes. I'm, yeah. you know, it, but it it burned me bad. Like it, it was the one that just finally was like the nail in the coffin for when I just kind of like threw up my hands with MCU in general, and I just kind of went, you know what? This is going to be more of a instead of me showing for every movie, this is going to become a lot more of a case-by-case basis based on the character kind of deal for me and but i saw this trailer and this is what got me personally one i love benedict cumberbatch i love his doctor strange and doctor strange's solo movie is one of the phase three movies of the 36 percent of the phase three movies i liked or loved doctor strange was one of them so and i love benedict cumberbatch i have since sherlock so that won me over. Then I'm like, okay, you are playing with the one more day plot line. Okay, cool. You got me there. And then, son of a bitch, you give me what looks like a pumpkin bomb, and you give me Molina's Doc Ock. Damn it. I'm in. You got me. <laughs> I was, you know, 
I, I, I was there opening day in 2002, 2004, and 2007 for all the Raimi Spider-Man movies. You got me. You got me. Yeah. And so, you know, so hmm. I'm, I'm this outlier for like, like to Co- to Coy's point that actually it was what the trailer showed me that finally made me go, okay, I'm actually excited for this movie. Like you, you legitimately got me excited for something which, which, that which I was a good going for why they got to stop now. But <laughs> no, Scott, Scott, like, would, would you have not seen a Spider-Man movie? It was possible after far from home, like far mm-hmm. from home burned me. That, that one bad. really got you that wow. bad. Far from hmm. home burned me bad. Interesting. Because I mean, I, 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 I've expressed my distaste for like the first 40 minutes. I'm like, ah, but that final act with oh, Mysterio and, and, uh, and Spider-Man, the John Mita senior panel. They did. They they made a John Mita just ah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, not it's... my top half of the MCU, but that's the beauty of the MCU is like even the bottom half is like B pluses. But most of it, right. it's exception. And see, Coy, and I'm a guy who like my favorite Spider-Man movie is Spider Verse. Like I I adore Damn. that movie, and I'm also Classic. a weird one that for me personally. I like the first Raimi Spider-Man movie more than Spider-Man 2. And that's a very Ooh. unpopular opinion. Yeah. There, there's something about the first movie, uh, Willem Dafoe. Oh, story. Yeah, Willem Dafoe, yeah. Is Green Goblin. I've always been more of a Green Goblin guy than a Doc Ock guy. I have personal quibbles with the way Doc Ock was treated in Spider-Man 2. None of it has to do with Molina, because Molina is fabulous. Right. <sighs> uh, but... So, like, when those are my top two movies, and I loved Homecoming because I thought Homecoming, what Homecoming did for me personally was in live action, they finally nailed Peter in high school. Yes. And that was something that... I thought thought they did it, yeah. You're right with that one. And that was something that always bugged me was, like, in, in Raimi's movie, he graduates high school... And is already like in call it like yeah. in the first movie. Like he's he was like out of high school. In high school. <laughs> yeah. he I, I, okay. I, he I, had I, kids I, in high school. He was going. It was weird. Right. <laughs> Whatever. He I was still enjoy... with the skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, fellow kids. Hello, fellow yeah. kids. I don't have spider powers. <laughs> but I still love I still love that movie. And then when we get to Andrew Garfield, it was like, okay, the first movie was in high school. But then when the second movie started, he's graduating. And I was just like, can we – I like Peter in high school. It okay. Shoot me. I like Peter in high school. And when I saw Homecoming, it was like – Apparently the internet like disagrees because I just want Spider-Man to just be 30-year-in Spider-Man great. I'm like, this eh, a kid. Not, not we, my Spider-Man. No, and, together? <laughs> and I don't even mind that because my era of comic books of reading Spider-Man – like I, I saw a Koi when I saw you're going to be the guest. I looked at your bio, and when I saw that you were a Clone Saga defender, I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I, okay, I, I, I have, I got, I have it's a warm business, business, business." Cantankerous opinion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, my my fi- when I was when I stopped collecting comic books in the '90s before I picked back up in the 2000s, my two uh, uh, benchmarks for when I stopped collecting comic books. Revelations Part Four, when they kill Ben Riley and they bring back Norman Osborn and Onslaught, like that's when I like I Dude, finished those stories. 
and that's when it ended for me. Revelation Part Four is one of my favorite single issues of all comic books. See, there it is. Awesome, John Romita Jr. set in Halloween in the Junior. Day yes, Dave. Can I set your your followers ablaze and just go ahead? I just be shocked and awed right now. Go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and bring in uh, Mr. Flightcast Ray right here. What's hey, up, brother? Hello. How you doing? Um, I'm trying to find do your drop. Damn it! I can't. I didn't. I've totally met. Uh, see, I, that's the way stream right. There it is. Ray. 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 And then Scott. I forgot to. <laughs> I forgot to say. Yeah. I, well, you came in with the group, so you know. I, 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 I I yeah. And then of course, well, the it, it, it's a lot. Yeah, and then I, I also have one for Steven. Yeah. Throw a knife at Steven. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit, so yes. I need to get one. Uh, yeah, I need to get one for like everybody, you know. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, uh, okay. Ray. Uh, okay, John, go ahead before I get in on the Spider-Man discussion. Go ahead. Save two seconds. <laughs> this is be fun. So, <laughs> it, it, is, it is about that. I am probably, I am aware of you, I, I'm aware of this, that absolutely do not like the Raimi Spider-Mans. Oh no! Okay. All right. Okay. I I think they are boring. I do not like Toby's Spider-Man at all. The villains, I love the villains because every single villain in his movies outshine him by far in every single movie. Love them. But the movies, I I I I just even I, Topher I Grace. <laughs> You serious? <laughs> I really like Topher Grace, Eddie Brown. Yes, um, except for Topher Grace. No, we do not speak of him. Um, <laughs> I, I had to ask. You yeah. kind of you generalized. Yeah. I, I need did, to clarify. I forgot about that one. Yeah, no, Topher. No, good. That seventies no. venom. So yes. so sorry. Sandman's incredible in that film. Sandman's fantastic. If they'd if they'd stuck to Raimi's original plan, yeah, which was Sandman, Sandman only, exception. yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely. See, he was great, but yeah, I just to me, I, that's why I love I love the Spider-Man events. And in, in terms of like the trailer, that's why I'm like, maybe I, it's a fault of my own, because this trailer had so much just built up hype. Where is it? What's going on? Why did it take it so damn long? What's going on? We finally got it. I'll just like uh, overhyped. Okay. Like that was it. Like I just like, okay, sure. Like I didn't feel anything. I wasn't hyped. I wasn't yada yada. It felt good to see Melina again, but we already knew that. So I'm just like, oh, sure. So just really didn't do anything for me. And as terms of the Spider-Man Raimi's, I, I applaud all those who, who love them. I just, I, I just cannot. I, and it's, Yeah. There's a whole long laundry list of that, but I won't go into all of that. I have a similar hot why. take, and I, I rest in peace to my followers. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> I understand you're leaving. Um, I think Tobey Maguire is the weak point of those films. Yep, um, absolutely. I, I think the directing is solid. I think the heart is there. I think they're foundational, and I think without them, we don't have the MCU. I think without them, we don't have the modern DC films. I think without them, we're in a different place. But I have never once in my entire Learn to read with Spider-Man experience. Thought of Tobey Maguire when reading a Spider-Man comic. Not once. Okay. I okay. have. You just lost at least hundred. You just lost at least hundred followers. At least hundred. And I don't like. I don't like his take on. I'm going to talk Peter. about politics next. I'm going to talk about vaccines. I'm going to bring up Joe Rogan. But for now, <laughs> oh, Horseman. Horseman. Yeah. And but but I'm going to start with Toby. I'm going to I'm going to ease it in. Yeah. No. I I just don't like how 
his Spider-Man, especially as Peter, was portrayed in all th- in all three damn movies. Like I just don't ah like if they I feel like they did so wrong. Okay, to me. Oh. But what about okay? So now now Andrew Garfield though. What is uh, I, I like Andrew his, because he just he he was just revealed that you know according to Twitter he was like the most popular one. He's my favorite all he's my, around. He's my favorite too. He's my yeah. favorite too. Oh, Tom is my favorite. But my, I I love his Spider Man. But Peter is like Peter's interesting. I don't hate it, but it's not. I don't know. Well, I love the like, right now. Hook to the um to the character was through the '90s animated series. And so um, I didn't I never read the comics as much. But so to me, the way he was portrayed in that, whether that was accurate or not, was always like kind of my benchmark. And I felt like Andrew um, hit that kind of um, form of the character like a lot more than uh, than like Toby, I thought was fine as a character, but didn't. Like you said, it, 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 he didn't like elevate like the Spider-Man character very much. It was just thank of, you, Grayson. Not at all. <laughs> the three movies, his only existence in three movies was MJ. It's his only purpose through three movies. MJ, 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 MJ. I'm like, oh. No, that, 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 is, that is objectively true. I'm, <laughs> like, like, that is... I'm like, dear what? God. You objectively, Ray, how dare you? No, it's factual. Like, that is, <laughs> I mean, what, so, unless someone can find another, like, some things are objective, Dave. This not opinions. Is... Also, you know what Peter Parker is like, in the Jesus. comic books? Hmm. Likeable. Uh... Right? And not a, and not crying all the damn time and whining. I'm okay I'm with like, crying as long as there's some like actual emotion behind no, it. But like course. I never felt Toby was actually invested. It yes. felt like he got cast because he was nerdy and interesting, but then it never felt like Peter Parker. It felt like someone play- it was the big bang theory of casting. Yes, it, it was, was crying for the sake of crying. See, like, this part is subjective, Dave. I feel like <laughs> yeah, 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 this is, this is, Ray, that's correct. This is my opinion. And oh, I no. He's, he's just crying about movies. There's no it was subjective. the Big Bang Theory of casting. I yeah, feel like, like uh, oh. very, uh, Big Bang Theory is an apt like comparison. Oh. I feel like those movies landed at a time when the like stereotypical geek or nerd was not like a culturally cool thing yet. And so Toby was their their way of being like, how do we cast someone who is like, can not lose the audience while still being this version of what we think nerds should be like? Whereas then they got Andrew Garfield in there. I don't know why I'm says his first name. <laughs> Bring Andrew Garfield in for the next one, <laughs> and um and and for him that like they, I almost thought they made him too cool. But um, see, that was always was what I Williamsburg. went to with his his Peter was too cool, but he but he nailed. The smart ass Spidey, like yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. totally did. Exactly. That's yeah. what I loved about Andrew's performance was, yeah. oh, he was a smart ass. The quips, like like you too, Stephen. The '90s Spider-Man cartoon was my mm-hmm. was my entry point, and then I went heavy into the comics. Like you want to talk about what my Marvel comic book collection looks like? It's like fifty percent Spider-Man, fifty percent X-Men. Like those are the boxes I have. Anything that Disney doesn't own or didn't own. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, that's the ones that were selling. That's why they had to sell yeah. them off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But and they I, tried to, so as a child, I was obsessed. I think I saw Spider-Man one seven or eight times in theaters. I had the Spider-Man three poster up my entire childhood, like up until way later than I should have. Um, like they're 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 formative. And I appreciate them, but I would argue as an adult with hindsight, I would say Spider Toby Maguire Spider-Man is the Big Bang Theory. It's written for nerds, not by nerds, and it's accidentally right. punching down at them. It's making fun yeah. of them, not laughing with them. 
Community right. is a show written by nerds for right. nerds that's laughing with <laughs> nerds at nerd culture. That's Tom Holland. Right. Andrew Garfield's in the yep. middle. He's the CW. He's a little older. He little works. CW. He gets the character. <laughs> doesn't quite land. So yeah. there's different things that work uh, about right. each of them, but fuck the Big Bang Theory. They just He's nerdy. Oh, 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 Blah, 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 fake fucking fucks. <laughs> I appreciated that whole thing, especially the punchline. <laughs> so what do you do when you like everything you just listen? <laughs> I think that it's amazing that we have different tastes and they both have merit. Uh, I think I okay. think it's a, like, I love a lot of stuff that people hate and I'm never mad at people for hating them. But I also like hate a lot of stuff that people love and I'm never like, oh, you have bad taste. I just go like, I in fact do not enjoy mayo. And it's just like, when I go to the store, I would like a burger with no mayo. And it's a there simple it decision. I think there's a really beautiful world where there's so much variety in the spectrum of art that right. each of us can be correct. Because yep. it is subjective arguments. None of these things are objectively bad. They all have merit. The problem is, is when we Except lose the heart of the yourself. You've redeemed yourself. Here you, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you are he like speaking Ray's language right now. This is his love language. This is Ray's love language, and you are presenting it to that's him. That's what matters. Yes. Thank you, Grayson, for the super right. chat. He says, Toby embodied Ditko era perfectly. Do you guys agree? No. <laughs> John's like, but I like you, Grayson, because you care enough for a super chat. Again, all that matters is you care. We can disagree, but, yep, but you're right. invested enough to care. I had the posters up. I, as a child, would have been cheering in a different way. I just, as an adult, experienced the films differently. Maybe I turn 70 and I look back and go, like, Toby was my Spider Man. But now, at this point in my life, he's the Big Bang Theory. That's, that's very true. The best thing to come yeah. out of those films, like we said last, last stream, was Hero. That was from <laughs> from Nickelback. The that Nickelback was song, the best yes. thing to come out of the Nickelback. <laughs> that song. was. Are you arguing the that's... best thing about the Sam Raimi movies is a Nickelback wow. song? Yep. That's, that's, yeah. Yes, I am. That, that wasn't. Oh, putting oh, yeah, he totally did. He totally did. Putting Bill on the side. Sorry, Stephen. Sure I failed like, you. Some it's not my angle. Some forty-one is also on that soundtrack, sir. Some forty-one is much better than Nickelback. That wasn't even. That was not even the most ridiculous thing that was said on the last stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's very this, true. It, it, the last it, it, stream was wild. We'll, we'll, wait an hour. We'll, we'll, we'll get into Negro spiritual mode at some oh, point. Oh, look at that. Yes. I think wow. I accidentally brought in a, a like porn spam in your chat. I saw that. Oh, no, no, no. That, that's okay. happened before. Don't worry. That's happened before. Okay. No, I get Don't worry. I have... No, I, had, I have moderators that just that got it. No, that oh, actually wow. happened earlier this week. Somebody, I don't know why. Then it's uh, Sony. It's like, they heard me talking shit. Fucking about Sony heard us talking. They were like, about "Spam it, wire. shut I'm it, down. John." You, you bring up Nickelback, well, and I'll raise you Michael Bublé. So, oh, I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it. Michael Bublé is better than Nickelback. Scott, is that a Nickelback album? No, this is Michael Bublé from Spider-Man Two singing the Spider-Man theme. Uh, this yeah. was the Junkie XL remix that he did. So I actually whipped this out when Junkie XL was on the show, and I was like, "Tell me the story about this, please, because I want to know about this." Wait, wait, wait! Junkie XL did a remix of Michael Bublé mm -hmm. for no. Spider-Man. It's right That's there. <laughs> I love how we did that. Junkie XL visual aids. Boom. Yes. Seriously, Boom. that's Mad Libs from like '99. How is that even Mind possible? Alone. You have you heard this song? I didn't know it existed. I might have heard it, but not known the. It plays at the end of the credits of Spider-Man Two. 
you know inevitably how... I've heard it, but I didn't know the pieces of that puzzle. Oh, yes. Well, it, it was already off at that point, so I didn't get that. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Whoa. I remember picking this up at a Best Buy in Daytona Beach in 2004 when the movie came out. That yeah. is Man. hilarious. Oh, it, 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 it's crazy just hearing all these opinions because, like, I, I, I'm thinking, like, okay, the most Spider-Man I have read literally happened a week ago when I read all of Civil War. That is the most Spider-Man comics I've ever read in my life. So how did Spider-Man become my favorite Marvel character? It was the Raimi movies. The first two, not mm-hmm. the third one. And okay. yeah, You don't like emo Spidey? Well, no. <laughs> see, the, the thing is, is like, the, I'm one of those people that I like the concepts of heroes. So... When I look at like it, I can look be, like Andrew Garfield is my favorite, like out of the three. And hmm. I, he's the only one. I don't know why they just won't write wisecracks for Tom. Maybe he can't do it. Maybe the English accent comes out when he tries. I don't know. But like, it's just maybe, maybe they're leading up to it more. Maybe I mean he he talk he talks he does talk a lot. But yeah, he doesn't have the that quippiness Not the that you want. No, yeah. it's he, hilarious he's... that there's like a movie in the MCU where it's like, man, why don't why does that character quip more? They should get someone to write little things for him to say oh, in the middle of the action goodness. to release the tension. Like That's, that, 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 you know what? I think Ned and MJ have more quips than he does. Probably there's I something wrong with MJ that. has the most quips out of everybody. She's like the quip person. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Sure. That, that, definitely. That might be written into her contract. All right. So, so yeah. I got a I got a question now. Like talking about like Toby. Like, um, like Koi. Did you dig the fact that it was organic webs? Were you okay it. with? You hated it. Okay. Because I, I always wonder about that with Spider Man heavy people. My yeah. street cred because I'm about that to get crap so from your audience that don't know me. I'm 33 comics away from every Spider Man comic ever printed. I've got between 17,000 and 18,000 comic books. I had a I had a comic book show get for your consideration for an That's Emmy in beautiful. 2019. I've met each and every Damn. Spider-Man. I was flown to London to do comic book shopping at Jake Gyllenhaal. I got the receipts. Mm-hmm. That being said, <laughs> I think we haven't fully embodied Spider-Man on screen yet because of the nature of translation versus adaptation. Okay. I think the issue is we're always chasing the concept of Spider-Man without embodying Spider-Man. I think the best way to make a Spider-Man movie is to make a Harry Potter series. You need eight films for Spider-Man to grow up through high school. You need to be invested in Uncle Ben and Aunt May. You need to care about the supporting characters just as much as the leads. You need a Disney Plus show with simultaneous theatrical releases. You need to care about Harry Osborn and Mary Jane going to the the pop stand as much as you care about the villains. That can't happen if Spider-Man is your most important character because inherently you want that most important character to be a $200 million budget film. And Spider-Man isn't a $200 million every film character. He's a friendly neighborhood character. So in order to make the character that's from the comics, which I would argue they haven't done yet, it needs to be a balance of both the dichotomy between being an underdog and being the most popular character of all time. Toby has his merits, Erdur has his merits, Tom has his merits, but until we find the space to let Spider-Man breathe, we'll never have Spider-Man on screen in the way that we all feel he is. We're not going to have the animated series translated because they can't do that while they're chasing the dollar. Well, that's and as a see, that's going to be an issue because, as we've seen, people don't like to see their Spider-Man grow up. So that's going to be an issue because, as we see with this Tom, <laughs> right? You, you, I thought so, but apparently not because this is thing was going on with Tom's run because. They're actually taking the time to grow with the character because he got him young. So we can do that. 
That was but the thing that was the most exciting like, oh my God, was cast. Was why like, is oh, wow, this? he's young enough that they could, like, this, he could, he'll surpass Hugh Jackman and, and, um, right. and, but, but and everybody off. Like, longest but, run as the character. But that's also the problem because even though they are doing that, they're still chasing the dollar because when it comes right down to it, if we're talking, like you were talking about, like, the, like Spider-Man Far From Home, what do most of the general audience want to see? The first two acts or the third one? And the issue is, it's the it's the comic books in the '90s issue. Is if you've got a variant cover with a different suit on it that sells toys. If you've got a movie that has four suit changes that sells toys. And I'm not. I'm in show business. I understand the. Se- oh, we lost your audio. Lost we your lost, your audio, lost your audio. Am I back? Yep. Yes, yes, you're good. Back. Okay, yeah. beautiful. Show business is important, but I I think Disney Plus is reframing what show business can be because now you can do the serialized comic book stories. Unfortunately, they would need to acquire that from Sony to make the Spider-Man that I think needs to be shown because then you've got the movies, you make your Sinister Six movie, but then you do an Ocean's Eleven series on the TV that has all of these henchmen just being a day-to-day trying to make ends meet, supporting their kids, and you care about the villains and the hero like you can in the comic books. And the reason before this rant started, I have a problem with the organic web shooters, is it it gets rid of the stakes of his scientific prowess. It gets rid of the stakes of like, he's an inventor, because of how he grew up he's a kid from queens back when queens was much more destitute where he basically had to survive that's why i love the vcr dvd thing in the in the opening of homecoming you need the kid that has to be scrappy if dude's just spitting fluid then you've got (laughs) but also like running out of web fluids a different thing you know like just do we have a conversation about like does he have to eat a certain amount is it a conversation about this getting broken like he needs to have moments where it's both a mental and physical attack and you throw him in an iron man's boot suit why does he even have powers anymore and and to me the organic web shoers was the iron spider suit before the the marvel university got involved you know what i mean and Coy, I'm so glad you brought the fact because one of the things that I, that I did get annoyed about the org- I I had mixed feelings about the organic web shooters, yeah. but yes, but the idea of I'm swinging and then there's the oh shit I'm out and then he's like like reaching to his belt reloading his web shooters. and he made that yes that's awesome. He was too busy I whining. Think that went awry oh, and he turned And that's why the Andrew Garfield era, like, I like, no, he doesn't make the fluid, but at least you see him build. And, and, yeah. The when shooters. Like, it, it was also very much like a, like for somebody like me that was initiated into Spider-Man through the Raimi situation, it was, a, it was legitimately a Batman 89 Jack Napier situation where I thought that was how it was. With the organic mm. web shooters, you know how people, got you, got you. people who saw Batman '89 think that Jack Napier killed his parents, right? But like, I and so I, my friends who were Spider-Man fans, they tell me, no, he builds those, and I'm like, really? And I didn't even really <laughs> buy it. You smart, but, but I mean, but when it came to <laughs> Spider-Man Two, then they kind of utilized that to like how he's like messing up, and it was kind of like his version of like he. Well, right, but it was he but can't it was a shoot. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was all yeah. a mental thing, and it was like, right. yeah, yeah, performance issues. He had performance issues. He he couldn't satisfy the needs of whatever <laughs> yes. New York City, right. I guess you could say. But he yeah, couldn't get his web out. He couldn't. Yeah, exactly. You know, shooting blanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was going to get to this point. We knew it was going to. I'll just wait. 
I mean, when it comes to the organic like shooters, you know, that's that's the jokes that we're always going to be. Yeah, read, read James Cameron's Spider-Man script. It's all that joke. It's two hours of that joke. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, the whole thing is a euphemism for like wet dreams. It's a oh really, really sexual script with lots of like at one point, the spider bites Dr. Ock, who's written for Arnold. So the whole thing's in Arnold's voice. It is one of the weirdest right. realities you'll ever experience. Seriously, find it. It's the spider a came down and it bit me. And ever since yeah. then. I'm the also Spider Man. Yeah, it's right. a weird journey. Uh, it was gonna be Leo and, wow. and, and Arnold, and it's a weird what time. The, yeah, no, I know. I remember wow. hearing the cast. But, like, yeah, but Leo it's James and Arnold, Cameron. Yeah. So you wow. know that it would have come out, and it would have been like, why did that become the highest grossing movie? Yeah, that might be. It would have been. It would have been something crazy. It would have been yeah. something. But um, uh, Grayson, thank you for the super chat. Spider Man Lotus. That's that. Was that? Yeah. Band thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that? I didn't watch the trailer, but I saw I, something about it. I, I saw it like what was it, like a couple weeks ago, however long ago that, that came out, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And and I don't I I try not to. I, I don't like commenting on on fan stuff because I, I don't want to be mean about fan <laughs> stuff. I don't I don't because yeah I get cause it. there's because there's a level of that where it's like okay no these are this there's a dedication and there's hmm. time I don't even like necessarily disparaging like actual like creatives that get paid money to do it because they're still putting their blood sweat and tears into something i definitely don't want to do it for somebody that has a budget of hey let's use this in order to make a fan film so i'll just refrain i'll just say yes i've seen it it was a thing i saw Touché. so he thinks it was terrible and no, no one involved was talented that's what, that's what, that's what he just that, said without saying that, that, that's that, that's the tweet that, that just came out ray hates it Ray hates. <laughs> Ray, Ray absolutely hates it. Just objectively. No, it's Ray only... objectively hates. <laughs> <laughs> fan made Spider Man project. No, it's always interesting when when fans make something because sometimes it could be something pretty damn awesome. I mean, like I always go back to uh, Batman Dead End. Remember that? Yes. Predator, oh my yes. god! Yes. Jesus so Christ! That when that came out, I remember that was just. I mean, everybody went, uh, can, uh, can we get that? Can we what? get something like that? Well, I mean, obviously, Alien and Predator. What's that? And the old Bat in the Sun stuff. They were doing yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, all that well, stuff. Yeah, was, well, they, FX does what was, that. What was that other – what was that one? Remember that one that Thomas Jane did? That was Dirty, yeah, Dirty Laundry, man. Dirty Laundry, Dirty Laundry, yeah. Wasn't Dirty Laundry the first of the Adi Shankar ones, though, or am I wrong about that? No, it was yes. not because I Wasn't that the I first get introduced to that one. I remember the first time when I saw was the like R-rated Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Power Rangers? Ooh, yeah. That one, oh, that one yes. came after yes. Dirty Laundry. That one was so good. That was so good. That was that so good. good. If it came after Dirty Laundry, then I, my yeah. apologies. But still, but that was the one that made me go. Dude, Jason oh David Frank's oh, yeah. doing a whole movie off of that like spinoff Green Ranger stuff, and it looks awesome. Is he? Is he really? Yeah, he's, he's making like a whole alternate Green Ranger universe. Yeah. Oh, thank God, man! But is it oh. wait, is it is it as brutal as the bootleg Andy Circa and Andy Sankar? I hope it, so. It looks it, but with Addy. a bigger budget. It looks oh, really oh. okay. Oh. Actually, said that because with he, Jason oh. David Frank, that can be a little bit because he's he's not not always into the darker. That's why I was about to say. Yeah, this, this on the street the, and metal the, as fuck. R one. Okay, he shot on that one. He's like, that's not Power Rangers. Yada yada yada. 
because he shed on that one. So I was like, oh, is this dark or what is he doing? Because I'd find that interesting. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's. Yeah. it looks like he's actually using his martial arts. Like, Because that dude's an incredible okay. martial artist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like they're letting him be brutal. And like he's got like a mohawk and a shaved head. It looks bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, Jeez. I'm so down. You know, that the Green Ranger is what yeah. got me into Power Rangers. I thought when, when Power Rangers first oh, came oh, out, I was like, another Green Ranger there? talk? Yeah, who's, yeah, got who's, got the, before. who's got the knife? Come on, dude, he's one of the best people to work cons with because he's so invested in the fandom. Like he, he legitimately cares as much as the fans do, and he'll do six hours signing nonstop. He like is such a part of this world, and he loves it so much. I love That's working awesome. with JDM. He's such I, a good I, dude. I, I, I will never forget. I mean, yes, Power Rangers, Green Ranger, White Ranger, whatever. I will never forget though. When he was one of the thugs, come to be that came to beat up Steve Urkel. Yes, Family Matters. Oh yeah, when I re- <laughs> I, I, I just re- did a revisit for that, and yeah, yes. and then all of a sudden the you know Steve Urkel and the and uh, uh, Richie and Three uh, J they get in the, the chamber and they turn into little Bruce Lees, you know, and yes. stuff like that, and they kick everybody's oh. ass. Oh yeah, that was that was in the later episodes of Family Matters when it was getting way ridiculous when it came to the show plots oh my god it got so ridiculous that was a ridiculous but i yeah i took a picture i actually posted on twitter i'm like look at tommy is one of the fucking yeah i mean he had had, had like a spock mirror universe yeah and a do-rag i was like wow this is not power rangers at all i was a guy i was a red ranger guy you were red ranger guy okay yeah Yeah, i was all i mean i i did not when when power rangers first came out i thought it was cheesy i made fun of it but all of a sudden the green ranger came about and he was like i saw the the tv spots where they were like he like shows up in the megazoid in, or megazoid and, and, and like starts like punching him inside the thing i'm like wait a minute this could be that, something but, cool but let's, dragon but let's, steven, steven and i can yeah. appreciate this though is like but let's all talk about amy joe johnson i mean like <laughs> yeah. seriously the crush I had on the Pink Ranger. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> of course. No Everybody did. We all um, we all had a crush yeah. on her. Come the, on. Um, the Dragon Zord had hands down the most metal entrance cinematic. Fuck yeah! Of of all, everyone else has yeah. like like they were cool. Like the like the pterodactyl coming out of a volcano and stuff. That's all. That's all metal. But like how the <laughs> the Dragon Zord had the um, like it's like the ocean is boiling and stuff. Yes, <laughs> and the fact that he had to be yes. summoned, he had to be summoned by the dagger that was also oh, a yeah. Godzilla moment. You know the <laughs> dun, 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 dun. and the fact that it would be so dramatic because you'd be like, and it's like how are you blowing into that when you have a fucking helmet on, dude? No, no, no. Just need the Godzilla's theme to do that. When he pops you up, do not bring Logic into our boom, power boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, you don't. Oh, yeah, you can't bring. As long as there's lips on the fucking helmet, you're good. That's, that's like bringing Logic in into Fast and Furious. And costumes that spark. Yes. And that's why, like, like it, it, clearly, as a kid, I was still watching like too much Star Trek because I was just too logical. I'm like, why doesn't he? Because I'm sitting there. The, the, I'm not co- here. Here's where I will lose my followers. I like the White Ranger more than the Green Ranger. Oh, you're gonna lose oh, me. You're gonna lose me. And, and 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 because because when the first of all, I hate that Rita created it. I don't like that at all. And then I also don't like that he can't actually pilot it. Like all the others, like can sit in their Zords and like pilot them, and they're in the Megazord. Like when it comes together, he's standing outside uh, of it like yeah, Batman watching him... Doomsday fight Superman. 
That's right? what makes him so much more. He's commanding it. He's commanding. Oh, yeah. it. No, 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 pilot the damn thing. Be in okay, the machine. Now, he rides in your, the tiger, in your though, defense, so, yeah. Ray, as the White Ranger, when they became the Ninja Rangers, when Zed got introduced, I really did enjoy when he got like the like the Hawker Eagle Zord that like the wings would fold in and it would yeah. shoot the missiles out oh, of the wings. Like in the movie? Yes. Yes. No, I dig that first movie. Oh, absolutely. Movies. That was a the classic. First movie. The first movie was the shit. Remember they had like the extra padding and their suits oh, were like they, a little more armor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had like it was like shinier. Everything oh, no, looked John, really crisp. John, if you're gonna do that, let's do this right. Ooh, where's my autograph book? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I still cannot believe that that's. Rangers. I still cannot believe that that's Billock from Raiders of the Lost Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I know. I still can't believe that. Hey, hey, gents, a pause on Power Rangers. I was giving myself a 10 o'clock out because I got a 6 a.m., but I didn't want to interrupt while we were no talking problem, about man. important science. No, no, no. Go for it, man. Like, hey, like I said, anytime you needed to jet out of here, that's perfectly fine. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining for sure. What's up, Ray? Real quick, I dig the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang poster. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. And yeah. the, oh, wow, The Departed. I like that, too. Oh, wow, that's nice. Look at, look at I know. His posters are great, man. Come on. So, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is not talked about enough. Alex Malay, no, Daredevil, Truth. a Joelle Jones Catwoman, a minimalist Departed, and Kiss Kiss. Uh, but mm. I, these are all metal, and they're magnets, so I rotate them out. I've got about 50 of them that, that I'll exchange, depending on the background. And then I've got a 40-inch above Mr. Miracle, old David Mackwall. And then a life-size Deadpool and a Mondo. Dark see, see, that is a man cave. Your apartment cave. is just That is art. a man cave. <laughs> and, and then uh, some Boss Logic pieces. And then uh, actually over there, we got another wall of art. Uh, yeah. And then Blu-ray Chaos. Look at that. Oh, look at that. I love it. So, yeah, my, I decided to live in a comic book. Uh, so, Dave, this is why I don't have kids yet. Because, <laughs> frankly. I mean, look at look at where I am. We made choices. We do make choices. We do make I mean, choices. But uh, yeah, if you have wall. to take off, man, that's perfectly <laughs> fine, man. I, I mean, that's, that's the Brockton move, man. That's, that's the most Brockton background I've seen. It's like, you know what? I've got, I've got structure. Um, dude, this has been a blast. Thank texture. you so much for having me. No problem, man. Anytime you want to come by, you know, like, you know, you could just drop by in the, the vodka stream anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. I, we're both learning that StreamYard game. Uh, and yeah. for, for those watching that don't hate me, post Toby Disdain. Uh, yeah. YouTube, I'm trying to use. I'm, I usually have a studio. I'm used to working with companies, but I'm trying to uh, start my own little structure. So YouTube is growing. I also am obsessed with TikTok. I like, I, it's ridiculous how much I Same love that platform. Uh, so yeah. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And I'm going to be doing, I, I haven't announced it yet. This is the first time I'm talking about it. I'm doing the uh, the Venom Junket. So I'll be talking to Tom Hardy next week. Ooh, um, then, hey. uh, nice. So we'll be releasing that, to that in October. But if you guys uh, want to stay tuned there, I'll have uh, Tom Hardy and a few other guests from the Venom goodness. Uh, and and hopefully you don't hate me about Toby, but I think Tom Hardy's going to do just well with Venom too. And I, I like the Sony universe. I'm the one guy. I because it's, it's unique, right? Like the MCU has its flavor. I think making Monsters of the Week movies has merit because it's going to be unique. I, I thought Venom was a blast. But yeah, I Venom was too. a blast. Me too. I did too. Yes, was it was. Yes. The moment he got in that lobster tank, I was like, this would not have been made at Marvel. I love Marvel, right. nope. but I'm really glad we have another place for this kind of weird. I, I, Let's dance. This, this is dead. No, I no, 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 just when Riot is like, where is he? Oh, 
god, that is the ugliest looking thing I Dude, ever we, seen. Dude, like, we have a Woody Harrelson carnage out next right. month. That's what I'm kind of looking forward to. It's, the fact that it's Woody Harrelson. Yes. <laughs> we live in the best fictional timeline. The world's a mess, but we're living a glorious age for our people. Exactly. Uh, Thank you, Coy. Coy, you've been you've been a delight. Thank you for joining, and uh, have a good night, man. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, right. brother. Take it easy, man. Cool. All right. Thank you to Coy, I, I man. Like him. Bring him. Uh, bring him back. Okay. Yeah, he's great. Yes. Bring him back. Yes. yes. As beats for himself. He, he, the, 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 everything is subjective. Yes, all of that, all of that. Yes, he, he about spun your head all the way around. He all like, the way. He got you wound up. <laughs> he got you all wound up with his little rant, and then you were, and then you were like, I don't know how to start. And then yeah, he was like, and then it's all subjective. And then you're like deflated. And then you were like, well, now I don't know what to do with all that energy. Right. Uh, to- <laughs> totally. it, was, it was just like whatever. Release. It's all good. It's all subjective until it's not. <laughs> right. Nah, he's a good dude, man. So much energy coming out of him, man. I'm yeah, like, that's why know. I call him the speedster. That man just goes. You put a quarter. I'm like, I'm like, he's he, he's got an early morning tomorrow. I'm like, how you how do you unwind? How do you get to sleep? I mean, he was like drinking the the brew, oh, like Jameson yeah. oh, and yeah, chocolate milk. I'm like, what that. the fuck? That was a like, Jameson cold brew. That's what. He yeah, said. I'm like, well, how how are you gonna fucking go to sleep tonight, dude? Yeah, like my cold brew. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, I gotta wake up early tomorrow too, sadly. So I, we can't do a six-hour one tonight, fellas. But I have to help my uncle. Okay, that's move. fine. We'll just do eight. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah I'm, I'll just leave. You guys continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we still, and then we have to do an early fanimated stream because exactly. you know, me. <laughs> my day tomorrow is waking up early, helping my uncle move. I don't know how long. Hopefully, it take it's supposed to take. You know, we're starting early and then hopefully i'll be back by like 12 or one o'clock i don't know and then and then we're gonna do an earlier fanimated stream probably 2 30 i think we agreed at like 2 30 my time so for 4 30 your time because scott has to you have to do the parents visit thing yeah and yeah so i'm like jesus christ no you know what it's just the weekend is throwing all our schedules off i before i came on i recorded tomorrow's episode of the flight cast tonight because Scott, what's tomorrow? College football. Oh, yeah, it's all coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have Miami at 2.30. I know that. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, you're, you're going to beat the shit out of Miami at 2.30. I, on the other hand, I'm going to be hoping we don't look like ass against Western Michigan. So, Dude, I Googled the Jameson cold brew, and I'm going to find it. And I'm gonna get fucked up with it. <laughs> I just wanted yes, it. Steven. <laughs> okay, okay, Steven, you had my curiosity, uh, but now you have my attention. I'm gonna I, check this I, out. I, I, I love, I love how Steven yeah. totally had like Elwood voice. We're on a mission from God. <laughs> All right. No, this is yeah. like my jam. So I am. I'm I know. I'm like. I, I. I honestly don't know when Steven sleeps. To be honest. I mean, like. But, I, I, but, by, by the when way, do Steven, you sleep? I slept this week pretty well. Okay, I don't, I don't know, but that's a badass beard. I want to tell you that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like half as long as it was about a week I was, ago. I was gonna say that was Rub much longer in. when you were nice. here. That was that a beard. Yeah, the last time last time Stephen was on the vodka stream, it was a little longer. I think. I, I can. Yeah. I'm like facially hair challenged. Oh you! Oh you! Don't even know. You're talking about me. Jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> I have. I can't grow a beard. I can grow maybe a goatee and a mustache because, well, mustache. Dude. The half Mexican in me, of course, can grow a mustache. But anything else, I have patches. I can't do anything. I'm gonna say, well, the black in me, I'm is patchy right now. <laughs> it's not really not working. It's like it's get. It literally looks like someone like 
took like hair from like a gorilla's nuts and just said, "Here you go." Like, <laughs> it's it's like one of the puppets in a fucking uh, team, team it, 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 police well, when he like the, steal right. wool. Steel wool. But yeah. part of the fun of growing it out is everyone, like even even mine is like patchy. You just got to find the right like, like what's the design that works with your kind of patches the best the, the the worst beards the ones we're trying someone's trying to force Actually, a shape where? that doesn't grow on their face you know what that's true because anytime i grow a goatee like i have a scar like on my chin and obviously hair doesn't grow through like a scar mm -hmm. so i'll have like at first i'll have like a little like just a blank spot right underneath but if it gets right long there. enough if it gets long enough and i just kind of like do that whole thing where like every day i just kind of like do that it covers it up so yeah i know exactly what you're thinking on a smaller right. scale of course. Oh yeah, this yeah. this doesn't work with that. I it doesn't work with me either. <laughs> yeah. So we all have beard problems except for Scott. Do you? Why? Oh no. Okay, my beard problem is the fact that that's where my gray is. Oh. Like right here, my chin is like. Yeah. This yeah. is where all the gray is coming in is mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. Mine was like a lot. I mean, I, I think you can oh, so your problem is sophistication. Okay. Yes. That, yeah. That's always my problem, John, you know. <laughs> just, being the, just being wise. Being right. wise. Oh, there you go. Take a swig off yes. of that. Yeah, that's what it's all about right there. That's what it's all about. Okay, so Mr. Randy Pena, who has this, apparently maybe we're related. Who knows? Um, he wants to talk about the Matrix Four trailer again. I mean, we kind of did. Me and um, you know, you know, Koi and I did a little bit. Well, you've seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it either. Oh, okay. no, I, I've only read the description. That's I didn't thing. even read it. I, I didn't like, read wait. it either. Okay, I'm with you, John. I, I, I'm okay. same yeah. here. Yeah. I... So I mean, I mean, basically, it's. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys actually want to hear what? Oh, and to is? talk about what y'all mentioned earlier about Yaya, he is playing a young Morpheus. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it was yeah. kind of we were kind of going. Everybody was kind of going. I was like confirmed. Yeah, because okay, hmm. description is back. description is is you have Neo Keanu Reeves, he's visiting a therapist, which is Neil Patrick Harris. That's who Neil Patrick Harris is playing. But I I have a feeling that Neil Patrick Harris is gonna be probably much more to the story than oh, of course therapy. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, he's the new architect. Exactly. I don't know yeah. if he's like uh, an agent or whatever the hell. So. Basically, Neo, but it's, I don't know if it's actually Neo, you know, because it's long hair, bearded Keanu Reeves. And he's just kind of going like, I have these weird dreams. Basically, he's forgotten all of what happened in the, the three movies, but he's having dreams about, you know, defying gravity and Zion and shit like that. And he's like, I don't know what's going on with this. And basically, that's. That's what happens at first. And then there's a cafe that he goes to and he sees Trinity. Trinity sees him. They don't know each other, but they go, why do I know you? And like Trinity goes, have we met before? Kind of thing. And then you get to the point where you have Yaya and he goes and he basically does the same thing. Red pill, blue pill, blue pill to Neo Keanu Reeves. And then that's how it ends. So it's like, what the fuck is going on here? So how is it that Matrix in the real world? Yeah. So it's a simulation on top of simulation. Is it a last action hero kind of thing where it's like, I don't know. Who knows like what's actually happening? It's very interesting. What were you gonna say, to me, Sorry. I was gonna say what was weird to me about that that description was um yeah. the way it just 
the trailer described it as like Neo has forgotten because um, what I've heard about it out like from a few different places, which is not like hmm. info so much as just kind of like the ways it's been talked about it, uh, but that um, I did not get the impression that it was like overtly the same Neo. Like I got the impression it's going to be like a question of, is this another, another version? And so well, I'm not sure I, I'm not even sure I buy it that the way they're presenting it in the trailer, but if, if it is, it's a little bit weird because the assumption that I've been running with this whole time was that it's like another iteration of Neo and he's like going right. to, you know, he's, you know, because we know well, that's the man's dead. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I brought up the whole like last action hero esque of it because I think there was like, uh, like it, I think I remember hearing something that, that the matrix movies exist in this world almost kind of thing or something like that. Or maybe there's like something that's been, you know, that or, there, or there's, he's a software programmer. So a software, yeah. Related to. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the matrix I mean, that's what, that's to, what intrigues um, me so much about this. I'm like, how yeah, are they going to do this? And it sounds like they're going to get crazy meta. I don't know. Yeah. It, what, what I've heard is like insane. The, I've heard a couple different descriptions that didn't exactly line up, but were yeah. consistent enough, like over the past like couple of years, and um, and it's always been like, wow, that seems too meta, like to work. But also, it's like, imagine describing the plot of the first Matrix to somebody and having them be like, yeah, that's that's too much. So. That's why Will Smith turned it down. I was say, like Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Did you see that video where details like, yeah, the Wachowskis did a yeah. bad job of pitching it to me. That's why I turned it down. And so like... it's. I mean, honestly, it sounds almost like Space Jam: A New Legacy. <laughs> kind of like <laughs> that level of like, whoa, okay. Uh, but but that's also like in the right hands. That's that can like go insane places. Which, so I'm very curious. Which is the only see. reason, quite honestly, the only reason that I even trust this is because Blana Wachowski is directing it. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, right. it, it's it it's is, not both of you, but it's one of you that it is originally that came Lily up with not this. involved, like, at all, which I don't know what's oh, really? behind that. Yeah, as, a, as a, a producer credit due to having written the first few, but no, not she did not write or co-direct. I thought they both were back. Oh, wow. No, it was no, just, just one. one. Just, just one. one, yeah. I, yeah, that, that is weird, so I, mm. I don't know if they disagreed on the direction yeah i don't know if that's a red flag or 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 what but it it is very weird that that frightens me a little bit i i mean what was was the last thing lana did was a cloud atlas since since lana did cloud atlas since eight since eight or since eight you're right yeah yeah that's right what well and my understanding is that she's like (laughs) it sounds like what the fuck is that into the tv stuff like this yeah they got into uh a netflix i haven't watched it yet i haven't seen it meaning to but there there was a series called sense eight that i think went on for like two or three yeah i know that was a wachowski i know people that really liked it a lot but i i was not a fan at all jesus christ again so yep sorry there's like there's like a fucking bot that it shows up in my shit that because like webcams dash chat.com hot girls and boys what the fuck i don't know you just give him a shout out now everybody's i know i totally did mark. hey so <laughs> give me a piece of uh whatever that was right there if you right. now listen but, yeah. i'm thinking that because neo died you know and he became yeah. matrix jesus that he just made <laughs> <laughs> he just made every the matrix just reality and then that's the new form of life but nobody remembers anything nobody knows and then stuff like that somehow 
I don't know, but there's like that 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 whole theory. I mean, I shit. You can like you know speaking of TikTok, like how Koi was talking, <laughs> Scott, you your can... face has not changed the entire time. You just looked like you were. <laughs> Scott's like the architect right now. He's like, right. He's like, I don't. The thought yeah. process is heavy right now, and it shows. It's great. I think you have something, Scott. What do you think? What do you think? I, I I do I do not have anything. Okay. I, <laughs> here, here's the thing. Here's here's my two cents. Since John decided to call me out. Yes. Like a bitch. I see how it is. Okay. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy these movies. I could I really care. care. Whatever the theory is, is going to be great. Am I going to go see, watch the damn movie? You, oh, hell, am I going to? Yes, I'm going to go watch the damn movie. And I'll take my dad with me because 1999, I skipped my junior prom to go watch this movie with my dad. Like, I didn't have a date. So I went and saw The Matrix instead. I think I won out. So I'm ready for this movie. I've heard stories about why the, the other Wachowski sister, like they, 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 they spun it. Like she was just kind of like kind of tired, done making movies and like needed a break or something, whatever the reason it's a matrix movie. It's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm just, I'm just there. Moss and Karen Moss and Keanu as a, as a um, creator in 2021 his involvement is a sort of stamp of, of, of approval to me that means something that it wouldn't have necessarily meant back then he's like a um as a i don't know if he's like producing it or not but i mean his his ability to pick a script and work and you know and work with the stunt crews and everything is uh, uh, like after john wick yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. remember yes. remember remember when like you know before the pandemic they were that the release dates for john wick 4 and matrix 4 same were the day. same fucking same weekend day. Yep. And, and and everybody collectively went, I'll go oh, see both. Yeah. That's how much we love that man. We, we, we yeah. did not have the discussion. You remember like when uh, remember, well, this happened a few times because there was, you know, Captain America Civil War and BBS had the same release date for a while. They played that chicken. And then there was even if you guys remember uh, Wonder Woman 1984 had the same release date as episode nine. For a little bit, and there was a discussion about that before all of that mess. <laughs> and every time, every time that comes up, we all had the discussion for like a week of like who should move and why, and it turned into a pissing contest. You're right, that did not happen this time. All of us collectively said double feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're like, hey, that's that's how much we love this man. We love Keanu this much that we would gladly Absolutely. go see a double feature. You know, and it was it was Everyone kind of funny because. Head. But at the same time, we all knew that it wasn't going to, you know. Oh, yeah. We, we, were, we were hoping it was. This is the one we were yeah. hoping was going to stick. We're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> a day and ironically, it's both fourth entries. Like, come on. Like, I know. Isn't that yes. crazy? <laughs> right. fourth. The fact that it was well, both fourth entries. I, that's crazy. Look, I, I'm That should still, be a holiday. I, I'm, I'm still <laughs> holding that. Like, I, birthday <laughs> should be a holiday. Which, is, which just happened. Keanu Reeves, happy birthday, by the way. Did, yes. I think. I, yeah. What is he like? He 56, has no age. He has no age. Yeah, the fucking guy doesn't age. So doesn't matter. No I'm, age. I'm, just... I'm, I'm still holding out hope, Damn. and I know this isn't going to happen. But like, however long he does John Wick movies, I'm still hold, holding out hope that it, look, you brought Lawrence Fishburne into it. Can you find yeah. a way to make, put Hugo Weaving on the high table, right? Ooh. Like have him be on the high table, right? Or, or somehow like, Carrie Ann Moss. Just get the whole group. <laughs> right. I want to carry Ann back. Fuck yeah. John Wick. Anyways, Stephen, what were you going to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know this whole talk about like bringing the, the Matrix crew back into uh, and, and bringing it not back, but bringing it into the John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. Franchise well, I mean, would be cool. Um, Fishburne was like so close to like Morpheus where he's just like, I'm going to introduce you to a larger world. Yeah. Um, that with his pigeons yeah. and shit. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, why not? Like, why not bring in Hugo and everybody? Dude, and just... that, that was like that for him, dude. I that was literally like my favorite part. That's my favorite part of, of the second movie. Like that whole ten minute sequence of him and the Bowery King. It's just it's I, I love Fishburne. Fishburne's like one of my favorite actors of all time. Oh, I wonder why they didn't invite him back for Matrix. Force. But the I thing think. is, though, is like, did they, did they, or did they not? Are they? Well, that's one thing. Publicly, Lawrence said yes. they did not. But again, we know how that goes. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. He's like, he was like, I'm not in it. They didn't invite me out. I'm like, sucks. So I was like, oh, well, that's the case. Then John Wick, you need to be doing some badass shit because I want to see you kicking ass, man. Like, well, he, me yeah, I mean, when it came to the third one, he got, he got kind of fucked up. But I mean, he still right. was like, but at, even though he got fucked up, he was like, it's on. You know, I, I, I the best for the end of three when he was oh, like, dude, that, that, we're that last scene, yeah. that last that scene, scene, we're gonna see some good shit. In that's four. why I hope he kicks ass in four. Fuck he lost I'm, a little more weight. I, I, so I'm, I'm like, go I'm, like I, I'm just sitting there when that movie ended. I was like, Neo and Morpheus are about to go ape shit. Yeah, on this whole world. Yeah, John. Yeah. Oh my God, man. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm curious to see where they like take that. I mean, because the end of three, it was like, you, you just kind of went. Wait, wait, what? He, I mean, wait, he, trying to superhero. That, well, oh yeah, he fell off. He fell off a fucking yeah. uh, uh, what a, uh, a ten story, twelve story. He ping pong that shit. Yeah, yeah he yeah. went and, boom, and, boom, and, boom, and, boom. and and like smacked into the garbage, like yeah. the, the, the yeah. dumpster, like bang, like you heard the clang. And <laughs> like, like he didn't pull a widow. He didn't land on his feet after falling no. that high. He was just oh. like, face plant. <laughs> no, but. But I, but I I still remember how stunned I was at that ending because I was yeah. I went into that movie completely convinced that the third one was it like okay ready for this series to end I don't want it to end but all right whatever and then when it ended that way I was like oh well now you have to make the fourth one yeah <laughs> oh yeah leave me like that oh yeah you, you have to bring Holly Berry oh, back somehow bring Holly oh Berry dude back. with the dogs oh, oh my god oh. I, I want a spinoff. Her, her, her spinoff yes. movies. Well, we're going to get that MMA movie. movie, too, where it's like, wow, yes. she's really going to be fighting. She's going to be doing like an MMA movie at 50. What the fuck? Whatever. Yeah, her it doesn't matter. Debut. She, yeah. She's one of those. Uh, she's one of those other ones that I don't know. She drinking like baby right. like blood or something like that. I'm like, so glad girl. that we're married. It's been like some of the best times of my life. <laughs> like, we talked about. We, she's we hotter about, now than she. Oh my god. We talked Sorry. about the difference between like her not aging and J Lo not aging. Oh. Like how understated she is. Oh, you mean humble <laughs> and just bullshitting over it? Yeah, because yes, J-Lo totally. posted about like every like three days, she's like, Look On the toilet, have naked 50. But yeah, then like, Holly, when, when Halle Berry does it, she does it like maybe like once every couple of months and everybody goes, Jesus Christ. Like they Absolutely. just, we just get thrown back. Like, uh, that's her bare back. Did you see that? Look at yes. the muscles in her back. I saw, I saw an inch of crack. Did you see it? Oh my God. Yeah. Did you see like, that? Right? Did you see the butt dimples? Oh my <laughs> right. God. Right. Break out the magnifying glass. Hey, okay. I uh, see a little corner. Okay. I see a little it bit. It's, it's cold in there. It's a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you gotta love it when that happens, oh, man. Ooh, I know it's uh, like, yeah. Okay, can I introduce a? Yeah. <laughs> I introduce a uh, this is a bit of a giving topic. I know you talked about it in Film Junkie Live, but I want to thank Ray for bringing this to my attention. 
the fact that Disney Plus is bringing back the Rocketeer. Oh, there it is. And it's a you know Tuskegee what? Airman. Yeah. I love that. Dude, that's that's what I expressed was like, okay. Oh, it's a Tuskegee you know, Airman? Yes. Oh. yes. So it's going to be yes. a direct sequel. Wow. It's not like they're just trying to like, hey, let's just redo it and do the whole race bending thing. And then people get up. And I'm like, no, it's a sequel. And they made it make sense with the, this Tuskegee. I'm like, yes. I went, okay. You have my attention. If you're gonna do it like that, yes. I raise my hand. I'm here. all for it. And it's got a uh, David. Um, what's his last name? I can never. I can't. Can never pronounce his last name. That's, yeah. That's... Uh, Selma. You know. He oh, did, David. Oh, David. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. So he's well. It, it said that he's producing it. It, it it's possibly starting to star. Yeah. yeah. I think he will star. And I'm like, fine. He's a great actor. Yeah. I, I did not click or read anything about this because I was scared of being disappointed. So, <laughs> so someone's gonna have to break me break down exactly what. Go the ahead, world. Scott. I gotta I'm go gonna one up you. I have not seen the Rocketeer to this day. Ooh. I've not seen the Rocketeer, so that's I good. that's also why I didn't kind of like. <laughs> yeah, I was do like, I like, don't. Do you like Captain America: The First Avenger? It's okay. Okay, it's it's oh, it's the okay, same director as that, but it's like more genre dedicated. Oh, Joe Johnson yeah. did it. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, basically, he basically, yeah. yeah, he basically got First Avenger because of the Rocketeer. Of the Rocketeer. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the same as the same time frame, same aesthetic. Like it's yeah. Because yeah. I don't know any. Because looking at it, I was like, I don't, it wasn't like interesting to me. Of, so I was like, I just didn't watch it. But yeah. I know it has well, so much love. It's, film, it's so like right. I watched I watched the first Avenger and didn't know he directed it. And of course, Marvel does this thing even now with Shang Chi. They do this thing where it's like no opening credits. We'll wait until the movie's over before we tell you everybody that directed it and is in it. And so like his name comes up at the end of First Avenger, and I was like, well, no wonder I like this movie. Wait, Black has Tune any Marvel film it. had opening credits? Uh, Black Widow just did. Black Widow did. just yeah. had they just had opening credits, but they're like one of the few. I feel like Iron no, Man better, did, but I could be wrong. It no, didn't have the first Iron Man title. jumps right on in. Yeah. yeah, first Iron Man jumps right in. Because uh, we don't get the credits until they're actually playing Black Sabbath at the end. Right. right. I don't oh, think any movie true. Marvel movie has done outside of Black Widow. Uh, Iron Man oh, 2 uh, did. Iron Man 2 did. Yes, yeah, I mean, Iron, Iron Man 2 did. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, Incredible um, Hulk did. Because it's over yes, you're like, right. all the Stark industry stuff. Because it's like a recap. It's like, you know... They're not assuming yeah. you saw the Angley Hulk. The movie. They're giving that. you. A, they're giving you a recap of like why he's whatever or why he's. Which, Hulk. which of course looks like the Lou Ferrigno right. show. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does totally. Um, um, but yeah, but, uh, but uh, so Stephen, to give you the breakdown, basically David can't pronounce his last name. Producing. It's going to be called the Return of the Rocketeer. So it's a direct sequel to the Rocketeer, but. The the person who finds the jetpack this time is going to be a retired Tuskegee Airman. So it's probably going to be what this is what I was thinking, Ray and Dave. I'd like to get your input on this. I'm thinking it's been about like right now we're about 30, 31 years since the original Rocketeer yeah. came. Yeah, it was like 1992. You could make a sequel that one. Yeah. 1991. Yeah. 91. So if you if you literally made it in real time, that's putting you like in the early 60s. And so you, you could have communists instead of Nazis. And you could even maybe have Billy Campbell show up at a cameo as Cliff from Secord <laughs> because it would have been the exact same amount of time. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, all, all I would say about 
it, it would work. Just one. I, I have one demand. Hmm. Do not follow the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull template. Oh, fuck no. Don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> right. Be because part of what you just described is part of that template. No, do it the right way. Yeah, but it'll be all right. Well, I don't think there's going to be, you know, I, I don't think we're going to get Shia LaBeouf swinging from vines. Well, with well, monkeys. No, just, yeah. well, well yeah. no, it's just because there was this idea. Like, I remember, like, you talk about, like, the original, the, the first three Indiana Jones movies and how they're, like, you know, send ups of the, the old serials from the 30s and 40s because that was the time frame and then when it came to kingdom of the crystal skull they're like okay it's 50s and we're gonna do b science fiction movies like forbidden planet and stuff like that and it's like okay if you're gonna set return of the rocketeer in that 50s and 60s time frame don't make it a b sci-fi movie you know no I mean? no i'm like, thinking more like it. a cold war we're gonna make it look more like a cold, cold war, war movie okay gotcha yes and make it make it a uh, cold war movie I, and no, now, what? instead of I mean, finding Nazis, it's we're finding commies. And this is one of those Senate's... areas where you get concerned about this stuff. And not necessarily that I'm concerned about this one. Inherent. I mean, I am just based on the, its existence. But um, the the original, and I think that the, the the reason the Cold War angle is resonates most with me is because the first was so much more a, a noir like detective mm -hmm. story. It was a pulp than, story than anything uh -huh. else, and so the, what, what's the op opportunity to lean into that most? Oh man, if you give me that that noir lighting and the like, I almost like it's, I, I, whenever I think of the Rocketeer, I have to think for a long time. Wait, was that a black and white or color movie? Just because of the way it was lit, yeah. um, and like give me that like feeling with with the new one, and you can do that with a a, a lot of intrigue and mis mystery around the Cold War, um, espionage mm -hmm. stuff. But um, um, yeah, I guess it, that that could be cool. But it's I don't know. It's Disney. I it sounds know. interesting. <laughs> it does. I mean, for me, it's, it, for me, it's the idea that one, I love the Rocketeer, and which so you've you've already got me. Like it's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna watch the damn movie. Like it, it's. Oh. I mean, I even gave the little girl cartoon a shot because it was rocketeer like i mean let, let's let's there be honest here. Oh, that's right there was because huh? yes. it, it was cliff secord's granddaughter yeah yes. yep. oh, hilarious. Wow. I'm like i'm like all down i'm like oh it's disney so you never know and of course they made the the first one but it, it, it did different yes, it, it was that, a different that, well, era <laughs> well it was also touchstone pictures like it was right. that you yeah know, exactly it, that's it was, why no that was but, walt disney but that was walt disney pictures that touchdown was involved. Yeah, that, that, no, the Rocketeer was Disney, yeah. Well, I know it was I, Disney, I, I, but, yeah, but, I, but, but there was I, like association. Somebody started Googling. I'm Googling. I'm Googling. See, Googling. right now, right now, I'm just visualizing that. Okay, okay. Well, it no. was okay. Here's where I got. Here's where I got messed up. It wasn't touchdown. It was Walt Disney Pictures, Silver Screen Partners, and Gordon Company with Bruna Vista being the distributor. That's right. what I had. In yeah, that's. <laughs> Yes. my head so <laughs> the big, yeah. the... I, I i retract my earlier statement i was wrong yeah. well because 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 touchstone did all of the you know the not pg stuff and the rocketeer was a pg movie mm. yeah well that's right yeah. but but john do you know the cast of the movie like are you familiar with who's in it i isn't i could be wrong isn't twin peaks guy twin that, peaks? Oh, i got the right oh, i get that wrong McLaughlin? no no not no. comma glockland no. no it's billy campbell mm -hmm. Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Jennifer Conley, oh. John Polito. Um, Jennifer Conley. 
I driver That was my first driver for Connolly movie. Yep. Yeah, it was mine too. Oh, really? Oh, mine was Labyrinth. Labyrinth. So I don't know. I didn't mine see Labyrinth, Labyrinth until high school. Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. Yo, Terry O'Quinn is yes. Howard Hughes. Terry O'Quinn is yes. Howard Hughes. That was the first thing I saw him in too. And he's like, it's not like he's not like Leo. He's not like Leo at all. Oh, Clint <laughs> <Howard>. <laughs> it's not yeah, the aviator. It's not that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen this in years. It's so fun. I'm scrolling. I know. I haven't. I, I, dude, I, it, it was funny because the Rocketeer, I when I uh, lived in Alabama, um, I watched it a lot with my best friend at the time, but then I haven't watched yeah. it since then. Oh, it's I Ray and I, when we did it for Patreon for Squadcast movies, oh, Ray and I were like giddy, like school children. We were like, wait, 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 when Disney Plus like launched, like November of 2019, I know I gotta watch. Literally it. one of the first damn things I watched. I, w- I went See? in there. I'm like, I'm like, is the it first- here? <laughs> yes. The, the first thing I watched. The first thing I watched was Boy Meets World. I was like, fucking yeah, that was me. But it's I'm, I'm not gonna slam me for that. Just how yeah, no, it's like, yeah, yeah, that was that was unless part it was of later seasons. There's a lot of um, <laughs> Iron Man that came from this. There's a lot of Captain America, obviously, that came from this. Oh god, yeah. Oh um, yes. The, There's oh, a lot of inspiration that came from. You you see a ton of like I mean if you if you really analyze that film there's so much MCU influence that comes from it. Oh no yeah, question well, and it. then and then outside of the MCU you've also got like um, a lot of uh, this this would have been borrowing I guess but like there's a lot of Indiana Jones kind of mummy style which is you know Indiana mm-hmm. Jones I guess. Um, and we just talked about how the shadow borrowed the from this. Intensely. I was about to say I was hey, like how you just brought that up because I was yes. gonna say if we're getting the Rocketeer. I, please, somebody make a continuation or remake of the Shadow and Phant- and the Phantom. Give me both of those. Ooh, like I need fan- them in my you life. You said the Phantom. Okay. I, I, yes. Fucking Billy Zane on a horseback. Of, I used on. to kill both of those movies. Ridic- the Shadow knows. Oh my God. Dude, the, shadow, the Shadow. The Shadow is a shit, man. Yes. It, I mean, the Phantom. Because... I, I I dug the Phantom, but the Shadow was no, my the Shadow's shit. the shit. I, the sa- I, I, Shadow is my fucking shit. The soundtrack's I, I, amazing. I Fuck. used to watch The Phantom every time it came on cable, but I never watched The Shadow. I just watched oh. The Shadow for the first time. Like, I know. Last for Squadcast movies, for yes. Squawk-ass oh, movies. I know. So good. So good. Well, it was crazy because, like, I'm, I'm watching the movie, and I was like, okay, as a whole, this movie isn't that great, but it has so many awesome parts oh, yeah. that I really <laughs> like. <laughs> no, it's, it's well, so much fun. Well, so just fun. like the, you know, like the, what is it? The sun is shining, but the ice is slippery. Slippery. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? But the ice. And, that, well, I just, and I love like that, you know, the creepy Captain Kirk Star Trek lighting they put in his eyes. Every time. Yeah. Eyes in the dark. His eyes are right? all crystalline and shit. And then the fact that like his face like turns into like a different kind of face. And, yeah. and I, always, I always made the joke. I'm like, you know, Alec Baldwin just turned into like Stephen Baldwin. I mean, he yes. looks like, said that. He looks yes. like his we said brother. That. We said he that. looks I like his fucking yes. brother when he's the yeah. shadow. I'm like, I, I he, thought you it just look like your brother. I thought it was his brother. I'm like, they cast his yeah. brother? And then Tim, <laughs> and then Tim Curry. <laughs> Thank crazy. you. Thank and you for, for confirming that. Yeah. Yes. He was a crazy oh, scientist. Tim Curry. Yes. Dude, when Hello, he lost it, when, when oh he lost God. his mind at the end of the movie, and he's just yeah. like drooling, like and catching yes. and the firing end, like, a Tommy gun. Yes, yeah. I, dude, that was just that's, your that's exit, Seymour. Like, that, that is vintage oh, Tim Curry. Yeah. And that was, this stuff oh. all belongs in like the same conversation as like yeah. um, um, 
Oh shit! I just blanked. That's young ass Ian McKellen, the too. detective in the yeah. uh, the yellow. Um, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Yeah. Dick yeah. Tracy. Yeah, to me, yeah, dude. To me this oh, is all very much like like um, um, Robert Rodriguez is like. Um, yeah, Sin, Sin City, City inspirations. Sin City. Like, like I feel like he what... should do that. <gasps> dude, seriously. I mean, oh, like, I mean, the shadow. You know what's so funny is like, oh, dude, what... Rodriguez doing the shadow. Oh, using some of what he did. On... Oh my god. Oh boy. He needs to do the shadow. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. I mean, like, but then you got also Dick Tracy. It's like nobody's touched that since. But then when I went and revisited Dick Tracy, I'm going, Dick, Jesus Christ, Warren Beatty nailed this fucking thing. I, I, like, I, I, so well. Dick Tracy is like my first, like, that's my first Pacino movie. Yes. My first, that's my first Madonna like movie. Color and lights and like matte paintings and stuff. Dude. To, to accomplish things that they couldn't figure out how to do in a, in a less. And the, and the sound effects. Until, yeah. Un- the sound effects. It was the cast. Yeah. Is the, the shadow cast. soundtrack available anywhere? <laughs> probably. You could probably find it on YouTube no, somewhere. No, that score no, is great. Yeah. Scott, oh, wait, Scott. Jerry Goldsmith. That was Ray. Like I was like oh, Ray. Oh, Ray God, how yes. you feeling? How oh, that was feeling? Goldsmith. It, it's Jerry. Oh. It's Jerry fucking Goldsmith. That's how I'm feeling. You know it's gonna be good. Jesus. May he rest in peace. Yeah, he was, he, I don't know. He was, did it. That score was beautiful. He, he, Jerry Goldsmith was like he's like on the mount. He's like top five. Seriously, he, he's up there with Williams. And for those of us that still like Elfman, Elfman, uh, and you know, <laughs> Elfman, like, so Elfman did Dick there. Tracy. Elfman did Elfman do Dick Tracy. There's only Tracy. one Batman With theme. Sondheim doing the songs because that was, you know, I I love the fact that Sondheim did the songs that Mandy Patinkin and Madonna are singing all no, throughout was, the movie. That was my first Mandy Patinkin movie because no, I hadn't seen The Princess Bride. Like, yeah, my first my introduction. To Mandy I know. Patinkin you know what's funny about that is like. I had seen it, but I but I did not know that it was him. And then all of a sudden, it was like I think my brother found out, and he's all, you know, that's uh, you know, what's his nuts from uh, Princess Bride. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, eighty-eight keys. I mean, yeah, eighty-eight Because he's yeah. got the short hair that's like. Oh, he's got. He's balding. He's, clean, he's like right. He's, he's balding. Yeah. <laughs> like he's. So like, I looks propose more... if yeah. if you had to cast. Dick Tracy and the Shadow. Oh, Witch, who are you going with? Fuck, here we go. Hmm. Right. Like my like, like that's oh. that's difficult. Okay, uh, yeah, it's um, so hard because I um, it's hard to like not see. Yeah, see the see, and and the and the, the big like it's it's an even bigger problem with Dick Tracy than it is with the Shadow because Dick Tracy, so. as as Scott was about to allude to, is loaded. Is loaded. Dick, Dick, Dick Tracy. Oh, like, how how do you get? How do you get? Michael from The Godfather and Sonny at the same yeah. table, and this is after this is thirty minutes after he killed Big Pauly. With it, with, I, with, how with, do with, you with, do that? How? how oh, but I, I just mean just just the just the lead characters, not the whole just, just the lead. I know, I know, I know, uh, I know. But at the same time, it's it's hard to like when you look at the Dick Tracy cast, you just kind of go like, "Holy it's, shit!" It, well, because well, okay, oh yeah, cause, of course, because because who are the leads? I mean, are you just saying yeah. Dick Tracy and Big Boy Caprice? Or are you including Flat Top and Itchy? No, just oh like, like the name, like who you cast as Dick Tracy? Thirty seconds, right. no more Dick. Thirty seconds, no more Dick. Sorry, <laughs> I love that. I love it when Itchy says that. Like, I'm sorry, and my favorite is always, "I want Tracy dead." dead! 
I love how Dustin Hoffman just got away with saying nothing. You know what though? That was rough though because he had to like turn his mouth to like the left. Yes, he and did. like and like right. they, they had to do makeup where it made his lips go all the way like. Oh, left. and by the way, we discovered this when we watched it for Squadcast movies. Uh, watching Dick Tracy in HD, there's one scene where you realize how little Madonna is actually wearing. Oh, yeah. Scott mm-hmm. Scott brought this to my attention where you could see um, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's Madonna. It's what not like she give a shit, That's you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, and you know, and, oh, oh, and we we know that numbers is Strickland from Back to the Future. Right? Oh yeah, number yeah. Strickland. Yeah, yeah. Ka- you know what's funny is Catherine O'Hara is in Catherine that O'Hara too. is at the table. She's she at the table, yes. but no but she has like barely anything to talk about. But it's like right. Catherine O'Hara is right she's, there. What she's the right there. It's like what. Yeah. She has thing. the hat that the big hat, and then she's got the cigarette that's in the fucking. Well, and Dick center. Van Dyke is Dick Van Dyke's the there. Yeah, he's, he's the DA. Christ, yep. I mean he's this cast. I can see that yeah. again. It's been a while. Uh, oh that, my that's god, cool. dude! Well, those movies that you go back and now that you're older and you actually know who all these people right. are, mm-hmm. and you're watching the movie going, "Damn, yeah." Because yeah. as a kid in 1990, we had no idea. And now it's like, oh well, I've seen everyone here <laughs> in something. So yeah, it's that that's a that is a tough yeah. Cause, and, cause and, 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 and then you even go back, you're like, hey, the kid is that fucking nerd and she's all that. What the fuck? You know, you guys ever watch mm-hmm. that? She's all yes, that. Yes, I've watched she's um, all that. Yes. Or is it she's all that or can't no, hardly no, wait? No, it's can't hardly wait. Yeah, okay, oh yeah. I totally, I totally all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, wait, can't hardly wait. Yeah. She's all that. No. Fuck that movie. No, can't, uh, can't, can't hardly wait is the house party one with Ethan Embry and yes. uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, but the nerd dude who like gets all drunk and shit, that's the kid. That is Charlie and, Cosmo, yes. Yeah, so, but that was like his last role, which was uh, Can't Hardly Wait, yeah. yeah. I don't know why for The Shadow, I don't know why Ben Affleck comes to mind. I could see it. Uh, I could see it. I could see that. I, could, I don't know how they do it because there's a bat, there's a Batman vibe to it. Well, because sure. Batman was inspired by like right. we, we had this discussion. The yeah. Shadow is one of like the trifecta of characters that Bob Kane and Bill Finger drew. Ooh, from. Ooh, 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 Mr. Venom, I like that a little bit. John Hamm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, that's, that could work. Is this um? Is or this or or. Uh, I don't know about that. I, know about I think I think John Ham. John Ham. John, John Ham. I like John Ham. Mm. John Ham yeah. could be interesting. That'd be. Yeah. It, I feel like it'd be a grittier Dick Tracy. Like it oh, wouldn't yeah. necessarily be as stylized. Like, it, but right. but I could it, see. But but just the fact has, that he was in Mad Men, you could see the hat and the has, trench coat. Has anybody here read the actual Dick Tracy like comic strips? Yeah, oh, I was. Yeah, I have. Yeah, okay, because dude, like, dude, I had, I had the fake watch. You know, I would love that. I, I was like, I want to talk and a watch. Now we can, which is crazy. Yes, which is I, we can do so much. Now we can't call that. Yes, I, I love the fact that we all. Yeah, I still wear an analog watch. watch. Boom! They're gonna get the oh. rock for Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine that? Dick Tracy? Oh. No. See the- <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm like, dude, your shoulders are way too big for no. the- You're ripping the coat, Dwayne. You're ripping the coat. Can we get yeah, I know exactly, no. dude. D- don't don't flex. You're gonna fucking right. fat guy, and a- you're gonna do that whole thing in Tommy Boy, where it's you know. Sorry. Like the, the the original uh, comic strips were actually not as. I mean, they were they weren't goofy. They were 
they weren't like as stylized they were actually like more pulpy and like more detective-y and yeah. like and, and yeah and there's also it's weird because if, if you get into a little bit of the lore there's the movie actually combines different timelines because there's a sequence where pat Patton was like one of his lieutenants and then he leaves and then hank ketchum is later there was never a point where they were together in the movie they're totally together working for him so they're like there's like this all there's like this conflagration it's it's another one of those like licensed things that they take with the character but if they were to do that now it would have to be like it'd have to be like a like a darker like a, like an actual noir like not a stylized like title They'll probably do that too no man, I, I don't know. I I, I want it. Stop. I mean, I the fact, part of yeah, part yeah. Of what was so cool about the about the original was kind of how they did that. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be as stylized as like Sin City, but the idea of because the whole I think the whole point of that is what they were doing at the time when they made the movie was kind of taking all the trappings of like what makes a noir movie, but then like putting it on steroids, and that's kind of what you got with the uh, with the movie whereas the modern version of doing that is very much like like okay in order to create that harsh lighting you don't actually like you 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 just create a fake background with that and you you know you do all these things like digitally now or you know or in camera as much as you can but like that's very much what frank miller did with with sin city was like okay this is you know the if you had done sin city a decade or two decades earlier you would have used techniques very similar to what they used on Dick Tracy, I feel like. Well, well I agree with you, Stephen, and that's why, like, all of these movies, like, speak to my soul. Like, yeah. that's why I can watch Dick Tracy and love it, and then can go watch Sin City and go, oh, yes, you, Dick, you Dick Tracy's also me. Dick, Dick Tracy's also a backlot shot film. I feel like Sin if they did it now, it'd be, it, would, would it necessarily be this? It, I don't. Well, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Is they, I think that I, I think from the way the movie looks, I think they they intentionally did it all on a backlot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I thought you were saying so because that's why I would. I no, would I'm. I'm that, saying like, I don't know that they would do that today. I'm oh, not, I feel I'm like they would. They would shoot it in the volume or on right. a, yes. or on a green yes. screen. Yes, totally. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And I don't know how that. I'm not sure how that would work. Well, like, it would work, I think to... it would work the same, the same as ever. But it's just something different is behind you. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> no. I, I mean, for I mean, sure for the actors, but like I. I there's like a especially when you watch Dick Tracy and there there's a tactile like 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 Dave was saying with the sound like the sounds yeah. dude in, even in, the punches the punches you felt those fucking punches it was like right yeah like, like, like there's just something old school in terms of like the tactile mm-hmm. like nature of the cafe he's eating at or what the what the bar remember when he went to go rescue the kid in the beginning and it's like that that big dude and stealing the chicken and eating the chicken in the shack and like. Yeah. There's the scene, and, and Tracy is not as big as this guy. Like this guy has got a <laughs> the shack is like doing right. this the whole right. time. It, go, yeah. right. it, it, it goes like to the exterior shot far away of the shack shaking back and forth from Tracy yeah. punching him that hard. Like that's I don't know. Well, I know. I mean, like they they definitely like uh, glorify his punching, and there's like literally like a montage. I think when Madonna's singing, and he literally sooner, just she's singing sooner or later. Yeah, and she he punches like five guys, and they all go oh. oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, was, the theatrics back then. Well, well, of and course, I loved, and of I love the I love the as implausible and impractical as it was. I still love the gunfight 
Oh, the the, dude, that one gunfight at the end? The one, the final, the, uh, in the the third one, act? Oh, the my one God. where everyone has a Thompson? Oh. Everyone has a Thompson. And everybody's just... Da, 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 da. And then, like, flat top, like, yeah! And it's, it's just, like... Ah, it's yeah. just blind firing into a pit. That's literally all they're and yet, doing. And yet Dick Tracy is out in the open, just like, fuck he's, it. He's you know? Well, everybody else is anything. like... Fishing. Yeah. Everyone I'm else still trying to figure out who the hell's going to play him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We're still, I know. I'm still we, trying we to figure kinda, out. We kind of, we kind of touched on the shadow a little bit, but who would play Dick? Well, um, I mean, John Hamm. John Hamm, I think, would be a good yeah. Dick Tracy. Yeah. yeah. I, I want a David Fincher, Ben Affleck starring Shadow. And I want. <laughs> oh, ooh, David. Oh, dude. You just, you just yeah. caused oh, movement in oh, everybody's no. pants in this oh, fucking no. panel right now. Jeez. David yeah, that's Fincher. good. David Fincher. Ooh. Oh, yes. Ooh, you know what, good, you know, good, good job dropping the director on that one. Yeah, you know what, nice, dude. Do you know what the greatest thing about David Fincher is? The greatest oh. thing about David Fincher. Go ahead. He, maybe more than any other director on this earth, understands that it is less about the camera and more about the person behind it. Mm-hmm. Because that dude has been using red cameras for over a decade and shoots like he's using Panavision. And I and I love the fact that with the whole red camera thing that happened this week, and he was like the UPS guy. He's a random UPS guy. Yeah. yeah. For Zach for Zach Snyder's little video. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. man. That just that 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 just warmed my heart. I'm oh, like, I, love David Fincher. Fincher. I know you from like the lowest rated yeah. Oscars ever. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it just was like, well, that's I love the friendly dickishness of that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he, but but he's uh, I, and I remember he I saw interviews uh, when he was talking about like how he loved using the smaller cameras, the smaller reds for the social network because it allowed him freedom to do. This is in that you remember that I've told you Scott about the documentary Side by Side. Yes, the one that is uh, hosted by Keanu Reeves. Amazingly, well, that's enough. that's the one where they talk where where they talk about like I think that's the one right where RDJ is like. Yeah, the digital camera made it so that there were no built-in smoking breaks. Well, they had to change the reels, and so I started. Um, or did he say this? Or someone else said this? He started I... leaving cups of pee around the set of um, of the uh, Zodiac. I don't remember that. Yeah, like he couldn't take pee breaks because Fincher that... would just like roll, 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 and so he like as a as a in protest, he started just like peeing in cups and leaving them around set. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I don't. The, the biggest stuff I remember, they, they talked to Nolan. They talked to Wally Pfister. They yeah. talked to Scorsese, who was like on the fence 50-50, which totally makes sense now because he's doing stuff on Netflix. Uh, but they also talked to Danny Boyle, David Fincher, and Steven Soderbergh because the whole idea is like Nolan and Fincher are like photochemical film or bust. And like Boyle and Fincher and Soderbergh are like uh, digital because it makes our jobs easier and we can do more with it. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, well, and when it comes, when it comes to Fincher, the fact that he can do more with it, he very much does to the point where everyone else is like, okay, we need like, we need, you are, you need to take a break. <laughs> Let everyone else take a break. Get that. Cause he'll, cause the other thing with the digital is also, especially cause like sound doesn't matter as much. What my understanding is Fincher not only will like shoot a way, 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 way more because of it, but he'll be like up in the actor's face, like while they're shooting, like micro, like marionetting them, mm-hmm. um, where they're like, "Can you just?" <laughs> oh yeah. Like 
No, he 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 like and because I there was uh one of my favorite things uh Gone Girl, I love how there's a there's this awesome video that Adobe was putting out because I'm a huge Adobe Creative Cloud person and disciple and Me like too. they it's a six minute long video about how the entire post production process of that movie was six guys in one house using Adobe Creative Cloud and like for everything for all the, the for the graphics, for the visual, for any visual stuff. And they were showing the footage that Fincher was shooting. And it was like, okay, you could just tell the way that he shoots is like, okay, he's old school. He's following mm -hmm. the rule of thirds. He's doing all this old school stuff. He's just using a digital camera because he can do, like you said, the micromanaging stuff that a big ass IMAX or Panavision camera won't let you do because of the size and the sound because IMAX cameras or film cameras in general are loud. But like he can, he was talking about how like there was that scene in the social network with, with the Winklevosses where they were rowing and he actually put the camera on the boat to get a shot. And he's like, I can't, I couldn't do that with a film camera. I can do that with this rig. Man, the, 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 how he did that with Army Hammer. I mean, I remember like everybody was in heavy debate of like, no, there's actual twins. Like now nope, that was one guy. No, that was twins. No, that was one guy. Well, you know, would no. it be that weird now to find out that there was another hammer the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. In 20, and in, in retrospect, it's like, oh, that got out. They let him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, between that, that guy was almost Batman twice. Oh, my. Oh, twice. Oh, right. oh. Twice. Apparently, he was up for, no, you know, the that new was one. the twin. Yeah. <laughs> the cannibal right. the cannibal is the one that we don't know about mm. <laughs> and he... it, it's, it's like that episode of it's like that which tree house of horror was that on the simpsons where they found out that bart had a twin named hugo that they kept in the attic and fed fish heads yeah <laughs> pretty much that man jeez no but it's something about david fincher like you can always he, he always creates that atmosphere there's like a certain atmosphere that he creates whether it was like with seven whether it was a social network, Fight Club, you always yeah. kind of felt that similar, almost like atmosphere. That girl with the dragon. Oh, tattoo. girl with the dragon girl tattoo. With the dragon tattoo. Yes. My God. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah, that 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 one doesn't get talked about enough. Everybody no, always talks about not. Seven, Fight Club. I mean, obviously, but but yeah, girl with the dragon tattoo. How was the see? I didn't even watch the sequel because I was disappointed it wasn't Fincher. So I was like, well, no, it was man, okay. It's not even. And it's Dice, not even okay. himself with uh well um, it also it's also a fourth book that wasn't Michael written Fassbender. by Steve Larson. Michael Steve Steve Larson mm -hmm. wrote three books that are a trilogy. That second movie with Claire Foy is yeah. based on a fourth book that was written by a completely different person that didn't even follow Steve Larson's notes they wow, left okay. after he died. For I some reason, I was it. just not, I was yeah. not drawn it by it. It felt vastly different watching yeah. it. Yeah. It looked like, like it was. So, like, they were trying to make it more of, like, a, like a Jason It was Bourne. an action movie. Yeah. yeah like a Jason Bourne-esque or something yeah. like that. That's what it felt yeah. like. But, yeah, I saw what you said, Stephen. Uh, Dice said uh, Michael Fassbender as Dick Tracy. Yeah. Okay. Was Dick Tracy a brunette or black hair? I don't remember. Black yeah, hair. Yeah, he was, he was brunette. Hair. He was brunette. No, he, I thought it was black hair. Or black. Well, I don't know. I, Who cares? I, do I know. Well, because really for some reason, I thought of Chris Evans. I was like, if he was British, I was like, Chris Evans. Uh, getting the mouth, the mouth, like the, the comic mouth. Chris, Ev Chris Evans has the jaw. He's got yeah. a Tracy. I've been trying jaw. to think of a good like, jaw. Like the yeah. person I can think of. And, and like, uh, um, 
a um, Josh Brolin would be interesting, but okay. Well, okay. So like when it came to Sin City, when it came to Sin City two, I remember watching Sin City two, which nobody fucking talks about it. Nobody talks about Sin City two because Ava Green. I mean, Ava Ava Green. Green. Yes, (laughs) that that shot of her with her robe and nothing underneath. Yeah. That, oh, she's always a delight, but that movie, oh, that, oh my God. that movie was, it was so weird how that was because I, like the first Sin City blew everybody's minds. Yeah. I went to watch it. The only thing that I came out watching that I, I, I kind of went, man, Josh Bullen would be a good older Batman. That's what I, that's what I, like when I walk away from the theater. Like, like, and like, then, like but then, the but then we come to find out that Snyder was actually considering him right. for, for BDS. And I went, well, that makes sense because when I watched Sin City 2, I went, I, I totally was going, man, he would be like a good fucking older Dark Knight Returns Batman. I, I was going to say if Zack Snyder actually did the Dark Knight Returns as a story, yes. like an adaptation, Josh Brolin would be perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. He might be, I mean, but he's, yeah, I mean, he's a little shorter than. Well, that's why I always love. Yeah, yeah but who cares? You can always, I mean, Tom Cruise gets away with it. So. That's why I love Snyder said if he did, if he did a um, Dark Knight Returns, he would want Howie Long meets Robert De Niro. That's Brolin. That's Brolin. I think, um, I don't know. Brolin's not quite De Niro acting, yeah. but like. But he's got a. I think that's that's probably about as close as you can get in real life. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm like, looking, I'm just looking forward to him as Gurney and. Dude. Oh my oh, god! I love that. I love that, I love that sh- dude. Every time, even when I saw uh, Shang Chi, they played <laughs> the Dune trailer, and I, and I love that shot when, like, you know, and you know, when uh, Leto goes smile, Gurney, and he goes, "I am, I am smiling. smiling." I love that. I well, love. I, that. I, I, I I discovered like how much I've crafted, but, but for all the for all the trolls that I still argue with. I, I've actually, I've you? actually done. What? I've, I've actually done, and I actually have done a, a not bad job of curating my timeline to a certain audience. Because today, when the timeline, I was afraid of Shang Chi spoilers before I saw it. I did see it today, but no, my timeline was all Dune reactions. Yeah, that's all it was. Oh, yeah. Dune is I, blowing up right now. I yeah. saw very Dune. little Shang Chi reaction and mostly <laughs> Dune reaction. On please, my, on my please, please, please let yeah. that standing ovations. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. And Stephen, I liked your tweet when he said, "Like, but how long was yeah. the standing <laughs> ovation?" Well, that's what six all, minutes. Like, the reviews for this stuff at, at festivals are always like. I'm not saying I doubt the Dune reviews, but like people are, they get so over the top with their yes. like, "This is going to fundamentally change society once this hits mm-hmm. the the normies." Yeah. Um, and, and, um, and so it's like, you either get that and then you, and then the other thing you get out of film festivals are the like, oh, it had a 17 minute standing ovation. And it's like, yep. so, I think, I think they said this well, one was eight minutes, minute, uh, eight. six minutes, uh, six, six minutes, six minutes, the longest of the it's, it's the longest ever. Yeah. But then uh-huh. some, whoever, people that go to festivals are always like, yeah, but they standing ovation everything. But I guess that's the longest one. So that, right. that differentiates. All I know also is that I, I finally saw a shot of Zendaya that made me go, I understand now. <laughs> I know what you're talking. There's about. one of her. Yeah. Oh. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. You, you, wait, you you hadn't seen one before that. Yeah. Uh, not, I think, not, I think, not like this. I think, not I think like Scott, this. I think Scott and I have always quite been a few. kind of like eh I've never. I've never. I've never been I, like. I, uh, I, I, uh, China must be a black thing. 
don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Gotta be, because I, I, I've been but, clued into that for a while. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I don't know, but I don't know. I just never really saw the, mm, with her like that, uh, you know? But that um, one, I got it. No, that's a no, that's a good shot. I, I, I'll give I'm, that. I'm I'll glad give you that caught there. up. I'm glad you finally well, caught welcome, up. Welcome, sir. We have cookies. <laughs> Better late welcome. than never. I'm right. just saying. True. You know? That is true. Yeah, but I, just, I never, I just never found like the the sexiness in her. I, I, I mean, never really did. I mean, Scott. To be fair, you you have a type. I do have a type, and sure. she doesn't fit that type. <laughs> so, <laughs> and plus, to also to to also be fair, you'll only find pictures like that of her editorial wise or on a carpet. In movies and just in life, she's just very like how she is in Spider-Man movies, just hair out, chilling. Yes. All right, whatever, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like or, it's or like Euphoria, except yeah. for right. uh, um, uh, what's that movie she's on? It's like a it's like a play. No, the oh, the Malcolm and something. Malcolm Marie. Malcolm, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen that. that. You still haven't watched that either. I still haven't yeah. seen that. It's either, pretty yeah. good, but it's I'm she. I don't think she's. It would change either of your minds on it, but she's in it like. <laughs> Almost. I don't know. I just I I I, I don't know. I'm I I just find her a little too skinny. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not, the perv that's I'm waiting for her. Her nudes, her like topless scene. I'm the perv that guy. Like, no, I just do it, just I, do I'm it. just waiting. I I want her to hit thirty, and she gets starts getting like you know more of the meat packed on her, like the more weight. I don't know. I just she may not. She's a thin skinny. girl. She's oh, very thin. See, that's the thing. Go. And I'm just I I like more of a you know curves. Yeah, I like more of the curves. You know. That's I just for the Green Ranger. Don't be fooled. <laughs> the Green, Green Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be fooled by small petite. That's true. Oh, no, no. It's, hey, come on. Trust me. I've had yeah. Uh, one Things of my ex girlfriends clothes just come off. It's like, wait, that that moves a lot. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. so don't be fooled. No, 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 all, no. All no I know I is that I'm looking. I'm, I'm just looking at the Dune reactions. I'm just looking at everything, and I'm just going. October. Uh, get yeah. here oh yeah oh dude october what, what the fuck why is why are none of these movies yeah. releasing in september because we had shang chi what the fuck else is coming out this month oh uh, uh, well it, it was venom and then that got yeah but, <laughs> but october. Can, you, can you name another film that's coming out shang chi's it yeah october october it's like holy shit right. october as long as you know if, if, if venom holds right it's venom Dune, and then what else I've, is in October? I, I suspect that they those are we're Didn't doing Venom the holding. Move? It's not in October anymore. Yeah, no. Well, you mean like October sixteenth? Like, like right? Past that? I think there was there was rumors that it was going to move to January, and then somebody right. at Sony was like, "No, somebody at Sony shot that down." Apparently, I, I so suspect. I, I don't think it's officially moved yet. Yeah, no. I suspect most of those are going to move, and they're just in that that COVID holding pattern again, where they're trying to decide, like they're not the actual dates. They're just placeholders for them to decide where to move to. Um, the, like, do we delay a year okay. or do we delay another month? I just, I need, I, okay. One thing uh, I need, I Dune's need not Dune. going to move. Dune's, Dune's not, not going to move. move but one thing that I'm afraid is going to move. And I just, I can't, it's already been a, over a year and a half now. I need no time to die. I need my, Oh, it's set. You're I, 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 on. I think that one, yeah, I, that's coming out in October, oh, September, right? I, no, that's September. September 30th. No, is it September or is it October? Yeah, September 30th. All I know is like we got Army of Thieves. We got Last Night in Soho. Oh, we got Antlers, long, which nobody talks about Antlers. I don't yeah, know if you saw that, that fucking trailer. That, that, that 24 
Yeah. Yeah. Google, is, Google saying October eighth for No Time to Die. The See, says October thirtieth. Is there? There's another Jeepers Creepers movie coming out. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I have no idea. Is kind it the same producer? Back to basics and all that. Shit. I, I oh, hopefully not. <laughs> well, yeah. isn't it, didn't like the it's director, director get in trouble? Not the producer, yeah, the director. yeah, the director got in like trouble for like some yeah, like questionable child, shit. child, yeah. Shit. Oh no, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it, the final trailer bad. of No Time to Die said September 30th. So I was like, oh, it's locked. Got it. So we got Halloween Kills also, Last Duel. Yes. And then, of course, nice. Venom. And then we got No Time to Die. I mean, there's so much coming out in October. And I'm going, if, if just fucking holds. move some of that to September, please. I'll move some of it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think there, there's, there's a degree, there's definitely a degree of truth to what Steven <laughs> is saying, though, because like Paramount. You know, especially with what happened a couple of days ago, like Paramount oh, is like leading the charge of like oh, no, pushing crazy. things back. Oh shit! So, we got that. We got the the Amityville Moon. Is that like another Amityville? Oh, wow. Huh? What the fuck is that? Where I don't even know. What, what, what are you? Where are you at? Where are you? I'm from? on moviephone.com right now. That has okay. all the fucking. Is this releases. like an Amityville space movie now? I don't <laughs> know, space. but it the. Poster's kind of cool. But then, of course, they got VHS. I don't know if you guys all watched the VHS. There's a new VHS? Yes, yeah, called VHS 94 that's coming out October 6th. Is this an actual uh, movie or like another franchise. straight to DVD type thing? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's not going to be on in VHS straight to DVD. <laughs> <laughs> you got no, Adam's VHS Family 2. Adam's like, Family 2 is coming like, out too. Like, yeah. okay. to, to, to be honest with you, the Many Saints of Newark also. Sorry, like, like there's so also like, like the the you know the the Red Notice trailer came out yesterday. Yes, which was ironic because it. It, right in the middle of the Patty Jenkins bullshit, <laughs> that trailer <laughs> drops for oh, a Netflix God. movie. But it just, like seeing that trailer just reminded me of like how many Netflix movies came out this year that I still need to watch. So I was going to, that was going to be my question I was going to ask you guys. Cause I saw one of them the other day and I'm not hearing many people talk about it. I'm very curious on everyone's take on it. Has anybody seen sweet girl yet? No, it's in my, I want to see it. I do want to see it. I haven't gotten to it yet. I haven't gotten to it yet either. Yeah. What no, did you I think? wanted to until the okay. guns and roses trailer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I, well, I can't say anything then. No, obviously, I won't give it away. But generally, overall, I did enjoy the film. I did. I, Moa, Momoa was great. He, it was a very, uh, that'll, that'll give shit away. I will say his beginning, like, 10 minute, like, performance that he has to do. Thank you, Jason. And yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Agreed. His first 10-minute performance, I'm like, holy shit, you're acting right now. And it's what I wanted, and I fucking love it. Like, it was, holy shit, Jason, okay, certified. Aquaman certified you, like, leading man, action, and all that. Sweet girl was like, okay, when he needs to chop, chop it the fuck up, he's great. So, good film. I need to know people's thoughts on it after it ends. Have you, have you seen things C- happen? Have you okay. seen C at all? I haven't no, seen. I, I want to. I've seen I, season one. I have thoughts. Because I, I, I think, I think Scott, we've talked, right, about, yeah. this, I think. We about this. We talked about this. Yeah. 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 Now, like, but but season two has Batista as a villain, so I'm right. kind of like intrigued. And it's yeah. I think you. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, and you said yeah, season one. Eh. But it yeah. seems like season two they picked up on like hey. We got to make it a little more intense, kind of thing. 
I'm just curious about his acting because I, I, I know what I, I get what John is saying in terms of like his like at this point, like you know, I, who's Momoa, Jason or Dave? Oh, Jason, no, no, because because the thing is, Dave for me, I mean, it's Army of the Dead aside, he has Sapper Morton. Well, right? yeah, he you has, look at Blade Runner, it's like I, yeah, okay. I, I, I know, but that's what I'm saying is like. Jason doesn't have a character like that yet. Yeah, where, true. He, where he does that, I want. I need to see. I want to see him do that. Sweet girl gets him pretty damn cra- uh, close. Pretty close, um, yeah. Because like I said, that opening, and then for the rest, it doesn't require like he has chops, but he's Jason, but he's acting. He's not like Jason. Jason, like okay, but that first ten minutes sold me. It's kind of like Parenthood. Have you seen Parenthood? Uh, the uh, fatherhood, oh, sorry, Karen fatherhood, fatherhood, sorry, fatherhood, oh, fatherhood. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Kevin Hart's Netflix. Oh yeah, I, I, oh, I, okay, yeah, okay. I saw that. I saw that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that scene, like in the hospital. Yes. Spoilers. I'm yes. like, when he's mm-hmm. like, "Holy shit, acting's coming out right now," and I love it. Yes. That's Jason Momoa. So I'm just okay. like, "Holy right. hell!" Good. I'm so, with you now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm just like, okay, but check it out. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie. And yeah, Laura Dora is I've heard, I've heard mixed. I've heard very mixed. Okay, but okay, but is it Kate with Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Okay, but 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 John, is it a real movie? Is it a real you know, movie? Like, or, is it a real movie? Yeah, or or is it a <laughs> is it a real movie or is it a fake movie? It 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 is a real movie. It is a real movie. All right. When it's on TV, it's you know it's not a real movie when it's on TV. It's, no, yeah, no, listen, I, she's not wrong and shit, but the way she said that, that I don't agree with. I'm like, okay, you okay, you know, and I, 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 I was gonna ask because you were all <laughs> defending Denny before with what, and and I will admit that this makes Denny, Denny's speedboat in a bathtub comment is like Sesame Street compared to fake movies. Oh, oh I, I was like, who? Well, I mean, Stephen, you kind of you wrote an article about all this. So, what what is your thoughts about what Patty said about this? Well, I haven't the 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 first thing she said. I had a reaction to um, because it was it was a few days ago where she said um, the thing about how she wishes that um, what was it? She said something about she um, she thinks that the release hurt World of Nineteen Eighty Four. Yes. And um, I had a reaction to that, but then when I went back and read the whole uh, article for context, and she said, like, I get they were making the best decision out of bad circumstances. And I was like, okay, well, that's different to just say, like, you don't prefer it, but you understand, like, they were doing what they had to. Because that's been my thing with the the directors didn't get the whole time. It's like the the release that you want just doesn't exist. You're not going to release the movie in the theaters right now and have the kind of theatrical experience or, or splash that you want. But then she came out and said this other stuff, and people were like, no, 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 read the full context. I went and read the full context. It doesn't change the fact that she called it fake movies. Yeah, so I know. Yeah. So it does like, Absolutely. People were like, oh, no, they took it out of context. I'm like, no. She's nope. fact, the that's fact that's why I drew the line. About, I was like, whoa. The fact that she sad. says that like they're, they're, they're not part of the, the, social, like, the conversation, I think there's, a, there's, there's a, a debate there. She's really exposing like her bubble that she lives in. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like even that, like fine you can have that opinion but the the phrase they're like fake movies like you can't re you can't contextualize that to a point that like makes me be like it's no big deal and i think that the thing that all the what i wrote in the article that dave is talking about is that the all which these was really good 
your that article is amazing. Thank Seriously. you. Um, um, but Denny and, and, and Nolan, I love Nolan, but even the way he's approaching it, I feel like Nolan is doing it more as like, he feels like it's his job. I, 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 in my heart, I have to believe he understands the economics and necessity of what's going on. And he's just like, well, it's my job to say theaters are better. So, but, um, I could be wrong, but, um, and then now Patty also are all like trumpeting the theatrical experience. And I don't think none of them know what they're like, the theatrical experiences that, that they're even championing. Like it doesn't exist. Like people are on their phones, the, the concessions are too expensive. Like it, it, it's impossible for people to get out, especially if they have kids. Um, and it's like outside of pandemic times. Well, meanwhile, mm. people are seeing movies on on streaming, and they're seeing good movies on streaming. Um, and like, no, that's not to say that like the big screen has no place. Or it's not there's not an experience to see things on the big screen. But like when they see stuff on the big screen, it's in a private screening, it's at a premiere, it's 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 the big screen experience according to them is something that 99% of other people never have. And that's great. Like, sure. Preserve that if you want, but like that's you're, you're arguing against people seeing it on, on streaming because of in favor of an alternative that they're not going to see it that way anyway. Um, it's, it's uh, weird. I feel like they're out of touch in that way. I would have to disagree there. Um, and because I see aspects of it, and I just think it depends on the film. Um, and that's why I say I agree with her. She's not wrong what she's saying until the fake film. I'm like, okay, well, that was just being a dick. But, and I don't think it's a thing with theater and experience. I don't think people aren't going to go to them anyway. I think it's still very heavily prevalent because some movies you have, it's just an experience. And I think the way that she ended it of like, you know, streaming isn't like incorporating legacy talk like in terms of the film and an impact that's true you're not going to have an impacting full moment if you watch i'm going back to this because the only thing i have i don't feel like think about other shit end game on tv that's not going to have that legacy that that legacy impact as if you have that experience at a theater it's just not um so it's like it just depends on what exactly the film is and what you're doing some things are meant to be experienced and made for that specific streaming, whatever you want to call it, but theater and film are, is always going to be a platform that's just part of us and yeah. experience and history and all that kind of stuff. It's That's just the way it is. And yes, we've adapted to phones and things like that, but that's there are things specifically for that. It's why we have that. It's why these things were made. And the reason why things are where they are now is because we were forced to because COVID, that there's no other choice. So it's just like, it's not something that was a narrative that was going ahead before. That's just like, okay, all these movies, same day release, yada, yada, yada. We were forced into that because of the times. Yeah. So True. it's, you know, it's, it just goes back and forth depending on what the material there's also, is. And hold on, hold on, guys. Uh, Scott, you need to leave, right? I do need to leave. Yeah. So I, I don't want to kill the party, but I do need to bounce. All right, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Take it easy, brother. See Alrighty. you guys tomorrow. Uh, Scott DC 27, DC Film Squadcast, six year anniversary this weekend. Yeah, hey. congrats. All right, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow, of course. Talk to you tomorrow. Batman Fanimated. We'll see you. Oh, Beware man. the great, the great ghost. Ghost. Oh, Yes. Be yes. Great. It's a great one. Yes. All right. Um, I was going to say, part, of the, part of the problem with the, the theaters versus streaming bit is the. Um, I don't think there's a good comparison where everyone's always trying to equate streaming numbers to box office. And I don't think that there's enough, like when Patty says what she says, for example, about the it belonging as a part in the conversation, 
that there's not enough analytics of, of like how many people are like actually watching and consuming these movies by comparison. Because you look at something like like Netflix will release viewership numbers, but that's all people who have watched it for like more than two minutes is what they right. include in that. Right. But you look at like what like the Netflix platform is, and they've got what two hundred million subscribers, and like how does that translate into like compared to the like a, equivalent wide release in in movie theaters? I don't think that these platforms are equivalent, and so when when they say like something doesn't have the same resonance like on on a Netflix release do we know that even the same number of people are like, like 200 hypothetically, you say like a hundred million people and you take, you know, and you, you travel like the box office off, off of that, you know, that's a, about what you get to, to talk about like, you know, like a billion dollar movie or something like that. So when you're, when you're looking at a streaming platform and you're looking at, okay, how, what percentage of that platform is even going to watch this? You're, you're working with way smaller numbers, but treating it as if it's the same sort of wide release at like, you know, two, 3,000 theaters. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't go analytical. Um, like, I don't do like the comparison in that right. aspect. Yeah. Well, and, 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 exactly. And or so, you can't. I mean, not, right, not, right. Exactly. not, not, well, because not you can't those, compare, yeah. you can't compare views to, you know, there's ticket costs versus streaming costs. So, right. my point, I don't think you can like transcribe the numbers, but the point is that they're being regarded as two equivalent things. Like if something is released in theaters, it starts this conversation that it doesn't if it's released on streaming, but that's because the thing that the invisible part of streaming is the fact that the number of people that have access, well, it seems like it's worldwide. No, it's really just the pool of subscribers on that platform, which is at this point, I believe like on Netflix is going to be the biggest one. I think still smaller than the pool of now I'd have to do back the napkin math and I'm too drunk to do that. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure like the, the, the number of Netflix subscribers, even if 100% of the people on the platform saw it, it would not be nearly as big as like the average theatrical release. Right. And yeah. so, well, and so you're grading right, one thing that's on a, like, it's not on an even scale to be able to judge it as like what seizes the conversation more because it's never going to, because not as many people are going to see it. Yeah, until the platform grows. And, and, and as long as the numbers are going to continue to be self-reporting, the studios are never going to tell us that, which is why a lot of people are looking for a false equivalency because they're not used to being in the dark. They're used to having ticket sales and going, well, here's the number. Let's look at this. And that's what everybody that writes at Forbes is based their platform on and that's what all of these other box out you know, like the, whether it's Katesh Panda or that idiot at exhibitor relations like all those guys like they just focus on classically what the numbers have always told them but the bigger you still can't see the numbers yeah <laughs> right yeah. but the the, the the bigger issue I have the, the biggest issue that I have with anything that these directors are saying and I think I brought this up before is they're just they're just ignoring the audience they're yeah. dismissing they're dismissing the audience entirely steven brought this up in his piece about how before the pandemic like i i've heard people say john that what you said about we were forced into this by the pandemic people keep ignoring that things were changing before the pandemic started but that's things not was, no absolutely but it was again for their directive platforms like i'm talking about in terms of like Combining theater stuff, same day release on whatever, that wasn't going to be our thing because we designed these things for exclusives, you know, for those platforms. Right. So, so right. same day, okay. Like if, if and and that's part of the that's also part of the issue is 
when it's like Jenkins and all these people, and it, it can't be understated. It has to be stated that all of this happened at CinemaCon, which is an it's an event designed for one purpose to schmooze the exhibitors and everybody that own you know, all the theater chains. So the theme, and I've read several different pieces that have confirmed this, the theme of this year's CinemaCon is down with streaming, it's going to make us extinct. Yeah. And every and, and so they, every time a studio had their presentation and this came up, there would be Snickers and there would be like derisive <laughs> stuff set in the crowd because all of these exhibitors like AMC and Regal and everybody are pissed like or, or irked, right? Because, and, and they even said this in our article, like we feared extinction, which is so dramatic you're not gonna you're not gonna go extinct. i know they're never gonna go away no but like but that's the problem is like there's this adversarial nature already there and this belief that day and date equals streaming and we must fight all of it and patty made a comment in in one of those where she's like i don't she didn't understand the idea of ditching theatrical and throwing it on 700 streamers just to try to compete with netflix and it's like patty you don't get this at all yeah this is an evolution this is not an either or there is theatrical and there is streaming they both are going to coexist there is not going to be one or the they other yeah they have to coexist they right honestly have to coexist and i i just need to take a little bit of break just a little break from the conversation right now every dodger fan is going like this right now Giants won. Sorry, the Giants was it, what, won. Was it one nothing? Yeah, it? no, it was two to one. Oh, Extra two one. I'm sorry. I just, you know, sorry. I didn't mean to oh, cut off the conversation, but I had to do that I don't because follow baseball. Yeah, bad. it's okay. Uh, no, no, it, it's I, 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 I do follow baseball, <laughs> and I, 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 I totally. Under- you don't follow baseball. Well, I mean, it's Dodgers and Giants. They were tied for first place right now, and they. Yeah, this was like going to be so. Now the Giants are in first place right now, and first place I, 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 I love you, mom. Going? I love you, love you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait it's a minute. The whole season going on. Wait. 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 Wait a minute. What? Your mom is a Dodgers fan. Yes. Okay. So so you got it. all right. Yep. <laughs> it's that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so is my dad. My dad is a Dodgers fan too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That shows you how much I don't follow baseball because we said the Giants. <laughs> I thought she was talking about football. The New York like, Giants. <laughs> the season hasn't even i'm so confused oh <laughs> I, yeah no I, I just had to. i just had to do that because wait, wait, wait so know. was the hat just decorative that was because i went to a yankee game here i am thinking you're a yankees fan and like, yeah, okay all right not at all i went to a game i was like well i think it's just traditionary so we just get one yeah and, that's and, fine i mean you know baseball right. hats are cool man i'm literally yeah. red Sox by default I'm of course, because you, you, you yeah. oh, okay, all right, yeah, that's it. But, but you know, everything else, I just, gotcha. I had, I had to do that because there's a fight for first place in the NL West, yeah. and they were tied. And this game, I was like, going, oh shit, oh, what's that, gonna happen? But, no, it's, it's, but the Giants won. Now they reclaimed, reclaimed first place. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's September. We're, we're getting down to the. Oh, wire. dude, it's, 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 it's getting, every yeah. game is a playoff battle right. Yeah. I mean, for you know, and for, the Giants, the Giants lost fucking 
five straight, like four or five straight. And I was I like, that. oh boy, I'm like, this is it. NFL Giants can actually win some shit. You guys will be all right. Well, yeah, well, I don't have, uh, what's his name anymore? So, well, who who's their new quarterback? Uh, Daniel Bruce, uh, something? Some fuck no. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. sorry, I didn't mean to totally no. just tangent to sports, but I had to do that right because I, you know, I, I, I have I, Dodger I, fans in my chat. I'm, I'm not. I mean, Brooklyn say... Nets. A lot. We're loading up. So oh yeah. I saw oh, that. apparently, yeah. What is what? What's the well, trade somebody came out of retirement, right? Or something like just... that? Yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. After like having <laughs> right. heart problems, like, hey, and, I'm back. I'm like, what? And 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 they just dealt like Jordan, DeAndre Jordan to the Pistons. Yep, and now he's like, going to go to the Lakers because they just waved him from the Pistons. Now he's going to go to the Lakers. What the hell? Is, okay. Yeah. Now at least he'll get to play basketball for whatever reason. We didn't want to play him throughout the entire playoff run. Right. I'm like, are you stupid? So at least he'll get I'm, some play time. I'm just glad we got Cade Cunningham, and now we can actually think about maybe playoffs at the at next season. That's all. Like, I mean, as long as you got the ARP team, I don't know. It's kind of – we'll see. No, they're well, they're, they're getting – Troy Weaver is trying to re, to retool that roster. He got rid of Dumbaye, and that he that didn't work out at all. So that I understand that trade, but like I don't know, it, he's going for a youth movement. We have some pieces. We do. We have some pieces. Oh wait, I confused Cunningham. I thought for some reason I thought the 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 white the white dude that they drafted from college at the Lakers. So that's the only way I could think I could describe him. Sorry. I know. But, um, <laughs> I don't care. The white, the white guy. I blonde here, but I thought he was talking about the Lakers. I mean, anytime he's oh, like, no, you know, no, in no. basketball, you describe oh. a white guy, it's pretty like, whoa, hey. Yeah, I was, about to say, what, I was about to say, what white guy did we draft? <laughs> we drafted a white guy. <laughs> no, we drafted, we had the number one pick. We drafted Kate Cunningham. Wait, what? I had, a white guy. <laughs> we actually won the draft lottery, which Detroit never wins the draft lottery anywhere, like ever. It's like, what the hell? Cleveland can win three out of four years. We can't win shit. What the hell? And we finally get the number one pick, and then I had to spend two months listening to every pundit talk about why we should trade the pick. All of you shut the fuck up and let us have the number one pick. I don't want to play yeah. in Detroit. We just took two of you guys, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we gave you... Like, Good luck with Sekou Dumbaye. He's he's nothing. He's he's, he's terrible. That's I, I don't know. What, what, I was just so confused. This totally went with that. This totally went to a sports chat, and I, you know I, I just had to. And uh, Mr. William Powell, Mr. Sci-Fi Center, I saw your tweet earlier. Like, ah, am I gonna watch the Vodka stream or gonna watch Dave's team lose? Ah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just he saying, just saying, can't talk shit like that. Come yeah, on. yeah, but he did, he did, he did, and you know, yeah. I'm just saying, well, you know, it's only the first game of the series, there's still two more games, well, but look, I, I'm just I, saying, I, it's nice that the Giants got the uh, first I, I, I have said for years, and I will continue to say this sports fans are just as nerdy in many cases as we are. Because oh yeah, not, oh yeah, because oh yeah, they, it gets tribal. It gets tribal because it, you know it's crazy how nowadays, like how it how tribal it gets. Where I'm even going, all right, guys, it's getting a little too much. You know, I mean, see the difference is we fight online. They <laughs> fight in actual <laughs> like it's actual fights, dude. Seriously, all right. Well, 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 because if, if you have like the draft party like at someone's house. Yeah, that can start like if the league, like if you have like league meetings. Yeah, oh, that could totally turn into, or if you're at because they're at the bar. 
That's the other yeah. problem. There, no, the water went all this shit. Alcohol so. involved and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I know. Like, oh, trust Cowboys. me. Like, being a Giants fan going into Dodger Stadium, whoo, it's, I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. every, I, you walk in, every Giants fan looks at each other and, and nods, like, you okay? You good? You know, it's uh, like, it gets to that uh, point where you're like, are you all right? I mean, how, how is it where you're at? Where you're saying when, when we're all in line getting beer and hot dogs, everybody, every Giants fan is looking at each other. Anytime you spot somebody with some paraphernalia that you're wearing, everybody looks at you going like a shit pop off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh, it yeah. gets like there's like there's like a camaraderie where you're like, are you okay? I mean, how's your you're good? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It it gets like that, and you know, most of the time it's fine. I mean, I've had you know some occurrences where some people fucked with me but it's it's never been too bad but yeah but apparently nowadays when it comes to baseball and dodgers and you know giants obviously that's a old rivalry but the last game that i went to that was dodgers and giants you know we we got there pretty early on when batting practice was happening and we were talking to some dodgers fans and they're like you know you you realize you're not the the most hated fans here anymore right and i went oh yeah what is it Astros fans. Oh, because the whole cheating fucking thing that happened in 2018. Yeah. So Astros fans. Oh, my God. I heard when the Astros, this year was the first time the Astros actually visited Dodger Stadium. Mm -hmm. I heard it was insane. I heard that there were fights everywhere going around in the fans. Apparently, they threw a bunch of trash can lids onto the field. Like Damn. fake trash can lid because of the whole trash can thing. The trash they, can they, thing yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, John, if you if you follow baseball, you probably understand more. But yeah, it's I know about yeah. the cheating thing and all that, but the base the, the, the lid's not on. Uh, well that's, that, that, <laughs> well, that was that was part of the signal that they had set up like yeah. when they were apparently like, when they were when Astros were cheating, somebody like when they were telling the players like who was up to bat. What the what what pitch was coming? They were banging on the trash can lid on like, and it was a code oh. thing. Like it was like you could watch YouTube videos where you literally wow. you're like, how do you how were you gonna get away with that? You could fucking clearly hear a bam 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 like 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 what mm-hmm. the hell were they trying to do there? Mm-hmm. So now, mm-hmm. thankfully, <laughs> thank you Astros Giants fans are no longer the most hated. Uh. I, I, I will also thank the Astros because you got AJ Hinch fired and suspended for a year, so now he's our manager because he's actually a good manager. Oh, and okay. He's there. You go. And and so now he's in Detroit. And I mean, the Tigers suck ass, but at least we at least I don't have to worry about stupid decisions on pitch counts and you know bad decisions with base runners and yeah. you know, hmm. I don't have to worry about that shit. It's <laughs> management of the roster and. Yeah, no, All I can watch that shit live. Stuff. I can't watch it on TV. I have to, baseball is not, I can't. It's one of those. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. I get it. I mean, I could watch it. Or in hockey. I'm like, nope. It's soccer. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even watch soccer. I, I watch I, I, I watch football. Football and hockey are my 1A and 1B. Oh, football yes, and basketball it, for it, me. It, because, yes, black people do watch hockey. And, and, I, know, and, I think, I, think and, I made that joke uh, last yeah. week. And, 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 <laughs> and I love the fact that Ray was like right on. He's like, well, black people actually like. I was like, but, thank but, you. So I, I, I wanted to point out that. Come on. But it's, but it, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying it isn't a hard sell. 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> for, for so many reasons, not the least of which it's it's the yeah, one we don't like cold. Yeah, exactly. We don't like I mean, we don't like that... cold, and and on top of that, it's quite on. This is legitimate. It's a very expensive sport. Yeah, and you oh, can't yeah. just and and contrary to what the movie Four Brothers would like you to believe, <laughs> there are not ice rinks <laughs> randomly in the inner city in Detroit. <laughs> I will. I, 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 born and raised in Detroit, I will tell you that that shit does not happen. Like yeah. no one just has sticks and and puck to go out and play hockey in the middle of the set. Fuck that. That's not. I've how watched it. hockey live once. It was great. I I felt like one. I have yet to. Cold. It's fun, but it is cold. But yeah. it's the at least where I was at. The seating, like the stadium itself, what? is built so weird. I constantly what? feel like I'm gonna fall. Where were you? Even Steven's agreeing. Have you been to a hockey game, Steven? You have? Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, yeah, it's very. I mean, depending on, um, I I feel like different stadiums are that way because, like, the United Center was a little bit like that, and they had they played both the Bulls and the uh, the Blackhawks. And the Blackhawks. Um, there's a lot of stadiums where it's just like, um, a Soldier Field is like that too. I think they got they fixed it with their their seats, but we're like. You go walking and you're like, if I trip, like I am on the field. Yeah, like it's so steep. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Up here we had that we used to, the Lions used to play the fucking Lions. They used to play at uh, the Pontiac Silverdome, and yeah, it was like a, a seventy, like I don't know, like sixty, seventy thousand seat arena. It was huge, but yeah, it was literally like, do not lean forward any right. further. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like at all, right? Like, oh and my yeah. so, and so when they built people there that are huge, and you're like, "How are you?" Like, oh God, yeah, dude. There was right. I, I had a big dude behind me who, like, I mean, he, this dude was drunk at halftime. Oh my, please don't. Oh me. God, <laughs> well, it, it, it's it's the lions. So, yeah. but, like, he was like drooling, like, oh God, over, he was like right behind me, like oh, drooling all over. Me. It was just like yeah. okay, it, but but yeah, if he had leaned any forward, I'd I'd have been a fucking dead duck. But, yeah, but, but when they built uh they built Ford Field in like O2 and it's like, it's like when it's like a lower like they started they, they they discovered we can't build this shit that steep. We need yeah. the seats to actually be somewhat level. So Ford Field yes. is way better. It's smaller, but it's way better as far as like I will not die. If going, I back to that, going back to this, like, I, I don't get, like, why do you go to a sporting event to just get shit-faced? Like, I, I don't mind, like, hey, I'll have a drink or two, hey, nice little buzz, ten, whatever, ten relax. bucks for a beer? Yeah, especially, right, well, yeah. No, it's even more than that. It's like oh, 16 God, it is bucks. Now. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and and for, 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 for Bud Light. Yeah, for, for a fucking, Light. you know, shitty fuck? beer. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Get some Sam Adams. Yeah, can I get something a little, a step up, a little bit? Right, you yeah. know, do you have? Yeah, you know? that's way too expensive for that shit. Yeah. But luckily, the first time I went, they actually fought and shit. I was like, "Ooh, I get just like a hockey fight." <laughs> Why do hockey players fight like old ass Renaissance men? Like, shit <laughs> down, just like I, I, I've explained this. <laughs> I've, I've explained this to my own family so they can get it because they're like, "I don't watch it because it's just boxing on ice," and it's like, "Okay, whatever." Listen. Nice. <laughs> Hockey is literally the only sport where for the entire 60 minutes you're playing with a fucking weapon in your hand. Yeah. That's the Dude. problem, right? So You know what? So, There's so, so much respect I have for hockey players. I'm like, how? I mean, 
when it comes well, to endurance, season, first off, you see season ending injuries in any other sport. And then like the mean, but then they'll come yeah. out of the locker room and be like, here, hold my teeth. I'm going exactly. back. Exactly. Right. You have hockey yeah. players that are mm. like, I mean, they have to be, they have to be fit. Dude. You can't tell because they're wearing like all this padding, you yeah. know? So they look like they're just like a bunch of state puff marshmallow men, you know, <laughs> but, but they're fucking hauling ass on that ice. And then they're getting like, you have a stick, Sometimes I'm like, how do you not have a fucking mask over your face? Yeah. Because Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, you're talking about a guy. I've seen this multiple times. Guy you know, falls, goes down, but dude yeah. in front of him also going down. Leg comes up, blade of skin. Yes, right. Slice. A, you have a right. knife. But, you but, have but, knives on your but, fucking feet. But, but blood on the ice in a pool. Towel yeah. to his head. He's being. He's he's gone. Oh yeah, I've he, seen. That's why I don't ice skate. He's back. He's <laughs> back on the ice, ice and he's back on the ice in the next period with stitches, stitches in a bandage. Yeah, no, chilling. Okay. And then Your he just, and then he gets crazy. back in. He he'll just be like put me back yeah. in. He yes. just like fucking stitches, fresh stitches Absolutely. in a bandage. He'll be like, give me back in that shit. Yeah, that's now, one or two sports where I'm like that. So one, that's like I said, that's why I don't fucking ice skate. One, that's crazy. I've seen too many Final Destination movies. I'm good. Oh, <laughs> shit. And then that and MMA. Like, beat the shit out of me, but do not put your crusty-ass toenails all across my face. And oh. oh, also, those God. are first, the, oh. the only two sports where feet, I'm just like, I just cannot. Because if you fall and bust your ass on a skating rink, someone can oh. just run across your face or throw it. It's a wrap. You can catch a well, toenail and, 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 and that's not even <laughs> counting. Well, we'll see. And, and you're just talking about like the, the occupational hazards, never mind the actual physicality of the sport. These are yeah. like, like, like Dave said, big dudes. Oh, yeah. Imagine getting smashed into that glass or worse. Yeah. Like, you know what? A, cr a cross check. This yeah. is a dude taking oh, this, yeah. this lumber, cracking it over your back. Oh yeah, what? fucking spare me, but I don't want no damn blade in my face, dude. You, 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 broken bones or cut face? Take your pick. Pick your poison. I'll heal a bone. I don't want a whole gas. Thank you, Grayson, for the super chat. And yes, more of the Batman. But yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, John. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll heal from a broken bone. I don't need a blade gash across like my whole. You don't want the scar. You don't want the scar, I mean... scar or death. Whichever, <laughs> whichever, whichever well, one. I mean, you could like, even Jose even said there's like a video, and I've seen it where yeah, dude got a fucking blade, like a, a you know a skate mm -hmm. blade right to the neck, and it's just yes, and it was and he yes. was like oh shit yes. he oh, you know it's like oh and 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 of course you know like you were talking about arenas you know so you know that like that, that now and this has been the case for like the last 10, 15 years they have netting. Up above the uh, the glass that comes up, why? Because well, oh, blood spurts and shit. Well, 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 that that's that's frozen like vulcanized rubber in that puck, right? And oh, yeah. depending on how hard somebody shoots it, which depending on that can go up to over hundred miles an hour, it might ricochet and fly into the stands. Oh yeah, I remember watching a Wings game. Oh. This dude got hit in the jaw in the stands with a puck and didn't know it. This dude, not only did he get hit in the jaw with a puck, he's bleeding profusely oh, and, jaw. and didn't know it until his buddy said, dude, you're bleeding. And then he goes, oh, shit, I'm bleeding. Like, it, like this is a dude in the stands. This That's... is in the, this is a spectator. Getting yeah. hit I, I can't even feel bad because if you don't know you got hit in the face by a puck, what Just are you on? Yeah, no, like... it's like he was probably pretty numb. <laughs> He was, was probably like, 
He was comfortably numb, as Pink Floyd would say. (laughs) Mewa just took a pocky puck to the face. He's just chilling. I know. It didn't feel it. And it's like, oh, wait, I'm fucking bleeding? What? Yeah. But now they they have netting because, uh, sadly, this is tragic, but like a little girl in Columbus, Brittany Cecil, she she took a puck to to the head and died. Yeah, and Jesus. so and so because of that, that's why they had the netting up there now. So if the puck goes out of play, it'll hit the net, avoid the fans. I mean, it was it was bound to happen because I mean, come on, I mean, if that was gonna, there's been yeah. many occurrences where it's like, yeah, that thing is like getting slap shot, and goddamn, who knows how long, how fast that thing is coming off that that the, that stick. At, if at only now, they did that with baseball. But that's part of the. Day. Well, they did. They have. They they extended the nets with baseball now. Yes, they but did. isn't it only now. behind like the? No, no, no. They extended Empire it outward. They extended oh, it outward yeah. now, so all the baseball fields have like more extended nets because oh, yeah. yeah, people were not paying attention <laughs> because they're on their phone or fucking something, and then a foul right. ball all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, right yeah, to the and, fucking temple. And part of it is like because because they're also looking at the distance, right? Like if yeah. you're in the outfield. Like in the bleachers, it's like, okay, well, it's going a long way. It's going to slow down. But if you're like along the first or third baseline, it's coming right at you. <laughs> like at however many miles an hour. And God forbid you have like a fireballer. Like if that was already a fast pitch yeah, and, and a foul, like, oh, okay. That's- oh, those foul balls come off like, like 120 miles an hour. It's crazy. And I love, I, I, and yes, I love seeing the chat where it's like, yeah, being savage right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're being sad. Yeah. Because, because we had Jason. Thank you again, Jason, for the super <laughs> chat. He was like, we need more Batman. And then people are like, hey, yeah, Batman, but back to hockey. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get that. <laughs> All right, Steven, you got to bounce? Yes. Yeah, you're looking a little tired. I think we're gonna probably end this uh, pretty because I gotta fucking get up early tomorrow too. So yeah. this is probably a good time to end it. To be honest, I mean, with the hockey talk, we kind of veered off into the hockey sports <laughs> talk. Hey, suck it, Dodger fans! I had to fucking do it because you know, yeah, we're in a playoff race mm-hmm. right now, and uh, going into the series, it couldn't have been more perfect. More, I mean, even bringing it back to movies, how more movie can this get? That the fact that Two teams are going into a series into the weekend, tied for first place. So obviously, and it went to extra innings. They were tied. Dodgers tied it in the ninth, so it went into the eleventh. Baseball talk for overtime. Yes, yes, yes. I'm talking baseball talk. Yes, yes. extra innings is overtime <laughs> in baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll send you over a a, a PDF a of how you know, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> of how what, what I'm talking about right now, John. Uh, <laughs> no, but it went into the 11th inning, and the Giants pulled it off. So I'm like, especially coming off of you know a little slump that they got into, which sucked. So I had to say that, guys. So again, Dodger fans, it's okay. There's always tomorrow, but hey, hopefully tomorrow doesn't work out either. But uh. This is a great stream, as uh, as per usual, man. Thank you guys for uh, joining. It's always a good conversation. And uh, thank you to Koi for being the guest on the show. He was a fucking delight. You know, just love that guy's energy. Love that guy's hustle and uh, and all that. And, you know, I mean, I know there's like there was some heat. They're like, oh, he's a collider guy. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, he was cool shit. You know, he was just awesome. Yeah, great dude. Had great things to say about 
our little world when it comes to like Snyder and stuff like that. He liked it, guys. Don't worry. We're we're trying to bridge that gap of people. <laughs> you know, we, it's not all hate out there. We all enjoy this shit. What? We it's all not like, all hate out there. Yeah, I know. Crazy, what? right? It's only it's all. It seems like that's only like that in Twitter. It's no. weird. We we we, yeah. we 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 can like both posters. God oh, look at that! It's uh, oh, I know, dude. When that. <sighs> Dude, dude, when that when that whole thing came out, when oh yeah, we didn't even really talk. We didn't even we didn't, talk we, about we, I, I I didn't I didn't get to tell you about the dude. Am I out of the loop for posters? I I I didn't I didn't get to tell. Okay, you about Stephen, the dude. do you need to leave? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave. Um, I, yeah. I, I might just sit around yawning. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just about to say. I'm, I'm like, like, do you really need to leave? Like, I'm like about to crash, so I'm, all right. I might as well just dip and just watch. I'll keep watching on the stream, but better than having me yawning on your screen. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Well, Stephen, follow. You know, do all that stuff. You know. Yeah, you guys can follow just... me at uh, SM Colbert on Twitter and all the other places. Uh, find my uh, writing at ScreenRant.com and uh, check out Snyder Minute. Uh, I just put up a new. Um, episode for Just League. We've got a few more BVS minutes in the can coming soon. Um, so, and you guys saw it here first. Steven does get tired. Yeah, <laughs> every once in a while. It's, it's a first. It's a first. Usually he's you know <laughs> he keeps going, but he was tired today. All right, yeah. man. Steven, thank you for uh, joining, man. Yeah, peace. See you guys. Pleasure meeting you, brother. Yeah, yeah. nice to meet you. All right. So what were we going to say, Ray? Because, yeah, I know, the DC fandom thing. The, the, the dude, I literally was accused of, like, colluding with other, like, content creators because they were like, oh, well, it's, it seems awfully convenient that you guys all, like, you, you, you built your channels off of the Snyder fan base, and now you're supporting all the DC stuff because you realize that you need content to create. And I'm like, what are you? T I don't. I don't even know what anybody else is saying. I've been arguing for 24 hours based on what I've been saying. No, it's all, it's, it, it, it gets ridiculous because yeah, I saw that too. Where like somebody made a mock a mock up poster, which was cool. I liked the poster because it was all Snyderverse stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. But I'm at the same time I'm like, yeah, as much as I. Kind of dig the DC fandom poster, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like, man, I don't know, it's John, whatever. John, what basically what happened? A couple of days, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, DC drops a teaser for Fandom in October and a poster. Right, I saw and that a promo and all right. that. Now, now the the first part of the morning when everybody sees this poster is just a collective bunch of the fandom shitting on it. One because of how it looks, and two because there's literally no, there's no air cut stuff. There's no Snyderverse Snyder stuff really on the poster at all, right? And so yeah. that's when they decide, hey, to drown out DC fandom, let's tweet hashtag Restore the Snyderverse and get it trending more. I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, that's negative motivation, I, but whatever. I so mean, every anytime I see Restore the Snyderverse trend, cool, but at the same yeah. time, I'm like. All right, but don't it's, throw hate. When it's used at, correctly. Yeah, exactly. don't throw hate at Right. This. I love and, it, but hate it and over it at the same time. Cause and, there it is. Yes, and, and so then the, the following day, uh, you know, I was like, which, which, which poster would you be more excited for? And A, option A was the actual poster with all the stuff they hated. And option B was the Snyder poster you were talking about. And they, but, but they were like, no, it's not all Snyder stuff because Harley Quinn and... Uh, black canary are on it yeah okay that's it 
and it didn't include any of the TV shows because they all hate the CW, and it yeah, didn't include and, any and of I, the and I also had people like, well, like I also had people going like, why is there no Cavill Superman? And I'm like, because I there's no slate. So I was like, I'm like, there's no slate for this guy. I mean, th- everything's up in the air with this guy right why now. Why go for right. CW Superman? It's not Henry. I'm like, da, da, da. I'm because like, they have a panel. Anything. They have a panel. They have a panel because, because they just had their season finale and season two has already been ordered. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's not, I mean, Okay, you could you could shoot on the poster. Yeah, the poster was kind of eh for me too. Like I thought, yeah, they probably it's very bubblegummy first Suicide Squad poster like with all yeah, the words. it was yeah. a little like it's, it was like all right, let's get all these PNG files and just layer yeah, them up. It, and, it's like, not a great them. poster. I'll agree that it's not a great poster. It's but, not a great poster. But yeah. when people are like, how do they how do they not have Henry Cavill Superman or Ben Affleck Batman? I'm like, um, do you realize what? DC Phantom has when you look at their event list. I mean, none of those guys are going to be on there. I mean, maybe Ben Affleck will be. I, I doubt it. But when it comes to the Flash movie, they want to keep so much a surprise. And now we're even like getting this whole thing like possibly a Martian Manhunter might be in there. I don't know if that's get, if how legit that is because I'm I'm a little floating thing. Around did you see there. that? Because yeah, like I, a I, performer said like some performing and said Harry for Harry Lennox or something like that. I, I, like, I, I, I saw that, but that I, yeah. I will caution everybody on that because yeah. I, IMDB is not a reliable source. It's not, it's I'm not. Sure. That's why in my video, when I talked about it, I'm like, I don't know how reliable this is. If somebody, is there some fuckery that was happening? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Hey, I hope it's true because I would love to see some more fucking Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And but, I think we all agree with that. And yeah, yeah. if that's going to be the case, That'd be sweet, but that's why I was like, take it with a grain of salt. Who knows what's happening? And apparently, they saw uh, apparently Gaga uh, Gaga out there where they're shooting. Oh yeah, like, she, oh, she went gonna... to Leaves Den, Leaves Den, whatever the hell. They, yeah, the, the studio in uh, London, and that's a little weird too. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, did you do? Did she shoot like a little and, cameo and, for one and, of these? And movies? there's been speculation. There's been speculation <laughs> for at least the last month or two that. It, it, Two or three different people were like, "Yes, Cavill has been on set." Like that's yeah. been a, that's been a thing for like. And a I, you know, I've heard that too. I've heard that Cavill is very much going to be. You know, he's going to do something. I've said that many times, and I'm like, but I don't know. I can't say like 100 percent sure. Like hmm. I just right. I hear things. I've been told things, and I'm like, I yeah, heard that one. But that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. apparently, I mean, there's well, a possibility. Like Cavill, like basically, might be making like little cameos in either and in the Flash. I've heard 100% that yeah, definitely gonna make an appearance in the Flash. Black Adam, most likely too. Shazam, who knows? They I, should. I, have. I, I would actually trust the Black Adam one a lot more because of the yeah, because of Danny Garcia, right? Yeah. Garcia, yeah. But did yeah. you you hear the one I think today, yesterday, today? This idea that Muschietti really digs. The Snyder, the Snyder cut, and actually made changes to well, yeah, I, the Flash it, movie, like as a result of it. I know. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I get that. I mean, I don't. I, I haven't heard that too, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Who I've had, I bumped heads with. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, about things, but yeah, I mean, yeah. who knows? I, I, I believe that's kind of true because he did, he did want to include Ray Fisher in the Flash movie. Right. I mean, even Ray Fisher has expressed that. And I heard that before, too, from my little source in that world right there. 
where it was like, oh, yeah, the Muschietti's are totally on Ray Fisher's side. They wanted him in there. There was like multiple versions of this Flash script. I mean, there's multiple versions of their script. There's multiple versions of this, this Flash script. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ. It started off with Rick, and then it went to like uh, that one dude, I forgot, who blocked me on uh, Twitter because he's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, I, you know who I'm talking about. Sean something? No, Sean? I don't know what his name is. Like but... an actual, like a verified guy? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was an actually, I can't remember his name. He was like, when Rick got removed from it he was the yeah. next one in line to rewrite it and he was going off it was this was back in 2016 mm. when ghostbusters 2016 came out and i'm a dire ghostbusters fan and i fucking hated that movie even though i was 100 behind it because i wanted more ghostbusters but when oh, i started, i went yeah, jesus we, christ they totally butchered this whole we, thing we, we haven't had that talk yet Dave. i know we <laughs> haven't had that talk yet which we we can we can yeah. we can maybe next week right we yeah. can do that no we no not, not, not tonight <laughs> yeah not tonight it's too late but you know but i was just like but he he tried to like he had an argument where uh, I think it Seth, yeah, Seth Graham Smith. That's what his name was. He, was. he was after Rick? I thought he yep. was before Rick. No, he was after Rick. Oh. After Rick. Okay. Rick was like pretty much almost like first. And then Seth Graham Smith came about. And then also yeah. Phil Lord and Chris Miller came after that. It was all, no, you know. No, uh, you mean um, uh, Goldstein and uh, Francis Daly. Or they, oh yeah yeah that's what I meant yeah right, yeah that's right for some reason I got confused yeah, yeah. you're you're Cause, right because that was when the they were the ones that had the trouble with Ezra and he went to like Grant Morrison to like read yeah, the script that's right yes and then they did so, him and finally went to Andy so. yeah but when it came to Seth Graham he was like going off about like the Ghostbusters goes Ghostbusters he said Ghostbusters is not a franchise and I went what how is Ghostbusters not a franchise and I was like, multiple movies, a cartoon TV Ghost, show. Ghostbusters is a franchise. Yeah, and there's comic books. And I was like, I pushed back on I'm like, it is totally a franchise. And I think I even sent him a picture. I'm like, look at the comic books I had or something like there's, that. There's, there's, and he blocked me. He just there, blocked There's me. a license. I've played the video game. The video game is actually good. Video game is like the third movie. Dude, good. that third movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can go on YouTube and watch like a cut that literally plays it out like a movie. I totally might do that. Seriously, oh yeah, I've never done that. I've, I've done it. I've done it because I was like, "Oh we, wow, this we, is a really." We got the, like we we rented the game when it came yeah. out, and we were just like, "Wow, this really is like the third movie that we." It really got. is. Watch <laughs> it. What the? You can go on YouTube. Somebody has cut it together like a movie. Okay. And I I, I sat there and watched. It was like an hour and probably almost two hours. And I'm like, "This is a yeah. This is what Ghostbusters three probably could have been at one point and it was because i think it was written by dan Aykroyd. yeah Aykroyd, yeah because yeah. he's like the because that was him and john belushi that came up with the the ghost Jane oh, yeah. in the first place so like yeah that he's like the the, the oh yeah it's his baby it's, oh, it's totally, totally his baby it's been totally his project baby. from day one which is why it's i'm excited he's an after involved in after oh yeah i know um, yeah but, so yeah we can have that okay. kind of but, yeah but that i didn't know he blocked you <laughs> oh yeah he blocked me because i was like how is it not a franchise and i like sent like a i think i sent a picture of like my comic books i'm like there's comic books literally of this product this ip how is it not a franchise and then he just blocked me i'm like i think he realized oh 
That was stupid. Yeah, it is a fucking franchise because yeah, it is. In their feelings. Yeah, I'm like, you know? if you have two movies, <laughs> you have two movies, a cartoon show, toys, m- m- multiple cartoon shows. No, multiple. Yeah, there's been extreme Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, and then and then you have comic books, you have toys, you have all this stuff. It's like that's called a franchise, and I, he wasn't happy. I just saw the other day somebody is selling like a, I think it's one of the Halloween shops is selling like a replica proton. Oh, I saw that. Lights up. Oh, it's so, like it's oh, like it's like yeah. I, I I yes I. I want that so bad. And like, there's like, yeah, even like there's a trap that literally opens. Yeah. Yeah. Proton pack, all the stuff. I'm like, oh, I want all of it. If I I had like a, I had like a good one of the jumpsuits. Yeah. Like the, with like the name tag. Yeah. I would totally, yes. I would, would, that would be a Halloween costume like right there. Yeah. See, I wish I was enthusiastic about Ghostbusters. (laughs) Like, I like them, but I'm just like, I, I just never could really get into. Yeah, you know the hype of it all. Apparently, the new one is like ridiculous. Yeah, I'm loving the first reactions that came out of CinemaCon. I'm like, thank yeah, God. Well, it, it's just you know, and again, we'll have the we can have the talk later about 2016. But essentially, <laughs> where we're at with Ghostbusters Afterlife is, <laughs> after 2016 made a lot of people nostalgic for the the old movies and for like that old feeling and so that's what they're tapping into now that's why they got jason reitman and and his dad ivan has been involved with it too directed the first two and it's all like that whole all the both the trailers that they put out for it is just like tap tap that nostalgia tap here's remember the marshmallow man remember the remember the car remember the remember all this you know like yeah it's but you know what? I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm okay with that. I'm like, give me, give me like Force Awakens. I that's why I like Force Awakens the most out of the newest tree because I thought they did a good balance of like, hey, remember this? But then we got this. Also, remember this? But we got this too. Give me some of that. I'm like, yeah. Show Hopefully me. Don't like, rely too much on it. Like that's the thing. That's that's the balance. The Star Wars trilogy did. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, when, when it yeah. came, yeah. yeah. I, look, I, I'm, I famously have said, and I will stand by this: there are no bad Star Wars movies. It's also well, yeah. When it came, yeah, when it came to Last Jedi, I kind of went, okay, you know what Ryan Johnson was trying to do was like, going, let's try to get away from that, and I respect yes. the shit out of that. I'm like, to me, Last Jedi is so it's masterful. I you see. Know. Okay, good. I, uh, I'm glad you yeah. say that, John, because yeah. I like it too. I'm going. Yeah. Thank you for okay. Force Awakens brought me back, I, 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 and it I, gave me that that balance. But give me something new. The, the, and Last Jedi was like, the, here's something fucking new. Yeah, a fucking the, piss all challenge over. people. Yes, the, the Last Jedi taught me a very valuable lesson that I have stuck to, stuck with to this day. When you have all the this happened recently with the No Way Home trailer, you have all these think tanks, right? Oh, that's clearly Charlie Cox's arm. In the, oh, in the in the interrogation room and all that stuff and all this like <laughs> oh, this is happening that's happening and I no longer participate in any type of speculative think tanks for these movies anymore because of the last Jedi because that's the last time I had dude I I knew it was going to be great Jedi and I knew it was going to be this and I knew it was going to be that and I went into that movie with a clear idea of exactly where it was going to go and it was none of that and I left <laughs> the, I love it. and I left the theater going bravo. You surprised me with Star Wars. I didn't think that was possible. 
Bravo. See, that's, that's what's good. It's like you walk away like that. You go, oh my god, I didn't expect any of that. Did anybody yes. expect when when we saw the end of Force Awakens when Ray is like holding out the lightsaber to Luke? Did we expect Luke to grab it and just go, fuck you? You know, and yeah. like, nobody expected nope. that. Didn't expect that at all. That's what I love. They he literally challenged everyone's thought on Star Wars. Like he made. <laughs> in a serious saga of Star Wars, yeah. the only not-so-Star Wars film because he challenged you outside of it. Oh, okay, yeah. let's not stick to the norm, the narrative, what's going on. I'm challenging you on everything that you thought that you knew. Dare to be different. Build and, and literally build these characters. Have them grow and give them obstacles instead of just coasting it. Get away from nostalgia. Challenge something differently. Beautiful. The fans were like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why and then, that's why nerd QAnon hates it. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. So, what pissed me off about the trilogy is Force Awakens, Gush Nostalgia. It's great, cool, we like it, cool, but we kind of want something different. Okay, fine, we get that, cool. Last Jedi gave you different. Oh my god, hey, not my Luke. Okay, fine. They went back to Rise of Skywalker, that piece of schmite, and then literally see. gave you back your nostalgia form again, and then you hated that. Make up your mind. See, like, see, which one is it? See, see, I'm I'm the weirdo that likes. All of them. I, I, like, <laughs> I like I like Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I like the first two. I despise Rise of Skywalker. People oh look God. at me like I'm weird. Like like, like, like I, how do I exist? Like did there pe- how right. like how do people DJ like, AF, I'm exist? sorry that is wrong. It, it's impossible to like the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. No, nope. it isn't. I like I get both. that. <laughs> so, but yeah, but but no, that, that could be a whole other conversation. We, can whole have. Other we could totally just, break down this yeah, new you, you trilogy. That up for me, yeah. so just like, yeah. good. Now, no, no, we'll, we'll we'll have this conversation. Trust me, we'll have the we'll have the Ghostbusters conversation. We'll have the full on new Star Wars yeah. uh, conversation oh, too. Oh, but you, you you may not ask me back after the Ghostbusters. No, <laughs> no, no. It'll be, dude. I love the back and forth of that because Your fans I won't ask I actually I have right, <laughs> I, as much as like as much as Ghostbusters 2016 pissed me off. There's still good things I have to say about it, so I could still find those good things and i do right. have good things to say about it so that's why i won't you know maybe maybe i won't maybe. you know <laughs> you know, to, you know totally just uh you know put you in vodka stream jail so we'll be okay <laughs> anyways yeah we'll wrap this up because yeah i gotta get up early tomorrow days yeah. man this sucks but it'll be okay hopefully uh <laughs> hopefully it's i won't throw up on my uncle's furniture when we're moving it um go ahead guys yeah. go right as <laughs> john John, go ahead and promote yourself. Plug yourself. Yes. So, y'all, you guys can find me at Night Entertainment Network here on YouTube. Be sure to tune into the Film Cave literally every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on YouTube. Um, in any and all social media, you can find me at John Knight with a K, double underscore on everything. There it is. All right. Go ahead, Ray, Flightcast. At the Flightcast on Twitter, arguing with someone. Most of the time, when I'm, when I'm not arguing with people, I have my weekly show, The Flight Cast, which comes out every Saturday. My episode tomorrow will be reviewing Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, non-spoiler. Um, and it will also be talking about the fandom stuff we were talking about earlier and the Patty Jenkins stuff we were talking about earlier, because I totally ranted about both of those things. So <laughs> that's going to be tomorrow's episode. If you want to hear the 
spoilery version of the Shang-Chi review or the not safe for work rants that I have, that's available on Patreon at patreon.com slash the flight cast. Uh, you can sign up to become a flight officer. Thank you very much for your support on that one. Uh, my blogs and my show are at the flightcast.com. Uh, and I also am along with Scott earlier, part of Squadcast Media. I co-host Fans Without Borders, uh, and also we're going to be getting back into DCTV Squadcast because I finally got caught up in Superman and Lois, and now I got to <laughs> now I got to dig into Titans and see what's going on with that. Uh, but yeah, that'll be coming back soon. So yes, you can find my musings there as well as a part of Squadcast Media. Are there you starting from that. scratch with Titans? Hmm? Are you starting from scratch with the Titans? Oh no no! I I'm starting this season. Like I've oh, seen okay, the, okay, I've okay. seen the first two. Yeah, that's good, yeah. That's I know. I gotta watch the latest episode, and I gotta catch up on Superman and Lois too. Definitely gotta do that. So, anyways, guys, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave, and and uh, thank you for everybody on the panel. Thank you to Koi for uh, joining in. Guy was awesome, and uh, thank you to Scott. Thank you to Steven. And uh, I think that was uh, okay, man. Yep. And then, of course, thank you to John. Thank you to Ray, as per usual. Always fun, guys. Smash that yeah. like, thumbs up. Hit the join button if you want to become a member of the channel. Do so. The Patreon is also available, too, if you want to uh, support, the, support the pirate ship even more. And then, of course, we got uh, the Film Chucky Closet down below. And uh, until next week, when it comes to the vodka stream, we will uh, definitely um, talk to you guys later.